Should we count it? <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it, baby. All right. All right hit it. Hit it. Three, Three two, two, one. Good, my friends. Welcome back to episode 21 of the Flash yes. Brothers podcast. The Flash Brothers podcast is officially able to legally drink in America. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the time. We're here. We are of age, We baby. are of age. It is season two, episode 21. That's right. We're recording Wednesday, January 10th. This episode will go live to public feeds on Friday, January 12th. That's my right. My name is Sam. I am the host for today's show. What's up, Sam? Joined, as always, by my beautiful roommate, and beloved co-host, Joshy. What's up, everybody? What's up, Joshy? Joshy in the house. Joshy in the house, That's bro. Right. Yes, That's sir. Right. New week, new beginnings, new, beginnings. new horizons. Hey. We got patch notes today. That's right. What you got for me, bro? What's, well, uh, what's going I'm, on? Uh, I am currently um, making my way through a, a couple different things right now. Oh, yeah. Just like, like story-wise, I'm working through a couple different things. Okay, okay. So like... Um, one of my biggest things, obviously, I don't know if I got to, to talk about it too much. Uh, I just got caught up with the JJK manga. so Yeah, you I mentioned been, that yesterday, yeah, me, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have been uh, cooking through it, and it is um, so, so good. It yeah. really is. Yeah, I would say it's probably it's probably like my top three favorite new-gen shonen anime right now. <sighs> probably top three, uh, which is tough because right now, you know, there's like My Hero... And like Chainsaw yeah. Man, yeah. and like big big boys like that. What's your other? Um, with your other like top two? Well, it's tough to say, but I would say like Black Clover and yeah. and, and My Hero. Okay, I'd say Black Clover, My Hero, and now JJK. I wouldn't yeah. have said that. I would have said Demon Slayer before. I'm talking Shonen though, like strictly Shonen. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, Black Clover like count as like a new age. I mean, Absolutely. I know it's still going, yeah, yeah. but didn't yeah. like when did it debut? It debuted in like 2017, maybe 2018. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like it was, that it was it's been. Recent. It's. It might be later because I remember when it first started coming out was when like, uh, Azzy, that was like like mm-hmm. the anime he was super into. I'm gonna look it up right now, but I would Wait. say that's that's like one of my favorite newer ones. Um, and for anyone who hasn't, yeah, 20, 2016. Was when the wow yeah that's a lot newer than I thought it was oh, I thought oh, it was it's, like uh, I, no 2017 I'm so sorry October 2017 October yeah, 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 yeah. okay so that's pretty late yeah you know? yeah and then definitely it, it is right. on hiatus but it last aired in 2021 which I feel like is recent enough that definitely. when it comes back it would be able to like be one of the new gens that yeah you know goes yeah away. and maybe I made the assumption because. Mm. There's so many seasons, mm. you know, like, mm-hmm. like, it, oh yeah, it's just been one of these long running. Anime. Yeah. It's not that long running though. It's only about like, it's 150. It's 150 yeah. episodes. Okay. So it's like, it's like a little bit shorter than, uh, it's like half a bleach, like half a bleach. Uh huh. Yeah. Was, bleach is like 500. It might be like now, but I, I, cause in my mind, like back when I was like, yeah, on, when on you the were peak watching of Bleach, Bleach yeah. right? And it was, it had like an ending arc in it with mm-hmm. like the Eisen arc. I think that was like 360 something episodes. Oh, really? Yeah. And I remember like looking at that number and cause I had never 
watched like an anime or a show that like had consistently like before Bleach it was like right. I watched like Yu-Gi-Oh the OG oh there's Yu-Gi-Oh 366 and, and then now there you go yeah you're yeah. right and then um yeah Thousand Year Blood War is I think it's only 24 episodes yeah it's still going right it's like, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, like yeah that's very fresh each. and then there's part 3 that's still coming out yeah so okay. it's still coming out yeah and I just uh, I make that kind of like mental comparison for mm-hmm. myself because mm-hmm. that was like kind of my first like behemoth anime right, you know one. and, and I was going to say like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon like mm-hmm. those are not those like are pretty, episodic yeah. and, they, and they show the episodes in that right. style yeah. it's, it's kind of like the four kids kind of like uh, mm-hmm. or, yeah that's what it was called right four kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah four yeah. kids it, it. kind of had that like lens over it so yeah. it Americanized a little bit yeah. and it was just separated by seasons right, right. and it didn't really um, like I don't know I feel like even going back um, and seeing it like on streaming platforms because yeah. I don't even know if it's still on Netflix what, or whatever which one? like Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon I think Pokemon's still on Original. Netflix, but yeah. I think it might be tr- tougher to find Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. That might just be on, like, Funimation, but I think you can find it. I think you're right. Like yeah. yeah, I got really sad when I saw it was, like, you know, it was one of those, like, little banners one yeah. time, and it was, like, <clears throat> leaving Netflix soon. Yeah. No. Yeah, of course. But, uh, uh anyway, yeah. okay, yeah, so, um, big behemoth. Yeah, anyways, uh, <laughs> keep going, Joshi. So, we're, uh, oh, yeah. we so, caught up on the manga. Yeah, I caught up on the manga. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, truly adored it, to yeah. be honest. I've been more into it than I expected myself to. Uh, I caught myself thinking about it when I was at work, when I was taking down Christmas lights. That's when you know it's so Tis good. the season, I know. just thinking about it, just at random, well, that's, random parts. That's the moments where I'm like, uh, because for me, I'm constantly thinking about like, m- like stories, mm. but sometimes it's like my own stories, so I'm like writing stories in my head, and usually I'm thinking of that. Right or I, or I have something in my brain that's sure, like yeah. that. But if I'm really thinking about the the story that is like uh like a story like AOT did that for mm. me, Xenoblade did that for me, One yes, Piece bro. did that to me, where I was just thinking about that world, yeah, you know, definitely. Uh, that's when I know I'm into something. And so JJK, I remember uh, at work I was just thinking about it, and I and I just was I was cooking up this idea in my head. To because of the flashback arcs, and I've explained this to you so many times. Yeah, I was like, I want to go home. I literally told myself this. I was like, I'm gonna go home, watch the first five episodes of season two, then watch the movie and see how well it goes into to each other. I was blown away by how well it was. I rewatched that. That I just wanted to keep rewatching. Hell yeah! But I uh, but I haven't. Yeah, you know, for sure. Got sure. a little little. Uh, a little more, uh, a little more busy. So we're doing, we're doing some other stuff now yeah, too. Yeah, so. for sure. That's been good. Been in the in the gym pretty consistently. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Man. So I, yeah. I, I want to go in tonight because I know we want to hang out with people tonight. So yeah. I want to make sure that we can uh, get that, uh, get get my um, get my gym in, and then we can all we can kick it with the homies. Yeah. I think Gabe said great. he wanted to come over with Jason. If Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, like oh. when I talked to him on the phone yesterday, he yeah. said, he's like, oh, I, I might one of those, like, I think I planned something, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'll get back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't talked to him yet today. So he texted me today. Cool. So he said, so I think that would be fun. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. I also been running through the second part of the DLC of Pokemon. Yeah. Love yeah. It. Yeah. It's so good. I, uh, I'm really impressed with the map. This second part it's already like it's kind of blowing me away because they introduced a whole new map and then a whole new school right. that you can interact with, and it's not as complex or it's not as in depth as the one in the main game because in that one there's this whole mechanic where you can talk to your teachers, befriend okay. them, 
do side quests with them, like all these things. They don't have that. Yeah, like a whole like social yeah, system. Kind but of, they yeah. introduce this new currency that is only used in the school. They have like a cafeteria, dorm rooms, all oh, these that's things. Really cool. All things that yeah. like they had in the base game. But it's all a completely new school in Unova. And I'm just like, I'm loving, I really am loving it. Um, and yeah, that's really cool. Even like the the character that I was talking about, where it's like they kind of evolve through the first DLC. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. remember, yeah, it's like your rival. Um, just plays this really, really interesting part, and I'm just I'm really impressed with how much it feels like these characters are going through. Like Carmen, who is uh, the older sister character to that the the younger rival, who okay. is kind of going through this transformation, starts off really like like hating you and like kind of like bullying you a little sure, bit yeah. and now it's like the way it's set up is that you and Carmen are like friends and then you're really worried about this other kid who's like uh who's kind of going through this almost like like really dark evilish change not evil yeah. but he's just like it's like I, I always thought of that where it's like if you had a rival in Pokemon and they're all upbeat and positive and they kind of started that idea with um uh hop do you remember hop yeah yeah, yeah. i uh i really like that idea where he was like he started getting like really upset yeah. about losing and not being able to live up to where his brother was and the fact that you as the main character were just like kind of shattering his dreams in front of him mm. that they didn't like completely like dive into in, right in he didn't go one. like straight evil, no but no no no, no you're but, I, but I definitely remember that in this one it's like you're crushing this kid's dreams. You're like befriending the legendaries that he's like always been friends with. Of course, someone would be like, "Definitely, I'm absolutely not a fan of yours." Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes. Um, and so uh, it's 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 just really good. Good. So it's really okay. well done. And uh, well, if I remember right too, yes. like a, a big point of excitement for you mm -hmm. was this new school. Yeah. Um, like kind of expanding on yeah. all the world building it mm -hmm. had beforehand in the story it. and stuff. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like new features aside, do you feel like it's like um, I don't know, really capturing all the hype? Yeah, I would yeah. say I would say what I really wanted was um, because it was in Unova technically, um, which it's in the ocean. Like the way the school is set up, okay. it's like on the. It's on the coast of Unova, and so it's like an underwater school. It's okay. really cool and really well set up. Uh, but what I was worried about was that it wasn't going to have any, like, reference or reason for it for to sure. be, like, Unova. But, uh, Other than, like, the name. Right. Yeah. But they've done just some really interesting things, which they've talked about lore-wise. The fact that technically Alola is a part of Unova because of Unova being America and being like an American region. Yeah. Alola would technically be a part of it. And so they created a biome inside that has Alolan Pokemon for oh, these Univan uh, students to study. And then even one of the, the there's like an elite four at the school. Oh yeah. One of true. them is uh, the daughter of one of the gym leaders from black and white. And so I'm like, I'm just loving all the wow. little things and all the little, like, yeah. it, just, it just feels like a little, uh, like, expansion of the lore. And I really, really have liked how Pokemon has kind of been doing that as of recently. For sure. yeah. Instead of it being like, you know, each region is very, very, like, cut cut clean. Like, yeah. like this is where you're going to be and you don't need to worry about anything else. Definitely. So I really liked it. I also think genuinely just to get on a little speculative pokemon yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, brain i think that there's a reason they're sending up all these univa stuff which, a, which you've is, been wanting i and hoping for for a am minute praying for right? a lot of theories are talking about possibly a pokemon black and white three 
could be something really? that could happen. Yes, that's what there's been like rumors. I don't know how much I believe it. Yeah, that's but new to me. That would be like instead of doing a Legends Kyrim, instead of doing like a uh, like it seems like Pokemon Company is really just doing new shit. Mm. Um, I could see that being something they did where they li- instead of making it the I do not want a garbage remake of Black and White. Like we're, yeah, don't we're touch talking it. About, uh, Brilliant Diamond. Do Pearl. yeah, do yeah. not touch my fucking favorite game with that please yeah. i please, beg of you bro um and so uh yeah that's been good uh really enjoying that oh yeah um i am trying to think of anything else i've been really trying to play red dead i'm not kidding i've booted up three times like uh, red dead 2 red dead redemption 2 yeah yeah okay and i've pro- i've gotten like three minutes in each time and then i just put it down no so that's an ad- attempt that i need to i want to keep talking about it because i want to actually yeah like, like oh yeah go into that um uh, but that's kind of what i've been uh into yeah uh, right now sweet y'all hear that though red dead if there are any red, red dead, dead fans yes. out there and i know there are yes. you guys reach out to joshy right in get Please his ass on this experience. i need i want to get on this experience i want to i want to enjoy it uh and i'm and i'm ready for Do you think it. is was there anything let me ask like that uh i don't know like that enters your mind when you when you get it booted up is mm. it just kind of like you don't feel in the headspace yeah it's 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 headspace but also it's like you know it's that common thing with any open world game where it's there's so much to do and therefore i don't want to do any of it yeah right, right. so so overwhelmed me, yes overwhelmed yeah even just not overwhelmed just like Ugh, you know maybe yeah. it is overwhelmed but me and as were talking about this because he was explaining to me there was a study and he thinks i do this a lot and he does this a lot too. okay it's possible you do this too the more options that you have when you have things open, the less you want to, uh, the less you are going to enjoy when you choose one of them. Mm. So one thing I've been trying to do when I sit down every day is I, instead of saying, oh, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this. I literally say, I am going to sit down and do this, right? I'm going to watch JJK, right? Yeah. Or I'm going to play Pokemon, or I'm gonna like even today I I literally was like I'm gonna get on my computer and I'm gonna I've been having like like uh the 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 like C and D drives have been backed up just like uh, Trinity's brothers were in town and they were yeah uh, they they downloaded um uh Valorant onto oh, the C drive sure. on accident and okay. then they downloaded it again on the D and then it took up all the space on the C and then nothing was able to run and so uh I called Drew and I got him to help me out so I was able oh, to download yeah. something okay. to be able to get the specific files out and then uh everything's all cleaned up now cool. but I made cool. sure I did that and then I played games with Drew because I literally woke up and I was like that's what I'm going to do hell yeah and instead yeah. of being like uh I'm on my computer you know sure. like I don't really you yeah. know what I mean like you ever like sit down and you're like I'm not really enjoying this, you know? Yeah, for sure. Just cutting out all the other ideas, you know? And it gets tough because as a gamer who also indulges in anime and I enjoy, like, there's so many things I enjoy, I literally get up and I, I'll look at, like, my PS5 controller, mm. my my Switch controller, or even my Xbox controller, or my Oculus, or my PC, and I'm like, there's so much I could there's be doing. There's so much. I mean, there's yeah, so, much so many options. Yeah. No, I totally get that yeah. because I feel like... I'll uh, oftentimes like pull out like my laptop or whatever uh-huh. to um, have like a rough idea in my head of like what I want to do. Like uh, maybe like bef- as I'm reaching for it, I'm already like, okay, I can check my emails. I yeah. can start writing or drafting an episode. I can do this, this, this. There's like eight things in my mind right. that are like, but I haven't decided on any, right? It's right. just like, hey, I'm going to pull out my laptop and kind of dive into all these. And then 
I'll either choose the easiest option, like when I'm there, which yeah. generally is the least productive thing, right. right? Go through my emails. Okay, that's easy enough. Right. Oh, shit. Okay, now I got to do all this. Well, mm -hmm. maybe I'll just like hop on YouTube and watch my right, YouTube right, videos. Right. And I get stuck in a rabbit hole. Absolutely. And then I'm done, you know? Uh -huh. Yeah, like that's having those designated goals. Do, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's important. And it's, it, it, it's, it's, I think a necessary. necessity. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's a necessity to doing something. Even like getting something done, like, uh, when you have things to do that yeah. aren't even video games or anime, it's like, uh, oh, you know, you wake up. Okay, today I got to do this, 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 and this. It's so hard to get started on that. I I always just like I start with something and then I do it mm. right. So like the other day, I had to. I wanted to go to the gym. I wanted. I needed to go to therapy and I needed to grab that check for day. Right. Yes. And uh, I did all those things by starting doing one thing. Right. Snowball effect. Snowball man. effect yes. of just like and then it worked out perfect because um even wait let me think i'm trying to think that day yeah, yeah i did i did all of like that two days ago, right? yeah yeah two yeah. days ago and i had um the work uh i just started that new job yes and so i literally was like okay there's so much i gotta do today here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna start this blank gym and then i was like okay i'm gonna go to therapy it's close to my parents house go to parents house grab that check i deposited some money too yeah uh, like some cash and i just had all these things i had to do snowball effect right? yeah for sure Boom. But it sounds like like proud of you bro like hey, for man. real yeah it sounds like he was like hey plan of action mm -hmm. like this this that always helps me too like yeah setting up the plan yeah because you know sometimes you can just do things in any order mm -hmm. but depending on what kind of like you you can kind of like like, I don't know, combine plans together. Sure. Okay, you got to drive somewhere. Great, I can get this done because it's on the way. Because I'm going, yeah. Do this on Absolutely. the way back. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Yeah, and th those things like really help too. I, I like to pre-plan a lot. I totally. often find for me if I'm not pre-planning in some way mm. and I work really well with just writing it down. Right. Especially if I'm writing it down like old school, like pen and paper right. on a notepad. I'm always bringing my notepad to like... Uh, when we record the podcast, right. I also just write on my notepads like when I'm making notes, even though with my laptop right there. Right. There's something different for me about making like a little digital list Absolutely. and writing down and physically checking off yep. like what I need to do. Yep, you yep, know? yep. I yeah, agree. Bro. Did you want to touch on uh, your new job? Oh, yeah. yeah. I just started uh, I, I started as a cook at uh, Fate Brewery. Fate Brewery. Yeah, yes, so, sir. Um, uh, and yeah, I just I found just this out there. too, guys, like, uh, yes. like, like a couple days ago. Like, yeah. Uh, actually, like, before I even I, catch up, like Kendall and I were basically gone all weekend. Right, right. So I come back and it was like, hey man, like, like hey, yeah, like I'll, I'll help with like with job hunting. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, I want to yeah. like check on you and you're like, no dude, got this job. It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. It, it's good too. It's really great. I'm going in, ba uh, going back in tomorrow and uh, it's been great. I, I really, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. It's, um, it's definitely like very different than anything I've done before. Okay. But it's one of those things where I, I'm, Kind of like what you said, I do notice that I am kind of excelling in where I'm at, and it feels good. Like good. it feels really good to be kind of uh, a person that it feels like people want to be around. Definitely, you know, in yeah. that in that situation, yeah, wanted, respected, right. And it's which important. was which was one of the toughest parts of, um, you know, getting fired from Top Golf, which is that feeling of you know what is truly like like the point if i'm putting in all this effort and it feels like you know they're getting rid of me yeah for no reason for sure um fuck chelsea though yeah but yeah hashtag fuck chelsea hashtag baby fuck chelsea, baby um but yeah no that's kind of what i got going on thanks cool. for uh asking about the job too. absolutely I bro forgot. I, yeah I, I was like i haven't i haven't really let anyone know um but i want to hear about what you got going on yeah bro yeah i'll give you a little catch up, catch up. um catch like i said like kendall and i were 
Uh, we, we actually went over to her parents' place a couple days before. We normally go over there, like, over the weekend. Right. We usually stay, like, one night, like, Saturday nights, uh, just because usually, like, her and I were both uh, getting off work, like, pretty dang late, and then we'll, like, spend Sunday with her parents and whatnot. Right. But they were out of town for a little short-term little trip mm. that they had. I think they just drove over to California, and they oh, okay. went to, like, Universal Studios yeah, and stuff. Yeah. and. And check stuff out, which they said it was a zoo over there. A zoo? Uh, yeah, because they were, were they were thought about Disneyland, but because it was Christmas time, they were like, eh, it's probably going to be crazy. Too much. Yeah, so they, they went over to Universal, and they're like, dude, I'm not even kidding. Like, we last went probably like five or six years ago. Wow. It was like a literal zoo over there. Like thousands so and people. thousands of people wow. in every line. Like, every line for everything was like an hour and a half long. Holy shit. Yeah. Have you been to Universal? I have one time. Yeah. Yeah. I went. When was that? Um, it was a long time ago. I want to say, I, I think it was like 16. Yeah. Yeah. And it was uh, in a mutual, um, like a duo trip that I went with my family. We did Universal for a day and then we did Disneyland for a few days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah after Fun. that. Yeah. Nice. And it was cool. Yeah. yeah. I've been uh, once. And I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, it's definitely no Disneyland, though. It's you no know? Disneyland. It's, it's, no. It's, Disneyland's a little special. Yeah. You know? And uh, Universal's kind of like the android of, of That's Disneyland. That's a good way to put it. You know it. what I mean? That's a really like, good It's way not to bad. Put it. It's yeah. not, you know? And if anything, some of the things were cooler than the things you would see at Disneyland. For sure. Or even just a different experience. However, there's just some kind of magic you lose in not being Disneyland. Disneyland you know? is one of my favorite yeah. like experiences. It really is so much fun. Ever. Yeah. yeah. It and really even is so much fun. there's something like like you said, the magic is the best way to put it. Yeah. Like I literally I don't know about you, but like yeah. just standing anywhere within Disneyland. Uh-huh. It, I feel like in a completely different mental space yeah. than anywhere else ever. Completely you know? agree. Yeah. Like it just positive mm-hmm. optimistic and, not, and mm-hmm. i'm already feel like a pretty optimistic and positive yeah, guy but it's absolutely. like there's just something like this level of happiness and i'm yeah. looking around at the other people too and mm-hmm. um I, you just feel so it good. is it is a vibe like no other like no and other you're man. so right and i think there's something kind of special about it too that you know every time you go to disneyland you're traveling there yeah and so it's like it doesn't really feel like you're like in like a like the world you know what I mean? It kind of For feels sure. like a, it's like a different place. Yeah. Not just because it's like Disneyland, but also you're in California, you know, or Florida. You yeah. Know, if you go to Disney World, which I've never been to. Um, Same. Yeah. Actually. Oh, have you not? No, I haven't okay. been to Florida ever. I've never yeah. been to Florida. Yeah. We should go sometime. Florida trip. Yeah. yeah heard of, I've heard mixed things. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Other than Disney World, and that is amazing. I've heard Disney apparently. World is amazing. Yeah. I've heard the best Disney is actually, uh, it's Disney World uh, Tokyo. That's what I've heard too. Yeah, everyone yeah. says that the animatronics are the best, the magic is the best, and then they just say the like the effects and like the everything oh, about yeah. it. I think it makes sense though, because if you think about it, I think Japan kind of works a lot more on their presentation of places. Like if you look at like Tokyo and the way everything looks, aesthetic is kind of one of the most important things. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like yes. even go to the Pokemon Center in Tokyo and there's that big like centerpiece where it's Mewtwo yes, in a uh, in a tube with like bubbles coming up and you're like this is so, so fucking sick. cool. Like yeah, this the, looks actually, so Actually the Pokemon Center in yeah. Tokyo that yeah. is a top visit for that's me. something like, I, really I go to do. Japan yeah, I have to that's go what there. I that's always what I've wanted to do um but one of the big reasons is because they made it like a Pokemon Center it's an aesthetic yes and so bro. and we don't really do that as much here it's not really you know but like cat cafes and all those things there's always an a uh, uh, uh like like even like showing off like uh animatronics yeah 
other places. Or even what you were talking about you know, off-cast yesterday. Yeah. You were telling me about, like, uh, I, I think we mentioned in the podcast. In Shibuya? Yeah, about yeah, yeah. shutting down Shibuya uh-huh. and completely, yeah. like, decorating right, it right, and right. making it feel like yeah. a theme. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, it's kind of re- – like, I when we do stuff like yeah. that, it's, like – New Year's Eve, New Year's like, Eve really like Christmas or something. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but it's uh, that's just kind of how they do it in Japan, I yeah. think. And so when you think about that, you're like, oh, Disneyland in Japan is probably a whole different world. Yes, like bro. it is probably hard to even comprehend. You'd probably go there and be like, this doesn't even feel like Disneyland, California. Yeah, like this feels like our Disney World, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's Disney World in Tokyo, but right, true. Um. Uh, but I'm with you. Also, yeah. do you know the difference? Just one's bigger. Yeah, and like, uh, like oh, between like the one in Tokyo or and the world. one in the no, world. world. Well, what I do know about Disney World is that there's like you know how there's like uh, Disneyland yeah. and then there's like California Adventure. Yeah, and they're like two different parks technically. Right, right. There's five different parks in Disney World. I think I knew that. Yeah, is it in Epcot? Is that or is yes? That in California? Yes. No, it's that's, Epcot, uh, that's Animal Kingdom. World. And then, uh, fucking Disney World, probably. Yeah, yeah. Probably. something, some space thing. But they I'm have like sure. a big cancel, uh, cancel, a big <laughs> castle, a big yeah, castle. Yeah, I imagine in my mind, uh, you know, and obviously for those who've been there, they're probably like, yeah. well, duh, or like, yeah, yeah. no, bro, it's got this. Right. No, but like from our uh, uneducated point of view, right. we have never experienced it. Right. I kind of think like you know how like you look at like the map of Disneyland and it yeah. shows you like the quadrants. Yeah, yeah. It's basically oh, it's that, like that but just blown on a, the fuck on a up. whole new scale. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like you're literally yeah. going into a different part right, right, right. for each one. I love California Adventure. Have you been there too? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah, bro. Oh, so yeah, I, I don't want to honestly like. I think maybe one time I went and we just did Disneyland for one day. Mm. But doing Disneyland and California, and California Adventure, Adventure and really getting the most of them, that's yeah. doable in a day. I completely agree. I have a f- funny story if you don't mind. Yeah, um, please. It's not that funny. But when I went with my ex, uh, when we went to Disneyland, it was like a solo trip. Just me and her to California yeah. and Disneyland. Um, our car got towed on our way to Disneyland. And so we were wait, like... Wait, wait, wait. What? Dude, it was so horrible. Uh, so we parked our car in we were staying in airbnb okay and you know how uh apartments can have just really strict especially yeah in California. they're dumb sometimes super bro. strict if you park in the wrong spot they will literally like tow your car away and there was no spot except for one spot and we were like either we and we were so tired on this one day we we're like either we park it here and like pray for the best or like we don't where are we gonna park the car right there is no place or we park someone really far away pay for it and then have to walk yeah, all the way walk there six miles. we're like i think we're down to to fucking risk it and yeah we risked it and we lost the car we literally Fuck. had to call it a, we were supposed to be at disneyland the happiest place on that earth it was so fucking. funny it was so fucking i mean it wasn't funny at the time because uh for she, sure yeah no it's always was, looking bad no exactly so she was like crying and it was rough and and i was obviously upset and and you know the 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 tough part was too was she was very emotional and so um like to talk to the tow tow truck company which by the way fuck tow truck companies dude like that is the like truly like the the shittiest, one of the scummiest, like like places it is, you bro. can be in. No, yeah, it's just seriously. like stealing someone's property and then saying, "Here is the amount of money you have to pay me in order to get that back." Yes, like and oh, yeah. no warning either. I mean, I get, I get it. There's a warning on the on the sign, but why yeah, would you? Maybe. Want- Sometimes, maybe, maybe. Why would you want to even work there anyway? So it's it's no, it is. It's really scummy. It's because, so scummy. Like they make their money. Yeah. If you get your car towed, if you get so fucked. they want like they want. You're the trying to work something out with Absolutely. the tow company. Absolutely. They're not gonna want to budge. No, because no, they'll be like, oh, 
my money. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. You need to come get your car. And, and pay they us. and they are abs- they are rude. They yeah. are short with you. Oh yeah. They treat you like you did something criminal when in reality, like it was it was just like um, what the hell was Dude. that? Oh, there's like this tiny little oh. gnat fly that yeah. did like a little uh. What do you, what even, uh, Mr. Miyagi? Just oh, like, yeah. You know? You want to catch it? <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Um, Actually, I have a fun story. Yeah, uh, yeah. Small one. I, I had this uh, apartment complex that was, um, it was actually like with my ex when we lived in mm. Portland. Oh, yeah. And it was like kind of the same vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, like the apartment complex has its own parking. And the way that the complex was, it was like on a kind of like side highway. And there's all these mm. windy roads. Yeah. Very yeah. different from over here. Right? right. And it like, it came up like above, like you got off by five, the main highway mm-hmm. that stretches like all the way from Washington down to Disneyland pretty right, much. Right. right? right. Uh, so right off of like the busiest highway in Oregon, mm-hmm. it like, you just take two exits and you like go up a hill. There's the apartment complex. Right. right. But because of the way the hill is and, and the way the roads are designed, it was so shit. There's nowhere you could not park on the road. Right. You had to park in the complex. Mm. If there was no open parking right. in the complex, I literally had to you park like fucked. three yeah. neighborhoods down oh the road and, just and walk. walk all the way yeah. the fuck up the hill. That's you know, so rough, and even yeah. then, I'm still parking my car on a public sidewalk. Right, so right, it's right, not right. really like a safe. It's not like feeling. It's safe. Yeah, especially because it's not in front of my place i yeah. can't really see it absolutely right? and so and if something happens you're blocks away yes yeah. yes yeah, yeah. so one day one night i like i just got off work and came home and parked and the way that like the parking was set up was it was also kind of a jank lot where yeah. they had like the marked spots going around yeah and my ex uh we would alternate between like whose car was like staying in that spot mm. so then the other person for that week we would just kind of fend for ourselves and try right. to find another empty spot that was right. like a public spot so right in front, usually the public spots are like at the entrance. Right. And so right at the entrance, it had like literally four slots. And then there was like a really shitty kind of like spray paint job on the mm. ground mm. for extra spaces. Okay. Mm. That were in the middle of asphalt. Right. Mm. So if you imagine it's like, here's like the building. Sure. Right here. You know what? We're good with pictures. Oh, let's do it. Diagram. Yeah. I got pen and paper here. Okay. So here's like the main like office building for the yes. complex. Yes. You go in and this is the rest of the complex yes. up here. This is your entrance, okay? Mm -hmm. So it had like these four slots right in front and then in the middle of like, this is all just a massive asphalt like parking lot, but not Mm -hmm. really because all it really had was like this like really shitty spray painted zones, right? right? And there was like 12 of them. Right. So one night I'm like pulling in and uh, lights are off and stuff and the only spot that was open was there was like a car on the very edge and I, in my mind, I'm like, is that a zone? I think it is. So I park my car right across oh, from no. them and I, I go to check with my phone yeah. and I could see a faint outline of the spray paint. Oh, okay, okay. Why? So I'm like, okay, I'm good. It's fine. Yeah. I like good. I'm I'm definitely good. Right. Wake up the next morning, try to go to work. Guess what's not there? Your car. My car they towed is it? gone. Yes. And the other car? The car wasn't there, so I'm like, either they towed it or they just moved or like oh, whatever, wow. right? But okay. my car was definitely gone. And it was kind of one of those things too where like I kind of forgot like fully what happened the night before yeah, it was yeah. kind of like i came out and i'm like hold up did i like park my car in that neighborhood yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what happened right right right, right. i i end up calling the tow company mm-hmm. to try to figure it out yeah they would not have it right mm-hmm. everything you said they're like nope uh like it was like uh basically they the apartment complex pays their guy to like go around and if he finds a car that's how he gets a payout right right so he's like 
absolutely not. You need to come down here and pay. It was like $289 because they had held it for three hours, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm not paying $289 for parking at my own apartment complex. So I raised havoc. Uh, the office wasn't open, so I like I'm calling and trying to find a manager. Yeah. Finally, get a hold of one. Yeah, and she tells me like, you know, I, I just talked with uh with the towing company and and this is where they found your car and it wasn't a spot. And I said, well, that's bullshit because I need an email address or something, and I'm gonna send you a picture of where I parked and how it was a zone. Right. I did that, and the lady was like. Okay, you're right. Yeah. And uh, they revoked it. But I wow. still, even with all of that. You fought that though. I, I fought it. Wow. They they got to relieve the money. Wow. But check this out. Yeah. It's still Portland, right? Oh, yeah. So the place they towed my car to was yeah. like North Portland. Bro, mm-hmm. that's like a 45 minute drive. So you drive. had to get there somehow. Yes. And my oh, ex my was working downtown yeah. Portland. Right. She can't get out. And you had work to go to. I right? had work to go to. Yeah. I had to call out of work. Yeah. So that I lost money on that. Right, right, and right. I had to pay for a freaking Uber that went all the way to North Portland. And I was on the Uber for probably 55 minutes with like traffic and like whatever. How so much it took me like an hour. It was like 35 bucks or something bucks. like that for that Uber, you know? Man. Ended up getting it back, but it was yeah. a bitch and no, a that's half. a bitch and, and you a just half. pulled that story out of yeah. me. So thank you that very much, so bro. Great. Yeah, so great. No, so great. Do um, not get your car uh, towed, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. It is not fun. It is not fun at all, and they will not treat you in any way with any respect. Nope, so, absolutely. No. Yeah. Uh, what else you got going on though? Uh, Sorry, brother. Yeah. Little, let me. Uh, let, little, yeah. Sorry. I just wanted to like really add in on a personal level, which was that it's been cold as hell, and I know like it's. Honestly, a lot colder in a lot of other places yeah. uh, in the world, but we hit like a like a record cold of kind of like I felt like there was a dip last week yeah. for our like normal cold over mm-hmm. here right now. Um, so we had like freeze warnings, we had yeah. rain warnings. I'm working outside and in Apache. I was right? gonna tell you, yeah, I uh, I've been taking out Christmas lights. The right. last time I worked, uh, I was in Scottsdale and it was hailing, hailing, hailing like sl- like sharp. Like large bits of hail. Yes, bro. and I—it's so funny. I went to work with no jacket on, just long no. pants. Yeah, so I literally had to like me and uh, you remember you know Ryan Clemens. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. We had to fight over this jacket where he had it for a little bit, I had it for a little bit, he had it because because <laughs> uh, we both didn't bring one. And you uh, put one I arm was through one side, you're yeah. on through the other. Still Absolutely, down the Christmas yeah. lights. I was freezing. I was, yeah, I was bro. Freezing my my nuts off. Yes. So dude. it was. It and was I rough. I feel that because I'm freezing. I've got heaters outside. Right. I've got I'm triple jacket right and like right. so it was a very cold weekend. And then to top that all off, massive meme with. Kendall and uh, her parents, which is that her parents. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about this a little little off-cast, but her dad doesn't run, like, AC or the heater, like, at all. Like, she, and she makes a joke, and she made it, like, when I first met her, too, of, like, hey, like, unless, like, if you're cold, unless you're bundled up with three blankets, Mm. you're wearing two hoodies, Mm. and you have, uh, like, sweats and socks, and you're holding a cup of coffee, it's at that point you can decide... If you're still cold, and right. that's when the heat can come on, right? You know? right and right. I literally was in that state, right. and I'm like, "Bro, it is 56 degrees in this house. <laughs> I can see my breath. What is going on?" Uh, but so honestly, uh, it cold. Yeah. and it's yeah. kind of colder over where he's at, right? I mean, yeah, over, I feel like it's like a little like when you're getting like more east, like towards mm-hmm. like Apache in that mm-hmm. area, and they're over in Gold Canyon. Yeah, it's yeah. just colder. Well, over I there. think I think what happens is winds don't get broken as much by because it's less buildings, right? Yeah, so it's definitely. literally just the cold winds that, that sweep throughout the valley. The coldest winds hit you, and then there's uh, yes, another bro. thing is uh, asphalt and sidewalk. Uh, sidewalk. 
what's it called? Concrete. Concrete. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess sidewalk technically because yeah. that's what it is. Um, but asphalt and uh, concrete uh, absorb heat and push it back a right. little bit. So a city is naturally going to be hotter than a place with less uh, oh, city. Yeah. yeah. No, you're so, so right. Yeah. It well, literally is. And that's where I was when it started hailing. Okay. Uh, it was like out in like Scottsdale, like in the mountains. I was in like the yeah, super like, rich neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah. Like, like cold, cold. The wind cuts right through you. And uh, Cutting your fucking bread yeah. and butter, brother. Cut that my shit. bread and butter back. Yeah. That shit is cold. So is besides cold. the cold weekend, yes. man, I have been uh, continuing my venture in oh, yes. Super Mario RPG. Oh, yes. I'm almost done. Oh, nice. Uh, so now I've, I'm well yesterday. past. Yeah. Yes. Like, uh, I, like, and I'll give you more specifics here. Sure. I'm well past the point that I got, like, when I originally had tried playing the game when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that, that's in. awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, like, cool. I never even... I think I got to the point as a kid right before you get Bowser as a party mm. member, which is, like, chapter three or four. Like, it's sure. it's not that far, you get right? That far yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, not even, like, halfway through the as game. As a kid, so. it's so funny because you'll think that you got much further into a game than you really have. Yeah. For sure. Um, but that's a, that's a funny little thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like... What I want to say about it, like right now, is that the game, it's it's very very true to its original nature. Mm. Uh, you know, like sometimes with like remakes, especially like Nintendo, I feel like they're guilty of this. Yeah. They'll go through and, and they'll modernize things in a remake, and a part of the modernization is oftentimes mm. it's like they'll change words or straight up redo the dialogue. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And this is very akin to the original nature, and it's obvious. Like when you're when you're hearing the dialogue when you're seeing like all these little there's all these like goofy animations that are happening that i'm like wow there's so much genuine charm to this yeah. game right like yeah. mario was they reached uh like this one city in the clouds right and Malo, cloud city yes well i think it's literally called cloud city nice. or something like that nimbus city nimbus city something skypea yes one piece Yes, definitely uh, Skypea, bro. Skypea. Yeah, and those, uh, who are the, the Sky people? The Skypeans. The Skypeans, yeah. yes. Or the Shandors. So we were visiting the Skypeans, yes. and uh, there was like a village elder, and he, he asked for a little like uh, like ketchup. Yes. This is the modern version of a ketchup. Okay. Is the, it, like in Xenoblade, right? right? The screen goes dark for a sec, and it lights back up, and they're like, wow, yeah, okay, that's the story so far. You know what I mean? Right. Are you following? Are they not telling the story? Yeah, like, like, uh, it's to inf- like in, in in the example, I'll, I'll reiterate. Like, yeah. you know, you hit like a a plot point, and then there's a new character that comes in. Oh yeah. And yeah. they're like, hey, oh, you party, tell them. catch yeah, yeah. me up, What's and you going go, on? yeah. So the story starts. Right. Dot dot dot. Right. It fades out, mm. fades back. Now we we just went through a time skip right. where they're caught up. Right. But that's the modern version of telling, right? Absolutely. This, the way that, that it happened and unfolded in this game was like, Village Elders, like, tell me what happened. Mario literally, like, pulls away and it, like, it has a party of four people in your party, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now, in the overworld, it shows everyone. So you got Bowser, like, Mallow, Peach, uh, Gino, and uh, Mario? That's it? Yeah. Sure you said Mario it. twice, but yeah. Did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Mario is two characters. Oh, no. what? <laughs> so Green he shows Mario. all the party members leaving out, like, from within Mario, as in, like, they're just there, right? Yeah. And yeah. just to, and uh, they, they go and they stand next to the village, the, the elder, and they're, like, watching, and Mario is, like, acting everything that happened in a really silly way. That's like, Mario's, so like... Waving and then he like falls down and it like shows like something falling here. Yeah. So it just has all these very wacko animations and I'm like watching it and I'm watching with Kendall and I'm I'm chuckling and she's like, What's funny? I'm like, This this is like 
this is old school as fuck and yeah. it's awesome yeah, you know I and even that. just some of the, like the little the words they use like the word choice by toads or by mario right. it's like wow they just don't talk like this anymore Absolutely. and it's it's really genuinely charming i think it's super fun and uh i love uh i love little charming things like yeah that. i think one like like those kind of things it's funny i think the older i get i love that uh, I, I think as a kid i would have looked at it like it's childish or like it's a cartoony, like kind of like jokey. Definitely. But there's something so enjoyable about something that's charming like yes. that. You know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like I appreciate it uh, like being older. Absolutely. You know, like looking back at yeah, it now. Because yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I probably would right. have looked at that as a kid and been and like, like uh, it's so just being goofy. It's yeah. being like corny yeah, on purpose. Yeah, corny on purpose. Yeah. yeah. But it's just charming. And it's it just, is. Yeah, it's just cool. Yeah. Well, that's really, awesome. Really cool. Uh, yeah. You still loving it? I'm loving it. Yeah, Good. I'm. Uh, I think I'm very close to beating it. I'm oh, nice. not. I don't think I'm gonna go through and like do anything like crazy. I think there's secret bosses, and I want to go fight those. But I'm not gonna like go through and like hundred percent or like yeah. find every hidden mm-hmm. chest or something like that. Like, there's like this item I just got that's like a like you can have like one like equip equipable like accessory slot. Right, you have like a weapon, armor, and accessory. And I just got one that show like it like. Uh, basically tells you on screen and vibrates your controller and makes a sound when you enter a room and there's a hidden block. So mm. it's like, okay, it, the game definitely like has hundreds of these hidden blocks and if you want to be a completionist, go through and find them all, blah, blah, blah. I'm not right. going to do that. You right. Know, so. No, I'm with that. Yeah, I'm going to go through. There's some and, games I, want, I, I, I could or yeah. I would, but sometimes I don't. Yeah, I don't need to. no, 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 for sure. Yeah. And I, I just want my my goal of this is to really just experience this entire game for the first time, um, which I it, that's honestly the whole point of this remake is for uh, old and new fans yeah, and to really feel, experience this, feeling you know? it for the first time. Yeah, like yeah, and it's uh, it, it's really good. So I'm excited, and I'll have uh, my full review um, yeah. coming, and we can even do an episode on it if uh, yeah. if you I, did you say you want to play it? I do. Uh, I, Probably not soon, yeah. to be honest. It's just not on the, the high bucket list. Uh, but eventually, like one day, cool. I definitely see myself uh, absolutely playing it. Um, what, uh, like, high bucket list stuff for, like, a Nintendo game would be, like, I really want to do Pikmin. Yeah. Like, that's that's probably the next big game I want to touch okay. on there. Okay. Like once, Pikmin 4 specifically? Yeah, I think Pikmin 4... I'm guessing Pikmin 4. Yeah. Probably Pikmin 4, and then if I really love it, like, go to Pikmin 3. Yeah. Uh, and then if That's I, what I, think if you I really do. get into it, 1 and 2, yeah. if I even feel it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I feel like from what I've seen from my limited knowledge, yeah. they've added so many, like, quality of yeah. life changes. I've heard that Pikmin 4 is the best one. Yeah. That's which what I've is heard too. wild, because the, it feels like Pikmin 1, 2, and 3 are, like, a, it's a cult classic, yeah. right? People yeah. who played it love it, and they just think they're so good, so... For that to be the case, um, if I'm going to use it as a reference into music, you know, uh, Kid Cudi is a fantastic artist and people love him, right? Yes, for But sure. people often say that one of his latest albums, uh, uh, Man on the Moon 3, okay, uh, is like his best work. And it's so funny because you look at that and it's like... Uh, I only know this stuff, by the way, because Adrell and Dylan love Cuddy. Sure. I love yeah. Cuddy too now because they they I they were they've really shown you. Yeah, right? and yeah. I was trying to I was trying to get into Cuddy too, and uh, and Adrell was like, "Listen to that latest album because it's the best one." Yeah. I'm like, "Really? The latest is the best one?" You know, because that's that's not really what you'd always no. Expect. Usually, usually there's one before that really got people into it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I love that. Yeah, so Pikmin and Cuddy are the or same. Even thing. I feel like for established artists or yes. or mediums, you know, yes. like usually like. 
after so much, after years yeah. of content has come out by them, especially like an artist, right? Then oftentimes I feel like they're really judged on yeah. their eras totally. and like and what really like no this this is Kid Cudi, right? Like you know what I mean? Right. Oh, I do. And, and then like if a new album comes out, it's mm-hmm. generally not like the whole album that's very well right. received. It's like certain songs, songs and then the rest yeah. are like meh. Don't yeah. like the new style. Right. Don't like the change. Right. So. Right. That is rare. And yeah, that, it that's is. Really cool. It is. So I thought that was. Yeah, I thought that was a funny little detail, and I noticed that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Hell yeah. What else? Well, you got last going thing on? I want to say, yeah, Joshy, yeah. is that uh, I have been playing uh, like still extensive amount of Pokemon Go. Nice. And uh, pretty much. Pretty it's like much a classic like, at this point. You it's a classic. It, you know? Yeah, yeah. You should definitely expect it every Absolutely. week. I'm playing a little bit. I. Got, I think I mentioned on cast last week that I got that new uh, yes. Pokemon Go Plus Plus accessory. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I'm not going to call it that ever. Wait, I have it been. It's Pokemon called the Go Pokemon Plus. Go Plus Plus. Why is it? Why is it called that? Because why not the Pokemon Go Plus? Because they came out with the Pokemon Go Plus years ago. What is that? It is like their first little auto catcher device. Mm. That uh, I don't even think it's an auto catcher. I think what it did was that it would blink if a Pokemon's nearby, and you physically press the button. Oh yeah. Uh, and maybe it's. I think it did spin Pokemon stops for you, but you, mm. it might not do it automatically. It might uh, just light up and you have to press the oh, button. Oh, I see, yeah. But this new auto catcher that they've come out with, it has like all these new features with like the sleep and whatnot. The original one was like a wrist strap. Yeah, it was yeah. a tiny thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is like an actual Pokeball. The Pokemon and there's something about plus. it that is kind of sick. I- imagine this. Like, you have Pokemon Go running, you know, like in your pocket, mm-hmm. just whatever in the background. It's connected to your Pokemon Go Plus Plus. But again, I'm not calling it the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Why ever, not? Because it's ridiculous. You also have been calling it that. Because I'm. Every time you've said it. You're right. Because I need to clarify right now that I'm yes. going to, from this point on, call it the Poke Walker. Which a already is its own device. Yes, but you could have said that this whole time. I You're think right. Everyone would have been like with that. You're right. Because Pokemon just Walker is officially just... from Sam from the Flash yeah. podcast. I am going to be calling it did the Poke Walker, and you, I actually um, have been. But I love it. And no, that's what I called it when you and I were first talking right. about it. Uh, did you ever see that commercial with uh, Zach and Cody with the Poke Walker? Dude, I don't. And know they if called I did. it. Uh, uh, dude, they called Pokemon the funniest thing in the world. I wish we could show clips on this podcast. Yeah, because me Because they too. call it like um, uh, Pokemon. They it's Pokemon. literally like so clearly right. they do not play Pokemon at all. <laughs> uh, it's gold and silver. Um, yeah, it was for the heart gold soul yeah, silver. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, it's so funny. Can I can I try to play the way that they say it? Yeah, yeah. Um, pull like, it up. Just like put it up to the mic. Um, Pokemon. Listen <laughs> the way they say this. <laughs> I get Pokemon. I collect Pokemon, trade Pokemon. them, and engage in heated battle. Mostly he loses. Like now. And when I'm not playing, I have my Pokewalker on. Pokewalker. I use mine to find items I can use in the game. I can also catch Pokemon and connect with friends or my brother. I cannot take this seriously. It's so funny, right? Just took 5,000 steps. What about you? Hey, me too. Pokemon Heart Gold. Pokemon Heart Gold. It's so funny. Hey, me too. And no, it's that they're twins. Yeah, exactly. Literally. Love it so much. Poke Walker. Poke Yeah, so what I wanted to say about it was like, okay, imagine this, okay? You're a Pokemon guy. I'm imagining Pokemon Go is just like running on your phone, but you're not thinking about it, right? And you go right. out and about, and you're doing anything. Right. But your Poke Walker is just sitting either in your pocket, or mm. I got like my little uh, my little man bag, you know what I mean? My right. crossbody, oh, right? It's just there. And so 
you're you have it and it just starts going off. It just it buzzes green because right. a Pokemon's nearby. Right, right, right. And you're like, oh shit, a Pokemon's nearby. And you just press the button and it attempts to catch it, right? And it's like right, right, right. Right, right. right? and it catches it. There's yeah. something so novelty about it. Yeah. It literally feels like I'm like, wow, it actually like is kind of this weird bridge of like the yeah. fantasy of catching Pokemon and as you're going out and, and about. And actually being a and part actually, of it. yeah, yeah, I think that's really cool. It's and cool. I think that's um, I think making it look more like an actual Pokeball that's like yes. in your pocket is cool. Yeah, you and know? holding it in your hand, it's like it's kind of satisfying. Buzz? It. Yeah, yeah, and it, it buzz and everything. How much so, was it? I think it's like fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Yeah, fifty bucks. whole dollars. That's a lot of money. If but I, you know, I wanted it uh, when it first came out. I think it was like November, and Ooh. I was like, I'm gonna wait. I'll see yeah. if. Uh, how I feel about it, yeah, like yeah. after Christmas. Right? I remember you and then, said something about it. Yeah. You, you told me about it. I think yeah, on I, the podcast. I think so. And I yeah. almost went and picked it up, but I was like, you know, no, no, no. I'm play yeah. smart. Take and your, uh, I still wanted time. it, so I got it, and I'm really glad yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. So if you, any of you play Pokemon Go out there, I definitely recommend it. Yeah. It's sweet. And it's got me a handful of shinies without me actually playing the game. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Just in the background. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the last thing to cover real quick, yeah. Kendall and I just started because we finished Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. Leading to today's episode. Yes, and we yes, mentioned yes. that, uh, I think, on the last cast. Yes. But uh, we have started a new series, mm. which is... The Last of Us. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. HBO, HBO Last original. Of Us. Did you yeah. did you mention the show at all much like on cast? I've really remember. talked about it. We just but talked you've about seen it, it when, right? Um, no, I've seen the first three episodes. Right. 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 And that's it. Okay. That's all I've seen. So, but I, yeah, I, I kind of got the idea. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I think it's a really good adaptation because I'm a huge for anyone who doesn't know. I'm a huge Last of Us guy. Like, yes. I I think Last of Us Part Two is one of uh, the best gaming experiences you could ever have. Yeah. And one of the most well-written video games ever. Like, there is, there is there, there are not a lot of things that come close to the uh, true just level of of, of acting, of, of visuals. Mm. It's the most beautiful game. By the way, the se- uh, 17th or maybe it's the 15th, we get uh, the remaster. Oh, for, uh, we yeah, already for part two. Wow. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. And uh, if it's anything like, honestly, like the the trailer and, and videos and gameplay mm. you showed me of the part one remaster, yeah. the improvement in like the facial mm. structures and when they're talking and and emotions, Man. it's we just watched a clip so on it good. yesterday. Yes. Just kind of talking about uh, you know what it what it really um, what it really kind of brings to the yeah. actual story. Or even not just the story, but the experience. Yes. You know? it, and uh, I think it's, it, I think anyone out there who wants to play Last of Us, I think that the original was like the OG, the yes. remastered OG. It worked for the time, but for everything we have, if you have the opportunity to play part one and then part two, absolutely. As a remaster, right? As a remaster, yes. yeah, absolutely. And it is, I am, I am so unbelievably excited. Uh, yeah, I am too. Part two. I'm, I'm really excited. Can't so, wait. Uh, and what I want to—it's a ten dollar upgrade, by the way. For me oh, nice. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna $10. do that. Yeah, that's yeah, why I'm absolutely so excited. I'm broke as a joke right now, but I can look forward to it. You know? Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Which is yeah. so a little affordable upgrade. Cool. Yeah. No, dude. Uh, what I really want to say on it is that I've only seen the first two episodes with Kendall so far. Yes. The first episode though is an hour and a half, and what that episode covers as yeah. far as uh, the lore and the and the story. Um, it covers a lot. I was yep. really surprised with how much it covered. Like it was like, wow, you, this is like the first eight hours of the game is like summarized, like plot wise, yeah. into this hour and a half episode. Yeah, and it's done 
Not just well. It's yeah. done exceptionally Absolutely. well. There was moments watching it, and I don't know if uh, you caught much of this. or yeah. I really remember like watching this one scene where there's Tess and Ellie walking mm. like, right in front. Mm. As they do in the game when you're mm-hmm. walking through. You know, there's mm-hmm. it's an over-the-shoulder kind of third-person perspective. Yes. Even when you're not shooting or doing anything action, mm-hmm. right? Oftentimes, like, uh, kind of like where I left off with uh, my last was part two, right? It was with yeah. Tommy and, uh, and Ellie, right? Yeah. And, and we're walking and he's kind of sharing, he's turning around and sharing things and they're talking to each other, but it, you're still playing the game, but right. it just, it handles it in a dynamic way that you experience the mm-hmm. story. And the cinematography agree with that. Yeah. in the show, yeah. like, captures that mm-hmm. in ways I have never seen. Yeah. Right? There was like there's in that scene it, it like shows like Tess, Red and Ellie and they're walking ahead of you probably about like ten feet. Yeah. They're not really looking back and talking to Joel, but right. the camera is panned behind Joel and not perfectly, it's offset. Right. It literally looks like a, like a third game. person yeah. video it's, game perspective. It's really well done. It's so well it, done. It and I, I like, oh my God, it's Joel. Yeah. Like, it, it, mm-hmm. it's literally like the game. Like, he's walking and it also, shows his stride. I don't know how they made the back of Pedro Pascal's head look like the back of Joel's head so perfectly. perfectly. Like, they got the hair color so well, the yes. shirt and, like, the way it all looks. It looks like Joel from the back. It does. You know? It does, um, legitimately. Yeah. Um, no, you I know, know. And, and small, uh, you know, uh, like mini complaints aside about, yes. you know, the, the massive meme that you pointed out to me offcast yesterday of like... What was it? Yeah, basically, it's all the same, and right. it's all... It, just as amazing. Right. The characters are just... The actors are just a little <laughs> just uglier. The, it's like the uglier version. The uglier right? version. Because it's also like... It, I mean, it makes sense. I get it. Because also, like, as a video game, you can make anyone look like anything. Yeah. Because Even if it's based on something. Joel doesn't... Can, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Joel doesn't look a damn thing like Troy Baker. You know what I mean? No. But, uh, but they absolutely made it so that... Uh, yeah. Everyone looks a little more realistic. For sure. I well, I mean, say. like, do you remember when... Like the Last of Us was starting to like be like critically received, yeah. And it was like like the uh, the, the show. Yes, yeah, yeah. no, not the show. I'm sorry, oh. the original game, like way back when. Yeah, sure. And yeah, all yeah. of the like comments from the mm-hmm. community about Troy Baker's yeah. role and how yeah. it was like, how is this Troy Baker? How is it Troy? Because Baker? It, he's an amazing voice actor. No, he absolutely he is. is. And like he's done some of my favorite roles. Mm-hmm. Like he was, uh, he did Yuri Lowenthal or not? Yuri he Lowenthal. did Yuri Lowenthal. No, no, no. Why would he? He, do he that? was Yuri. Uh, Yuri. Yeah, I think there's another character with the last name Lowell in the game, and it's it's strangely similar to From what? Lowenthal. It's in Tales, Tales of uh, Oh yeah, yeah, Tales of Vesperia. Vesperia. That was the one that got a remake okay. a couple of years back. Yeah. The main character is voiced by Troy Baker, and gotcha. it's exceptional. And, and I've heard him in a couple. A yeah, he does a great job. And so it was like he was also Sam. Uh, did you play Uncharted Four? I didn't. Oh, okay. but he's a, he, was he plays Sam in that, Drake, right? Yeah, he's just so good. His yeah, voice, dude. we just think about like a. Uh, uh, Dorian, he's planning more things for his character Reese. Oh uh, yeah, for a One Piece universe, and he uh, he was like, I want to do an accent like uh, Sam or, or or Troy Baker Hell in yeah. that case. Um, and so uh, yeah, dude's a dude is dude's a legend. He is an actor. Like that man can act his chops. Yes, off. bro. And I think one of the most amazing things he does is that all his characters are very different looking and have very different uh, like like looks mm-hmm. but he and just personalities, personalities yeah. and voices and he just like captures those characters yes you know what i mean yeah In a he's way one that of those you would not expect yeah like voice actors that yeah. 
you can really tell that they care. You can mm. really tell they're really trying to put their mind mm-hmm. into that character and be the character. Agree. And I think uh, it, uh, that's just exemplary, and those are my favorite type of... Uh, yeah. yeah, voice actors, Absolutely. especially in like the medium of like video games. Yeah. that's what you need. Absolutely. Like, beyond the actual like physical acting, yeah. it's, it's the voice acting. Keep, keep your eye out to um, Troy Baker's in it. Did you know that? In what? He's in the show. Is he? Point. Yeah, he plays like oh, a, I'll definitely like a side character. Oh, so, hell yeah! Something okay. That, something oh, I didn't around. know that at all. Yeah, you didn't know no. that? No. Yeah, I didn't recognize him when. Uh, well, actually, I didn't. I didn't see to the point he was at. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't see him in anything until uh, I saw like a post. Yeah. And okay. Was, uh, no, I'll keep my eyes peeled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, bro. And pretty. Fun. The last thing I want to say on yeah. it is it legitimately because I know you've been uh, telling me for years mm-hmm. um, and on cast mm-hmm. that I need to finish. Last of Us Part oh Two, my God. So and hard. this is making me want to so bad. Mm. Like, so I'm thinking my plan of attack You're gonna watch is it? watching through all of this, oh, yeah. and then the remake's gonna drop or yeah. the, the Part Two re-release, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm going to get that upgraded. And I'm mm. gonna play through it from the beginning mm-hmm. with love Kendall. It. I love it. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic. So idea. I'll keep you and everyone updated. Keep on us that. all but posted, Joshy. Let's uh, let's dive in the episode. Let's get into Shall it. We? Yes, sir. We got a lot of it. info to get through yeah, today, and. It's going to open up for a very casual conversation, I think, about um, just everything wrapping up Attack on Titan and all yeah, the thoughts about it. So uh, I, agree. I am really excited. So before we get there, my friends, yes. this is the Flash Brothers podcast. Welcome back. Uh, I have a lot of uh, new info for uh, our patrons out there. Yes. We'll get there when we get to our patch notes section Absolutely. in our news. but. I wanted to just give a little plug of kind of what we're all about, yep. um, and I've revised it a little bit. Uh, mm. So I want to know what you think, Josh. Basically, I think the best summation of this podcast yes. is it is a comprehensive and informative gaming podcast. I like that. Composed of casual, casual discussions, current events, and highlights of our collective interests. I like that. Focus is on positive vibes, building a vibrant, engaging community. I love that. Sound good? That sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah, baby. So that's what we are all about over here. And uh, that is what we're all yeah, about. Yeah, covering our scope. Like this, this extends into other mediums like movies, like right. shows like The Last of Us, like uh, right. like anime especially. Oh, yeah. uh, so Josh and I have a lot of Love collective it. interests. So yeah. we're basically only talking on here about things that we're really passionate that's about. That's right. Yeah, baby. Unless we get on the topic of something that's informative that we have to talk about. Absolutely. Check out our, you know, some of our other our videos, our, our, our state of AI or, or yeah. even the... Triple uh, A, yeah, controversial episode. shit, controversial stuff that makes us a little bit upset, and we yeah. talk about that. We do, yeah, and, uh, we definitely. But do. it's also it's uh, yeah, you're right, informative, but also like uh, what did you say, cohesive, comprehensive, comprehensive. Yeah, and I, I chose comprehensive because I feel like these po- these podcast episodes and and the way the structure of the show it's, it's longer than yeah. what you would normally find from mm. from like podcasts. And Absolutely, I feel like the kind of industry standard right now is maybe like a half an hour to an hour long episodes yeah. and we're just deep talkers no, and so we're gonna mm-hmm. bring the depth into this podcast absolutely and uh unabashedly and unashamed love you know it. what i'm saying oh i love it uh, so new episodes will be uploaded every friday including this one uh record currently every wednesday and episodes will be available across all uh audio Podcast platforms, I guess you'd say. Yeah, uh, we mainly base it out of Spotify, mm. and you'll be able to see our exclusive features and bonus episodes on Spotify directly once we get those launched. Uh, we're also available on YouTube, so you can check us yeah. out over there for our audio format. 
If you're not watching us on YouTube right now. Yeah, absolutely, baby. Uh, We invite all of you to get plugged in. Uh, Check out our website where we base everything out of. That is going to be patreon.com slash flashbrospodcast. And you can also... uh, Input your questions, comments, uh, ideas, and suggestions to the Absolutely show directly to us. We Absolutely. have a section towards the end of our episodes where we go into our reader mail. We mm-hmm. call it uh, Party Chat. Party so if chat. you want to get involved in Party Chat. You want to join the party. Can, yes. Check us out on our Patreon page. You can Hell also yeah. write us uh, via email if you want to bypass all that. Totally idea. cool. We'd rather everyone just get involved with the episode if just they start want talking, to. Yeah. Absolutely. So start be part of the conversation. You can email us, which is going to be Flash Bros Podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. and that's pretty much all i got for I think you that's a fantastic support. thank you bro i appreciate yeah, that well support said. from all of you means everything to us yeah. and it means the growth of this podcast and the community and we appreciate and love every single one of you that is so right that is, that is so, so right, right. That, is that so being said right. josh yes, i got a special list here of our current patreon what? sponsors what? yes sir no uh it is sadly down to seven what happened because, yeah austin uh I reached out to Austin a little bit. He actually yeah. had a, a decline payment after mm. he moved. And he's got a lot of different focus in life right now. Okay. And that, that's totally fine. Yeah, no. So he's still a part absolutely. of the community and he a part of our, is. Our, our inner circle, that's I would say. Right. But right. I have a list of our seven current Patreon sponsors. Right. We'll get a shout out every week. Let's start at the top with Annette Anderson. Annette! Annette. She's now at the top. You. I love that. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah, beautiful. As she should be. As she should be. Followed by Donald Duck. That's Donald D. Yes, sir. He's Donald D. I thought when you said that, I was like, oh, we lost Donald. Yeah. That's what right? I thought. Yeah. No, Donald is Man's still kicking. Yeah. So, and Donald, I got some news for you uh, in our news section, like I said, about patch notes, because I got something launching today for our Patreon yes. members and yes. sponsors. Please. So, please. stay tuned. Next up is Kendall Sutherland. Oh, love her. Love her. Love her so, so much. much. Beautiful girl. Thank you so much. And yes. we have Adrell Williams. The man himself. Our beautiful roommate. You want to give him a little plug? Absolutely. Point? Yeah. He actually streams on Twitch. Uh, it's at Sweet A. That's Sweet A Y E E E. That's three. Ease, check him out. He is super, super funny. We just had a wonderful dinner last we night. We did actually. We did. Me, you, Adriel, Kendall. Kendall. Oh my God, with our Patreon yes. sponsors yes. and Sometimes our uh, you get landlord dinner Dave. with us. Yeah, <laughs> and Dave. Yes, yes. And our- if anyone uh, wants to have dinner, we would probably make that happen. I'm not kidding. Absolutely. If someone like reached out to us and was like, "Hey." I would love. To, we, we should have dinner with the, with the with the with the flash. Brothers. Absolutely. Let's say fuck yeah. yeah fuck anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Take advantage while we're uh, while we're still growing we're and still, still growing. small. Absolutely. We got all this time. You know. We, got we, time. we would love to. We'd love to dinner meet all of nice. you if we could. So that yeah. sounds amazing. Sounds what, what Next on the list here, Joshi number five is there... John Rao the fourth. Johnny himself. Love Johnny. Love, love this Johnny guy. So we got Lene Love Lady. Love Lene. The superhero. Yeah. Yes. My, my older sister. Absolutely. That's Our right. superhero sister and Mikey Sandoval. Sandoval I, 7. Love yeah. this guy. The Sandoval 7, I forgot. Yes, sir. I love, that. I love I him, love bro. It. And a special did shout you, out. Oh, yeah. Did you find out his son's name? I did. Yeah. Oh, what, what and is I it? put that in the corrections part of this episode. Oh, let's go. Yeah, I'll just uh, skip to that because his name is Taden. 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 And Tayden? actually, Taden. Like Hayden oh, with a wow. T. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Tayden. He, uh, so, Tayden, thank you so much for tuning in every oh week God. and Love you, giving Tayden. us a listen. Yeah, you're and the being man. A part of, uh, he's a part of our uh, our current like Patreon members on the free 
uh, oh, membership on fuck. there. Yeah. yeah dude. So, Taden, you are involved. Taden's the man. Yes, sir. Taden, yeah. write us in, please. Love that you're uh, with us. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Please write, write us in, bro. In. We would love uh, it. Even if uh, your dad just uh, tells me in person or shoot us a text, yeah, whatever you want to do, brother. Whatever you want to do, man. Get involved. And last on here, Joshi, is a special shout out yes. for Brad Schmidt. He Ooh. is our music guy. Yes, and sir. And his uh, handle, you can find his music on, uh, I think, Spotify. And he runs out of SoundCloud and YouTube yeah. as well. It's Shadow Buddy. I love it. Uh, and his Instagram handle is Shadow Buddy Music. So and go what, ahead and give him a shout out. Wasn't that song that just played earlier in yeah. this episode amazing? Amazing, it's just bro. so good. Yeah, man, just so I good. love it. I'm so glad you love it too. Oh, how could I not? Um, man, and dude, so fast. I just asked my him. Shadow uh, buddy. He like made me a few uh, kind of ideas, um, and he's just always kind of like brainstorming things and yeah. and sending them to me and. And right before uh, season two dropped, I'm like, yeah. do you have anything where you can add like a little bit of like Mario sound effects, like old yeah, school or something? Yeah, yeah. And he sent me that that same and day. He just did it. And what it's it's demon. perfect. So love thank him. you so much, Brad. We love and appreciate you. He's Joshy, a, let's jump beast. into our first official section here, let's brother. Which notoriously is known as Retro, retro Recap. Yes, Why are you saying notoriously? Isn't that a, a negative connotation? No, notoriously. Isn't that just like also known as? Uh, I thought notorious was uh was yeah needed. famous or well known typically for some bad quality or oh, no you're right <laughs> okay so is uh, there yeah it would no be other, uh, what would the correct word be of, of infamously no infamous is also negative because you'd be infamous you'd be famous for a oh, bad correct. reason yeah um no, you're so notorious right. uh is bad so it'd be um, also known as yeah or what's the what's a synonym synonyms find yeah. a synonym what's a cinnamon let's a cinnamon what's find a cinnamon? a cinnamon uh it's otherwise otherwise right? otherwise yeah. alias it's kind oh, of like another no, no. name right um aka are also called also called kind of all the basic stuff that's basic. i like to add flair to as many oh, words as i can you me know what too. i mean I'm yeah. not guy. well all right we'll say our uh our section is also known as it's retro recap, known it's notoriously as known it as retro recap. You know what? It's come a long way too. Because yeah. back when we were doing like thirty, it is. Episodes, yeah, you're right. Yeah, kind of did a little have a negative yeah, spin a little on negative. That. So it is notorious. <laughs> um, sometimes, if you look back at some of those older episodes, retro recap or whatever it was called back then, yeah, um, was just as long as the main topic, if not longer, if not longer. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Funny. ridiculous, so man. Funny, no, funny. so I got a uh, I got a curated list here of yes. gaming history for this week with yes. North American uh, release dates, unless otherwise stated. Uh, and this oh, list I get from GameFAQs. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, these are pretty good. I got a, a list here of five games we've mm. got uh, selected, sure. as well as uh, some anniversary shout-outs okay. in our anniversary corner. So this is between the dates of January 8th and the 14th this week, okay. Joshi. Let's that. begin with Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Birth by that Sleep! came out on the PSP January 9th, what 2010 in Japan. Nice. Uh, yeah, do you know anything about this uh, Just Kingdom Hearts title? Just what you told title? me on the, uh, on the podcast. Okay, yeah. I'll, uh, Which I'll, is that it was a PSP yes. game. And I don't know much about it. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll give a little uh, info tidbit for you in the sure, audience. Sure, which sure. Uh, This was probably like the last like big time that I was like on 
the Kingdom Hearts hype train, mm. and yeah. it was well deserved, you know. Mm. Because I also jumped on the bandwagon. They started doing those re-releases. Uh, there was like the 1.5 remix and like mm. the 2.8. Remember that bullshit? Right, right, right. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts is just as bad as anybody with their naming. Yeah. Three, five, eight days over two. That's yeah, the crazy. They were name. they were prepping for Kingdom Hearts three, yeah. which uh, what ended up just being a really big disappointment for mm. uh, for me and a couple of my buddies that were really hyped for it. And a lot of people. So, and a, a and most people. people. Yeah, it was kind of critically not well received. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, and and kind of bombed uh, commercially. Did you I, play it? I did. Yeah. Did I, uh, did uh, what's his name? I almost said Cloud. Did Sora have amnesia? Because I just heard from a couple people that it was a cop out because it meant that they didn't have to reference any of the spinoff games that were building up towards it. You know, I don't know. I legitimately don't know. I want to say that from what I experienced, he did not have Mm. amnesia. Mm. So it might be something like Endgame, like a plot point they used Mm. to kind of like go around some things. But you're really right. Yeah, yeah, like along those lines, like basically like there's a couple of tropes in Kingdom Hearts that kind of did that. Amnesia is a big thing in the game. And so they do use that. They have in the series past to kind of like explain the plot that way yeah, yeah. they also like gameplay wise recycle so many of the same disney worlds mm. to the point where i i mean you really start to feel it in birth by sleep yeah. where you're like okay i have played like tarzan's yeah. level right eight times in the series already right, right, right. and it don't matter at this point yeah. how much you tweak it it's still tarzan when it's there's so, so many other ips out there yeah, and there's so, so many other ideas it. you know what i mean yeah, of course. and that's always been kind of like an issue there but sure. on on a positive note on yes. birth by sleep yes. uh and why it was so hype i want to i want to put you in my mind a second take put you, it in. take you back to the past right. so it starts actually with the end of kingdom hearts 2 mm-hmm. which shows this uh, you know, in Kingdom Hearts, follow this Final Fantasy trope of right. after you, you, I think you either had to beat the game on the hardest difficulty mm. and do like one side quest, or you had to do the game on normal difficulty mm. and do every side quest and every secret boss okay, to okay. be able to unlock the true, the true ending, ending. Okay, yeah. which is basically like a little like CGI'd, extremely high quality cutscene right. after the credits right. that is hype for like the next thing to come. Right, okay, right, right. and and this has been a trope in a lot of like Final Fantasy and JRPGs right. like from forever, right? Right. Uh, so and Kingdom Hearts has done the same thing. And I'm looking so up a picture. Kingdom Hearts two at this point was my favorite and uh, my friend's favorite, like Reese in the series uh, thus far. In fact, Kingdom Hearts two is still my favorite in the series. Nice. But they showed this ending cutscene at the end of the game and so badass it shows these three guys coming out and they're like in a suit of armor but they're wielding keyblades so they kind of were coined the nicknames like keyblade armor right mm. and uh and it shows a battlefield and it's like covered in like it looks like a desolate wasteland like what? fallout vibes it's just like sand and dirt right and it just shows literally thousands of different kinds of keyblades in the ground Whoa. all over Whoa. it's called the keyblade graveyard right okay so it looks and then you see a guy in a huge suit of armor walking up and then there's two other figures behind him and there's three guys with keyblades and a suit of armor so you can't tell who they are right and they're approaching one guy who's up at like is the this altar. at the end of birth by sleep no oh. this this is before birth by sleep is even mm. announced or anything yet this is just at the end of kingdom hearts 2 
So it shows what looks like a different time period. It shows like, okay, there's a great Keyblade war. Whoa, right. whoa, whoa. I thought only Sora could get a Keyblade. Like, right. what's happening? Right. And it, just a lot of questions. It's very cryptic. And it's like these figures approaching another armored figure, like standing in, at like an altar looking right. at them. And right. as they approach, it cuts and it says Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. What? That's the end of the trailer. Of which So there game? was all, that was at the end of two. Oh, okay. Right on PS2. Yeah. So there was all this speculative hype yeah. on what was to come for right. Kingdom Hearts, right. especially after Kingdom Hearts 2, in my opinion, right. was a masterpiece, right? right? And uh, so fast forward years later, because I think it came out in like 2005 or 2006 mm. on PS2. Mm -hmm. 2010 comes right. and they have this game drop, uh, I think a, a year before we got it on the PSP. Perfect. And it had three main characters. So right. it was. Roxas right. was like a basically a substrate of Sora, and he's his own he's character. Like a clone, kind of. Yeah, like a, he's called a nobody, so it's like a half clone. It has the like the personality, some of the memories, mm. and then like the same heart as the person. Mm. But they're they're a nobody, so they they actually only have a half heart. And so there's all these like very convoluted yeah, concepts that go into Kingdom Hearts, for right? Sure. But for without sure. going into that, yeah. you you start off the game and you literally you you're choosing one of the three main characters to play. Mm -hmm. There's Aqua, Terra, and Terra looks like a younger boy version of the main antagonist from Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. A boy you version? just like uh like because the main antagonist, he, it's almost like the Final Fantasy, like, white hair trope. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. long and spiky, and he's, he's much more mature. So this was, like, a much younger version looking of him, and his name, but his name is Terra, right? And that's not the main antagonist's name in, right, right. in the earlier games. So right. you have these three characters, and they have a girl who's a Keyblade wielder. Oh, we've never seen that, okay? Right. Her name's Aqua. Right. And then a character who looks the exact same, even voice actor as Roxas, right. but his name's Ventus. And so that's the kind of like set up for the game oh and that it's like hundreds or thousands of years before the events of kingdom hearts one what the hell yeah so oh the game opens up the with the coolest crazy. concept yeah right and it's like it's before basically like uh like in i don't even i don't even know how i want to say this like in <gasps> in the nitty-gritty of like lore in Kingdom Hearts, like, 1 and 2, it's, yeah. like, it's the, uh, what are they called? The Heartless, you know? Mm. And basically, like, they're, like, with the Keyblade having the ability to unlock hearts, right. when that happens to a person, right. it separates them. And right. the person exists, but then it creates a nobody, and it creates a heartless version of them. Uh. The nobody has a half heart or no heart, right? right? right. But, but they're, like, they have the personality, they're the embodiment right. of the human. Right. And then there's, like, basically an evil version that's created right that's the heartless yeah. even though even though they're called the heartless right. they actually technically contain the heart of the living soul right so there's all these concepts but stuff. right and uh and so heartless in this time period especially because it's like a uh prequel? what's the word yeah prequel yeah precursor yeah anyway a prequel yeah. uh heartless don't exist yet right. neither do nobodies so it's a there's unversed which is like chaotic energy that stems from each world. And that's the evil that exists. Huh. So that's the premise it sets you up on. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I was on board, brother. Yeah, it yeah. was so hype. It was like... Did you it, beat it? You beat I didn't oh, because, okay. unfortunately, the way that the game had set up, uh -huh. from a gameplay perspective, yeah. that was the part that got me. 
so from a lore perspective, right. it was amazing. Like it, but yeah. the gameplay wise was that you literally had three different stories to progress through, mm. and you go through pretty much the same worlds in the same order with mm. all three, mm. and you don't get the full story unless you beat all three all stories. Three. Yeah. So it almost felt like you had to beat this game three times yeah. to fully experience it. Right. And I never got that far. I probably mm. did uh, like a playthrough and a half before I was like. So, uh, I'm getting a little yeah, bored. I'm, bored it's, I'm getting a little stale. It. Yeah, I'd be on the on the second time I'd already be bored, and you have a third time to beat it. Yeah, you know, right? Yeah. So that's kind of all I wanted to say, yeah, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Well, Is it that, sounds really cool. It, it's if definitely anything, a piece of history. I'm interested in the lore. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll watch a video on it and just see how complicated and wild it, it gets. Yeah. No, I think you'd uh, I think you'd really like that, Joshy. All right, Joshy, let's move on to number two here. Which is there uh, any way we could, uh, like, oh, yeah, that last part? No, we're getting blinded yeah, by the it's light kind of over blinded here. Blinded me up. Actually, here, I'll write down for a tiny little pause and uh, let's fix that and let's actually turn on the fan because I'm getting a yeah, little toasty. Yeah, I'm getting a little. All right, we are back, Joshy. Let's jump into the next game here, brother. Let's burn it's, it. uh, I actually just saw it on the list and threw it on based on our combo from last week. Oh, really? Um, when you were talking about uh, Banjo Kazooie stuff. Right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Banjo Pilot is the name of the game. So oh, I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah. Is it a racing game? It is a racing mm. game. It came yes, out in the Game Boy Advance yes. uh, January 12, 2005. Uh-huh. I had never played it, but I am a big Diddy Kong racing fan. Mm-hmm. And apparently that when they made this game um, around the same time that they were like, uh, working on like the next game release by Rare after I think uh, Xbox acquired oh, yeah. them, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, so it is a racing game, and yeah. I think it's just focused on the flying aspect. Yeah. So you just have like the flying. Right. Where in Diddy Kong Racing, you also had like uh, you had like the racing, and, racing and you yeah. had like the the watercraft, mm. the little with like the floaty on the outside. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so I looked up a little bit of gameplay. It actually didn't look too bad. Uh, did you play this? I never did. No, yeah. I never played it. But obviously, I I feel like I know I know of it because I think it's one of the only banjo games uh, out there. Did you also know that banjo had a there was a a, a Game Boy game Which where one? you explored and you were banjo kazooie. Dude, Dude, I think was it uh, like Gruntilda's Revenge? Yeah, or Gruntilda's something like Revenge that? is the exact name. Yeah. And it's a uh, you literally are like a, it's like a top I down. Did know that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's oh, like, you know what? Yeah. I don't know. So I I don't I, think they developed it. I think they. I wasn't think it's rare. A, I I think maybe it's THQ. Were, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So they were like the IP. Wow. Rare's the IP holder. Yes. Of yes, Kazooie, yes. Right. But they uh they like uh outsourced the development because I think it was because of that weird time period we talked about of like when a Game Boy Advance game mm-hmm. would come out right. It, like if it was the same game, it was just so dramatically different. They almost had like developers just make like their own like a small team just yeah. for, like the Game Boy Advance. Absolutely, games, you know. I remember. Do you remember a Spyro game that came out? Uh, Game Boy yes, Advance? yes, I yes. did. It was kind of the same vibe where it was like yes. top down, right? I think yeah. it literally is made by the same by guys. Yeah, that's so funny. Okay, so I remember I was on a, a, a Wikipedia. I don't even remember why for Banjo Kazooie, right? Yeah, and it was uh, there were a couple. Ga- there's only a couple games, right? Because yeah. there's Banjo One, Banjo Two, Nuts and Bolts, uh, and then the the one on the GameCube. Oh, sorry, uh, the one on the Game Boy, and then there was Banjo uh, Banjo uh, Flying, whatever it's called. Yeah, Banjo Pilot. Pilot. Yes. yes. Yeah, I'm looking at the 
history of games here, mm. and it's like Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie, right? Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, right? Banjo Kazooie Grunty's Revenge, mm-hmm. which we just referenced, and yep. then Banjo Pilot. Yeah, Grunty's Revenge actually came out before Banjo Pilot. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. That's yeah. Right. Whack. Okay. Wild yeah. stuff. Yeah, huh? and then uh, I'm looking at the Spyro game, and the Spyro game that I, I'm is it THQ here? Oh, by the way, Banjo Pilot is also THQ. It is. Yeah. Okay, that makes what, sense. That's what it says. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm following. Yeah. Now I'm looking at this one that's by uh, the Spyro game. It's called Season of Ice. And it's published. Spyro Season mm, of Ice. Yes. Hmm. It says Universal Studios though, so I'm not. It just says published. Oh, developed by Digital Eclipse. Huh. And now I'm wondering if they made the banjo. They didn't. I'm shocked because it really, really looks the same. Like it look like in in terms of like how you kind of move around the map, right? Uh, what the map looks like, all those things, like right. it being kind of like a semi top down perspective, which is not how you experience Banjo right. Kazooie and, right, right, and right. Spyro. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. Uh. They apparently used to be known as Backbone Entertainment. That's what THQ was. Uh, no, that's is this is uh, the developers who were uh, Digital Eclipse who made Spyro. Mm. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, so gotcha. if we go to let's see. So Grunty's Revenge on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. THQ has done some a lot of fucking games. Yeah, dude, and dude. Uh, with THQ Nordic, Nordic which is like yeah. when they went under and then they, they, they like merged. revamped yeah, and yeah. merged. Yeah, and uh, actually THQ Nordic, they have uh, they did the I think blob, they're just they did under Xbox for the yeah. IPs that are under their belt right now. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I well, I um, I was a huge fan of, uh, and still am, of uh, Darksiders 2. Yes. I love Darksiders 2, and I remember... Uh, being really impressed with just how uh, I felt the world was really expansive and interesting without it being like a I don't know at the time I was like I was like THQ like who who is that yeah right right obviously they're not small or anything but I just was very impressed yeah I guess you know no for sure uh, and Dark Stars is a series I uh, it interested me for a second I really wanted to get into it I uh, I still love it I, I have it it's so funny because just today when I was download or when I was downloading and deleting things uh, oh, I saw on, your it, PC? on my PC yeah. yeah I still have Dark Siders two on there and I was like should I delete it Nah. I'll keep it on there. Just because I love, I just love too. I love the combat and I love the uh, skill tree. I just love, and every weapon it has a different, the way that you fight is different. Yeah. And so yeah. You'll, you'll have like a big, massive weapon or you'll have like uh, your two size or you can even do like, there's like two like like gauntlets you can do. There's just a bunch oh, you can cool. find throughout the world. And instead of it being like, um, like certain moves that you have to unlock, it's certain moves to a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is not that crazy of a different of an idea, but I just love the way they did it. Yeah, sure. Know? Yeah, especially it's if it's so executed good. well. It was know? executed amazingly to a point where I'm not kidding. I, to this day, I played it so much when I was younger. I picture, like, when I, like, walk into a room, I picture how death would, like, how I could, like, like literally, like, roll and, like, jump on a wall. And I still do that sometimes catching myself to this day. Like with, with any game? Yes. No, not just with a game. If I walk into a room, like in here, I would look at, because you would literally, what I would do is I would I would dive, and then you could do like this immediate like jump kick, which will get you a little bit higher than a normal jump, yeah. and then yeah. another jump, and then you can jump off a wall, okay. and then you can dive again, and it's just like, 
I literally, and then there's a, there's, you can like instantly drop to the ground and like the, oh, the ground will like crack. Yeah. And so I yeah, picture yeah. every time I walk into a room, I like picture be like, <laughs> and I just like literally like, and I can like hear the sounds and I, I don't know why wow. it stuck with me so much, but that game has stuck with me probably more than like another, more like than I thought for on sure. On a daily, I'm not kidding. Maybe, That's maybe wild. not as much as I used to, but like every day at like school when I was younger, I would literally just like picture just like rolling as death. I don't know what the fuck was wrong. Wow. With I still don't know what's wrong. No, with honestly, I, I don't think I could have asked for a better combo about <laughs> with Banjo Pilot being Banjo the base here. Pilot. Let's move on though. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask something about uh, Diddy Kong Racing, but you know, we'll get yeah. there when we get there. Keep so going. let's move on to Danganronpa oh, V3 yeah. mm. Killing Harmony. Came out on Vita and PS4 January 12th, 2017 in Japan. Oh. Yeah. So, and I know we've we've touched on Danganronpa a little bit, a little bit. Um, for you and me personally, That's and just right. uh, uh, just in the sense of one of those stories where I feel like I've experienced uh, most, if not all, that like especially the games have to mm. offer. Yeah. And uh, it's a series I wanted you to get into for sure. And I think I still you have really, really, like yeah. And I think you should hold on to those because mm. genuinely it it really holds up. I remember though, like specifically about V three. Um, the way the plot had connected Danganronpa 1 and 2 and the way that it ended, yeah. basically, yeah, yeah. it didn't really set up, like, lore-wise for mm-hmm. anything like this to happen again. Right, okay? right, right. Like, um, I would say, another way to say it would be, like, no, like canonically there should not be another like killing game right or anything like that right so the premise starts yeah and it's it seems like a completely disconnected like it's like in the future and it references um like because of the school it was like some academy right i can't remember what the academy is called but the academy for like the talented Mm -hmm, right for the special mm -hmm. and so the game at the beginning references that and it kind of has like the way that the main kill- character kind of like gets amnesia in mm. the exact same way the first character does right, in the first right, game. Right, right. So it almost was like, okay, is this a reboot? Is this like what's happening? But then you continue to play and honestly, all the new features that yeah. they added, which isn't a lot, right. but they just kind of added just the right things in just the right way mm. and even plot wise made things make canonical sense right it blew me the fuck out wow. of the water wow man, for real I love so it. I uh love it. this game is is extremely special sounds and good. it was one of the last vita games i played yeah yeah sounds good right i'm excited yes. and i have it on vita so i think i'll play it for the first time on vita i think you should yeah. i think you honestly and anyone else out there, if yeah. they're able to, you should experience the entire series on Vita mm. because I think there's just something really special about how the game like is set up and you're playing it on yeah. that little screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really special. Yeah, yeah. I want to check honest. it out. Yeah, definitely. It's on the list. It's on the list, on baby. The list, no the last thing I want to say about it is yeah. that um, it is one of those series too that, like others, and I can't think of any other examples in my head. Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. maybe, but. You know, there's there's this trope in JRPGs of having like obnoxiously weird and difficult mini games within the game that yeah. have nothing to do with <laughs> yeah, the game. The you know what story, I mean? Yeah. Yes. And uh, I remember um, this game drops, and uh, I want to get the platinum for it, mm. right? Yeah. And I had gotten the platinum already for yep. Danganronpa One and Danganronpa Two, wow. and I was determined. Like I went through the whole story oh, and everything, yeah. and I was like, all right, all I got to do basically is master 
there's like three mini games that are yeah. kind of fucked up on it, right? One of them is literally its very own self-contained dungeon crawling RPG where you get characters, you level them up, you you have to like go through like a dungeon and not die and like there's all these floors. Um, very extensive for just being a little fucking mini game within yeah. the game. Probably took me like 25 hours to actually like beat no that mini game. Way. Yes, bro. Like That's actually crazy. ridiculous, right? So it's not even it's for the hardcore only. Yeah. I would say, right? Absolutely. There was this particular mini game that I was so fucking frustrated at that I had to like limit myself and only attempt to play this game yeah. twice a day. Really? Which then I did for like a week and I eventually mm. ended up beating it because you needed to get really lucky. Right. It was basically like a very glorified version of Minesweeper. Yeah. Okay? And in this version of Minesweeper, you you I don't even remember all the, all the nitty gritty. It was something like the objective is you're like mining kind of dig dug style and you're trying to mine like these gems and you need a certain amount to get the top score. Mm. But you also are timed. It like starts at like 300 seconds or something. And so like you're timed and each move matters. It's almost like a like not quite turn-based, but each yeah. move um like makes other things happen so you sure. have a limited amount of moves right. and a time limit right and if you fuck up like even i think it's if you fuck up twice you cannot get the top score wow. and you needed the top score tough, to get the trophy game. i wanted yeah, yeah. and it, it was I, I remember i was like in the subreddit i'm looking up youtube videos yeah. because it was randomized to mm. such a degree mm. there's no definitive strategy wow. to actually get and the so top you just... score Yes, I just grinded for days. And it basically, like, if it was like Minesweeper, picture right. this. There's like all these squares, like on a grid. And there's a, a ton more than this, but say there's like this, like, small grid here. And it's like, okay, you gotta, like, pick one of these squares to, like, hit the Minesweeper. Right. And right. it's in an area that you can't see anything. Right. So you hit this one, and it's got, like, a little gem in it. And you're like, okay. And if it's got this gem, that means it's surrounded by at least one other gem right. on one of the corners. So, so you there's have little to hit math. one randomly. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'll hit this one. Oh, you hit the corner of a Monokuma bear. So this, along with the entire Monokuma square, is gone and you lost all the points. So it was just That's fucked. so frustrating. It's so frustrating. It's kind of I remember... stupid just to be stupid, you know? Yeah. Like not That's actually how it felt. skill-based or yeah, anything. Kind definitely. Of just like, oh, okay. Well, so I guess I'm fucked. I'd say it falls under one of those categories of like... I, I, I loved the series so much. I wanted the Platinum Trophy so bad. Yeah. I was willing to go through... An excruciating to hell bullshit. Yeah. To hell. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm. So, wow. Sounds... Coming from that, I would say I do not recommend you play any of the mini Sounds games wrong. in Rapa. I think I'm going to stay away. You should just uh, experience the stories for what they are. All right. So we'll move on from there, Josh. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Next one on here is for you, my friend. It is Five Nights at Freddy's Core Collection. This actually didn't come out too Wait, long ago. Wait, Core Collection? Core Collection. This is available. This came out January 12th, 2021. It came out on the Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Mm. And you, I know, are a huge Five Nights at Freddy's fan. I am. And yeah, so this is the core collection. Yes. What is this? So I haven't gotten it, right? Okay. But, but what do I'm, you know about it? Yeah. But what, okay. I'm, what I'm assuming is it's essentially like uh, kind of similar to what they did with Help Wanted. Have you played? Uh, do you know anything about that one? Uh, no, uh, I don't know uh, anything yeah. about it. In fact, I'm gonna even like say like I, I'm probably just. A group of I represent a group of people who like I I know what Five Nights at Freddy's is, right. and I know that there's some heavy like lore implications, yes, uh, stemming all the way back in the series, yes. But that's all I really know, and I know like how it plays, yeah. But that's kind of it. So the way that uh, the way that it, 
This is essentially just a re-release of one through four and, one through sis- four. and sister location. Okay. Uh, which is the fir- first five games. Okay. Right? Beyond okay. anything that's come out after like Pizza Simulator or, or like Help um, Wanted. Help Help Wanted is a. Um, uh, it's kind of a re-release as well oh, with a couple okay. new games. It's a VR game though. Oh, so the way that they did Help Wanted, at least the version that I have, because I know they just made Help Wanted too, is that they have the first three games and a couple mini games okay. all done in VR. Right? I think Help Wanted two, they're going all the way up to like Security Breach, which is like the latest game that just oh, came out. Shit. So I don't know. I don't know if that is the case. Okay. But I think that's. What I feel like doing. that would be the way to experience this game. Yeah, I'm not kidding. That shit is scary. Yeah. A help wanted is like it literally. I was playing with with Trin and her brothers, and we were literally so freaked out. Normally, when I play Five Nights at Freddy's, it's spooky. Yeah. But like the truth is, it's like ah man, I ran out of power. I'm gonna get a jump scare. I get that. Yeah. But when you're in it, you're literally like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Like it's scary. It's really scary. Absolutely. And so they have a so um this is just a released collection. The one okay. that, that's coming out. Um, but the reason I say it's similar is because of the way Help Wanted is set up where they redid the games okay. and it's on a different engine. Yeah. But it's essentially the same game. Okay. It has the same voice files and everything. It's all the same thing. Um, this sounds like just a re-release of everything on console. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, was kind of a, a, a crazy idea. Yeah. Um, and at first. Probably the first time it got released on Switch, no? I think they released the first... Oh no no no! Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They yeah. released them on uh, on uh, iPhone though. They had the first. Oh, uh, did they really? Four, yeah. Oh wow. Location, the first four, I believe, and they were running pretty well. Yeah, like really yeah. well. Would you recommend this series to anybody? Absolutely. The whole series. I would say I would say when it comes to um, like scares, good scares, yeah. and just like getting immersed into something. Um, you don't need to be too over the top. Okay. Something simple, I think, works a little bit better. And uh, especially when you're playing it and you're in it, there is something really, really fun about uh, the way the game makes you feel like you're literally like you have to check all cameras, all rooms. Yeah. Like you have to like really get involved in it. And then you start visualizing where all these characters are physically. And it only gets better the way the series gets the way the series moves on more because the first game it's just four two I think is the best one no oh, yeah okay. yes because there's a whole ventilation system that you have to check and there's a whole like other fear of like oh, in the second one there's no doors the first one it's very simple you have a certain amount of power that you have to save until the end of the night you have a light that'll take a little bit of power mm. and then a door that you can close on each side and a light so if the door is closed, it's just draining your power, right? But when the door is closed, you are safe from that corner. It shows you an entire map of where all your stuff is. You can click on each part to check the cameras. Each character uh, it works really differently. Uh, like, so, like animatronic character? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Each, uh, so like Freddy, Foxy, Bonnie, and Chica all have different personalities and will kind of like... Bonnie's the one who's always on the run. He's the one who's kind of like... On your ass, essentially, yeah, and usually it. most times. Is that times, like the bear guy? That's the uh, the the he's the um the bunny guy, okay, like the purple okay. bunny guy, uh, or blue. Nobody can decide what color he is. Um, but yeah, Freddy's the bear. Freddy's the Freddy's the. That's bear. Freddy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's just really fun. But the second one, they just take it all to a new new level. Like no door, 
just a light that you can flash and you have a mask that you can like put over and while you're wearing the mask they won't fuck with you but they will like like be uh they'll like show up in the door the ventilation they can come in it's just like and there's so many animatronics to like worry about and it just gets more fun like the more the series goes on um so i wouldn't recommend it for everyone but if you like like a good scare and i'm not even a scary game guy i don't try yeah to play that much um incredible lore really really good lore and then it's just fun like if you don't even want to focus on the lore the game doesn't push it down your throat but there's you can tell there's something more this is just the surface and there's something more going on very deep you can just see from all the little details uh so yeah five minutes that's fucking awesome I, i feel like because I, I, I don't think Kendall's experienced it, and I've, I've thought about, like, that might be a Dude, fun series. Dude, try with the first game and just see in. what you guys think, because yeah. uh, that's the most simple one. It's easy to, it's easy to get short? into. Yeah, I mean, it's only five uh, levels, technically. Oh, yeah. The only okay. hard part is getting through them, Yeah, you know? So it's, right. it's literally five nights at Freddy's of just, like, and it gets worse every night. Usually the first night, you're able to get through it, because, like, if you're Without smart. Without knowing much. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you just, like, first night, easy. You know, your your power, you don't have to work on too much. By the fifth night, it is hell. You're stressing. You are, it is like serious, you are in it. Um, yeah, I like that. And they only they only progress uh, to just different locations and just get more interesting. Yeah. Uh, I have not played Security Breach or uh, Pizza Simulator or any of those. So I only, okay. my knowledge only goes up to Sister Location. Okay. And that one I actually didn't even play. I just watched a oh, video on that. Watch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but I played up sure. to four. And and I think the scariest one is, f- it's got to be four. Because oh, it takes shit. place in like a child's bedroom. No, bro. And uh, no. it is terrifying. Yeah, Because it dude. gives you all those vibes of like the way you felt as a kid. You're a kid yeah. with a flashlight. Like Bruh, looking, no, 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 no. looking in the hallways, looking in the closet. You have to like, like uh, lay in your bed, look on the side of your bed terrifying yeah and it sounds is, like they could literally just call it your childhood yeah absolutely. you know what i mean like, absolutely it's like a nightmare that you'd have as a as a kid yeah it's terrifying so yeah anyway uh Shit. love me some all right Nights yeah Freddy's, though. yeah damn thank you Josh. but this collection would be great because it has four yeah know? and it's yeah. got all the other games so yeah that's that sounds, sounds like a thinking, steal especially sounds like a steal. yeah especially if it is like on sale or something mm-hmm. like that sounds like an absolute steal. oh yeah uh joshy last game i got on here for the retro recap is mm-hmm. oxen free. This came out on PC oh January fourteenth, twenty sixteen. Did you play this game? I did actually. Yeah, I me didn't too. beat it. Uh, did me you? Either. No. Okay. Uh, but I was very into it. I was so yeah, into I it. I thought I thought it had such an, an interesting uh, setup. Mm-hmm. Like uh, especially just um, dude. I mean, even now, I kind of wish I beat it because I don't even know really what. The whole like like that apparition was yes. that you find in the cave. I don't know if it was like a ghost, aliens. Like I don't even know. But the setup was so interesting. I really liked the dialogue between the characters. Yes. Too. I I started thinking really hard on it, and like I started really liking certain characters. Uh, and it had some like creepy vibes. Not like in, it wasn't a scary game. Yeah. But that was like a, thriller. Yeah, thriller. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure. there were some points where you're like going through the cave. You're like. What the hell is this? Like, yes. what is happening? Yeah. Um, that's a good one. That's a really good yeah. one. I heard they came out with a sequel. They, they did come out with yeah, a sequel. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't either, and mostly just because I hadn't beaten the original. Right. I, I kind of just thought in the back of my head, similar to you, you know, seeing it on my Steam library or whatever and being like, oh, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to go back and mm-hmm. play that. I, I have it on my PlayStation, so. I have it on Switch, and I 
Yeah. I could absolutely beat it. I remember it being very, very good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's one that literally right now is on my list for Kendall and I to go through. And the art style was really That's honestly probably my favorite part. It was really cool. Is that it feels like like a Telltale type Mm -hmm. experience. Yeah. But it's just done... Like, you know, Life is Strange, same mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah. But if anything, that almost maybe even plays similar to Telltale. Right, with a little right. bit of, like, explorative, right. um, like, concepts that are beyond what Telltale... Like, mm-hmm. if you explore in Telltale, it's, like, a small area. Very much so, But, yeah. like, this is, like, like the hand-drawn... Like, and Love the voice it. acting was top tier, if I remember right. It you is. Know? And, it's good. And just the... It's all hand-drawn. Like, it's, like, the expressions, like, the voices. There's, yeah. There's a lot of power behind the voice yeah. acting because, mm-hmm. like, the the visuals just complemented it yeah. so well and really made yeah. it look and feel like a Agreed. unique experience. I completely agree. I remember one moment that I was, like... I, I literally got hooked right off the gate. They were sailing on the ship. Yes. And you're like, it's you, and then, like, your friend, and then, like, you have, like, a, a cousin. Yeah. Who's, like, really, like, like people don't really fuck with them that right. heavy. Because uh, they just don't Yeah, know like, him. they weren't super, like, happy that yeah. you invited him, Exactly, right? yeah, yes. Yeah. And they didn't really like him very much. And I remember your friend is like, hey, can I, like, can we, like, talk real quick about this guy? And I was like, like, in the game, I was like, I don't want to be rude and like yeah. pull aside from them. So I told him no. I was like, I was like, no. Yeah. And I never knew what that dialogue option was. And I remember just being like, wonder what he was gonna say. Like what? Yeah, that, bro. That just got me so interested in uh, in all of it. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a really good game. Yeah, I thought that was really fun. Never beat it, but I thought that was a really yeah. Good game. No, for sure. But it sounds like you probably got to. Like, because I got past, like, a there was, like, a, like, you remember, like, when the triangle forms yes. and it starts getting all eerie yes, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. all that stuff? I got quite a bit past yeah, that. Yeah, me too. But I also never... You got to the watchtower? Yes. Uh, you got, to, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit past the watchtower and then, like, it kept switching around. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I don't remember. Yeah, exactly and that's kind of exactly what I remember. Like, it did a switch to yeah. a different group. Yes. And I just, that's when I stopped playing. That's when I stopped yeah. playing. We might have stopped at very similar Wow. Time. That's yeah, because we didn't know each other. Yeah, no, I, I definitely remember playing out. this in Oregon, and uh, yeah, back and when I the was, Switch uh, first launched, pretty. Soon, yes, uh, yeah, soon yeah, like because uh, I think it was it? free on PlayStation Plus mm. when it came out. You played on PlayStation? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I uh, there were a lot of games that like when they first came to Switch, and it's one of the reasons why I love that era so much, and where I was as a gamer, where if it came to Switch and it had really good reviews, I was like. There is no reason I shouldn't try this For out because sure. it's a brand new console, you know, like brand new experience. And uh, Oxenfree was one of those. And then one day I really want to talk on the podcast about uh, SteamWorld Dig and SteamWorld Steam Dig, Dig 2. Yes, are two of my, I literally was just looking up on my phone because I was just thinking because you told me about the mining game. You were talking about yes. that. And I literally thought to myself, I was like, holy shit, I am not kidding. Probably one of my most yearn for like dream games of in this world is steam world dig three i'm not kidding i got so into the characters and everything and in all aspects of it uh that i was just uh i was just i was hooked that's amazing I was because so i did not get on that train but i did you ever play no i very much remember though yes the hype that this game was getting like mm. uh basically like how people are talking about dave the diver right yeah, now yeah is what was being said about steam world yeah. two specifically two is absolutely incredible i think it's an indie marvel like genuinely the way that they they it. take 
the first game, which is pretty simple. Yeah. But it, it's also uh, with the context of what it is, it's simple. But you get this strange, like subtext of, okay, there are human zombie humans that exist underground. And robots rule the surface. Just small subtext of what yeah. you can see, right? There's monsters underground, and like, but it's set up like Minecraft, where it's like you don't really ask questions, right? Sure. You know, yeah. you could do the same thing with Minecraft, where you're like, okay, why are all the villagers people? But then there's zombie villagers, and then there's villagers of what people that were once gone. You could ask that same question on Minecraft, absolutely. But what they did with SteamWorld Dig Two is expand on all of that, and they make oh, really you, they cool. make this whole like. Like question of where is Rusty the point of the game? They made this game like character heavy, lore heavy, and still have multiple minds with different like spots. They took what the first game was. If the first game was this, which is incredible, this, right. and I'm I'm holding my hands up yeah. into a ball. He's making a little they little ball. They turned it into this. Like, a huge ball. Like, not just they made it bigger, they just made it better. They made the... And one of my favorite things was the skill tree, the things you could... Uh, yeah. The, the, the things you could get, uh, pick up, like, uh, weapons and shit. Uh, not just weapons, but, like, different, like, mining... mining yeah. The way that it worked. Um, and they just made it all better. And it's then, like a Metroidvania, too, right? It is. It yeah. absolutely is. Yeah. So much Big appeal. so. Yeah. Dude, I cannot recommend that game more. I'm not kidding. I I think that I 100%ed all of it. Yeah. I beat it. I was so into it. Um, the coolest thing is at the end of the first game. Okay. Because I bought the first two. There was some kind of bundle with yeah. like uh, I, the way that it works. And the first game, I remember. Uh, uh, the ending is just very like strange and very vague, and it sets up for a sequel in a way that you wouldn't really expect. Sure. Um, and I guess I don't want to give too much away, but the essentially the main character of the first game goes missing okay. at the end of the game, and you kind of like you you assume there's something bigger going on yeah. because it is, it, but it's very like strange and cryptic the way that it, uh, it happens, and then you play as the uh, like the uh, shopkeeper from the second game. Or like the person who oh, would like work hell? on all your stuff and is yeah. like who you become friends with in the first game and is like I'm gonna go find my friend Rusty, dude. It's oh, so good, sick. it's so cool. Anyway, I'm so sick. Anyway, yeah, thanks, Josh. You know, I could I'll talk so much about. I wrote that, that on here. Uh, we'll definitely cover that. I yeah, think we whether it's in a retro recap or yes. a actual topic. For yes. uh, for the fans out there, I would love okay, it. Okay, Joshy, real quick, I want to mention some anniversaries. Yes. Uh, with yes. I think most of these you have heard of. Uh, oh, first yeah. up for we got a few ten year anniversaries versus oh, yeah. Kirby Triple Deluxe oh. on the 3DS. Kirby Triple Deluxe, January 11th, 2014, for Japanese yes. release date. Yeah. So shout out to Kirby Triple Deluxe. That's one of your uh, top Kirby games, right? Triple Deluxe. Yeah. I wouldn't say top. Oh really? Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, but it's a it's a sequel to. Um, uh, Ultra uh, Kirby Superstar Ultra, which the translation, oh, yeah. the reason it's called Triple Deluxe, is a very, very strange translation because Kirby Superstar, which was on the SNES, yes. was the game that it was a Kirby game with multiple games in it. Have you heard about this? I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, you, did you play it? I did a little bit. Superstar Ultra was was. I don't the think I one. played uh, Superstar Ultra. That was the one on the DS. Okay, yeah. So yeah, it was just a remake, it. right? Okay. Uh, but the Japanese name for it is essentially Superstar Double, right? And so they made a sequel to Superstar, and it was essentially Superstar Triple. 
And so the way that they did it was, uh, and it's a Japanese name, so I'm kind of butchering it, and I'm not saying it the exact way it would be done, but the reason it's called Triple Deluxe is because it's the sequel to... uh, The second one, technically. I really liked it. I thought it was really good, um, but I was a little disappointed because Superstar Ultra is filled to the brim Mm. with shit to do. You got Dynablade, you got King DDD, you got Meta Nightmare Ultra, sorry, DDD's Revenge, you got the Gourmet Race, you got freaking Great Cave Offensive, like all these... Awesome plots, yes, all in one game and side games with mini games and all these things. And then Triple Deluxe had the main story, and then it had like oh. a battle arena, and then it had just a couple other things. Bummer, kind yeah, of a bummer. no, yeah. Because if you're gonna compare it to like this game you did in the past, you expect it to be. If if it's going to be a true sequel, like it would kind of have to be better, yeah, right? or have. More, more, yeah, yeah, or at least more, or, or at least before. the same amount. So you think that, that um, Ultra was better then? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, okay. I mean, if they did the, they used the uh, the art, some of the same uh, uh, sprite work as mm, uh, yeah, the pixel art, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I loved yeah. it, and it was a, yeah. it was a DS game, so you had two screens, and it was portable. You could not beat that. Yeah. And so when I heard about Triple Deluxe, I was. And I'm a huge Kirby fan. Yeah, I played yeah. it like I pre-ordered it, pre- played it first day, and uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was good. It was very, very good. If anything, I think I'm undermining it because I had an amazing time. For sure. But it's it was good. Yeah. Was or really if good. anything, maybe it just was a lesser experience, just yes. in comparison. Just in comparison. Yeah. But I loved that game. I, yeah. I'm even picturing yeah. it in okay. my head. It was a great game. Well, then next one here for the anniversary corner is Nidhogg. And this Nidhogg. came out on PC mm. January 13th, 2014, making it the 10-year anniversary. Never heard of it. Uh, haven't. So I want to play this game with you. I actually, Nerd this was Hog? a Nidhogg. Nidhogg. Nidhogg, Nidhogg right. Which I think is, uh, there's some mythology there for, uh, for Nidhogg. I'm pretty sure Nidhogg is a demon in persona and is like... Even reference in the Marvel um, in the MCU. Okay. Uh, but it is a really, really silly game that is just two stick figures basically duking it out and trying to it, like take something like a spear, I think, or something, uh-huh. and take it and run it. Like basically, are you pulling up a picture? I'm trying. Yeah. yeah let me pull up a picture. For oh, you. I see what's going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you look at like the screen right here of like what it shows with these two stick figures. Yeah. Oh, this is what it is. It's a sword fight. Okay. okay. So you start out the game and it's like they almost look like they're fencing. And it, it's really it it's designed very simply, but there's like some depth to it, right? Okay. You basically can jump, you can throw, like if you have three different placements of your little fencing sword, uh-huh, uh-huh. you can have it at eye level, right. at waist level, mm. or you can hold it straight up. And if it's straight up, you can press forward to throw it. Okay. okay. Any one hit that hits the other person's body kills them, cause them to despawn, and they respawn in like three seconds. Okay. Huh. After you kill your enemy. Yeah. Like basically, like if you're both alive, here you are. I'm gonna give you the visual again. Okay. Give it to me. So you got your two stick figures right here on the left and right. Yes. Your goal is to, like, say this is player one and player two. Player two's goal is to run several, like, it treats every area as a screen. So Mm. you keep, every time you hit the edge, the screen will move and it will, like, respawn the other player, right? And your goal is to move the screens as far over as possible into, like, your enemy's zone until you hit the goal. You're just trying to touch it, okay? But when the when uh, like both players are on screen and active, 
Player two cannot cross over an invisible boundary over player one. And same thing the other way around. So basically they can't like hop over each other and run that way. So what's the goal of player two then? If they're, if So players, player two is to get there. Yes. And, and then player, player one, one is to, is to get to the other side. But your characters have to clash? Clash. That's yes. kind of sick. With, it, with a really, really yeah. silly, uh, just action-packed stick figure. Wow. Is I all it is. It. And it is so addicting, it's stupid. Wow. I remember having, a, there was a smash party I was having, yeah. like a year before I moved here, okay? And it was, uh, like, Ultimate had been out for like a year or so, uh-huh. but one of the guys came to the party and he's like, hey, I got a proposition for like another like fun game. And yeah, there was like yeah, yeah. six of us in the room, mm-hmm. we're like, all right, what is it? So he hooks up his PC and uh, just gives us all like, I think he had like a little Xbox controller hooked up to the PC. Yeah, yeah. He's like, just check it out, just mess around. He didn't tell us jack shit about the game. He said, right. just jump in, you'll see. Yeah. And we got so hooked on this game That's after so after playing Smash for hours, mm-hmm. right? We mm-hmm. completely stopped playing Smash. We played this all night. That's crazy. All night, bro. That's so funny. so I want to throw that in here, especially because it was Love a it. anniversary. But that is a game. I'll that, definitely uh, check that we out. We gotta check it That's out. Cool, yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I have it on PlayStation too. Oh, so uh, I want you to check it out with me. Let's do it. And uh, yeah, right. update the channel. Uh, Keep it posted. Uh, next episode. Yes, sir. Next on here is the Banner Saga. Mm. This came out in Mac and PC, January fourteenth, twenty four. 14, also a 10 year anniversary okay. have you heard of this one no this is it's really cool it's, it's beautiful saga. yeah just look up uh, Banner Saga and look up Google Images okay it was uh, I don't even know like the team behind it but it's an indie game and it was so well received I, it might have even been a Kickstarter game way back when mm. okay it was so good that they made a sequel and they made another sequel so wow. there's three of them that exist and it basically was a top-down strategy RPG wow. with hand-drawn sprites and, and art style wow. and everything. Um, so it's not quite pixel art. It's more of yeah. just like this very well-done like 2D hand-drawn. Yeah, hand-drawn right? stuff. And uh, it's made in the vein of like Fire Emblem. Wow, I was going to say it looks, like it, it looks like it from the gameplay. Yeah, it? yeah. Beautiful, wow. beautiful game. Very cool. Uh, one I never got into, sadly. Um, I think but it sounds like you're... It does, tea, right? right? Yeah, it almost looks like Lord of the Rings yeah. with, uh, with Fire Emblem I was gonna mixed say, in there. I think that's a cool yeah. style, too. I like that. Hell yeah. So, shout out for the Banner Saga. Shout Next on here is Dot .hack Quarantine Part 4. Hey, Dot .hack. Yeah, dot .hack, baby. Mm-hmm. This came out in PS2 January 14th, 2004, Ooh. making it the 20-year anniversary nice. this week. Nice. Uh, dot .hack Quarantine Part 4 is yes. the first series, which is four games. It's the final part of it. So this was uh like it's crazy because I'm pretty sure that it came out in like early it's either early two thousands or like late nineties is really? when Dot Hacks started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh and they, they completed the whole series with only probably like five or six years or That's something crazy. like that, right? Yeah, and uh, apparently, like it was extremely well received. When in, did the in, anime in a way out? that like is very akin to Xenoblade? Right, kind of a game that nobody's heard of, nobody's played. Um, but it was kind of a cult it, classic. Cult classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely amongst the hardcore, much like wow. Xeno Gears too. Xeno Gears, you know? yeah. Uh, but this is a completed series, so uh, wow, yeah, man. definitely worth mentioning. And worth cool. mentioning that the original series wrapped up twenty years ago. Wow. So hell yeah. That's very cool. Isn't that cool? That is very cool. I always really liked how they named it too. It's literally it's dot hack slash slash and then like the name in that right. volume. You it's know? like because infection was the first yeah, one. It's like a uh, like a website uh, URL. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I love it. And the last one here, Joshi, is a game called Tennis. Tennis. Simply st- yeah, simply tennis. What? On the NES, January fourteenth, nineteen eighty four, making it the forty year anniversary. 
anniversary. Whoa! As an original Dang, NES that's game. That's crazy to me, bro. That's crazy. I, can you imagine 40 years ago? Yeah. Like, was the first time you had a video game console at yeah. home that uh-huh. you could play. And my right? favorite thing about that name, too, means that, like, you know, it wasn't competing with anything else. Yes. It was just tennis. Yes. It's like if you want to you wanna play tennis, here you go. Yeah. It's not like Super Mario. It's not even Mario yeah. Tennis. Yeah, no, no. It's not just Mario tennis. tennis. Yeah. Or like, or like Tennis Smackdown or like Tennis anything. Yeah. Just Nothing. Tennis. Just Tennis. Just Tennis. Yeah, back in the days when you could do that. Yeah, you want to play Tennis? Here you go. Yeah, for you sure. Did you play it at all? Did you ever see anything Absolutely on it? Absolutely not. <laughs> I played it. I think... Uh, you played it? Yeah. Uh, I want to say that it was uh, like back in like the PSP oh, kind really? of like uh, retro days of like oh. getting a bunch of emulators yeah, yeah, i got like a uh, oh, nes emulator that just yeah. had like all the games yeah and it was uh it was highlighted it was there's was tennis and i was like huh. tennis what funny. is this you know funny no it's, it's uh it's pretty good yeah. actually yeah oh, okay. yeah I, I definitely can see a lot of elements that mario tennis has now oh really that they just directly they took from, took that from game. there yeah i like it and i think it was made by nintendo so yeah. there you go i love it yeah some history for you, Josh. History. Let's uh, let's move on to Pixel Press, brother. Pixel Are you ready? It. Dive into some Absolutely. news here. Dive into some updates. I want to start real quick with some patch notes. Yes. Uh, I've been alluding to this since we started the episode. Yes. But I've got some exciting news for you and everyone else out there, Josh. Yeah. So first up is I have been testing Patreon exclusive content. Oh yeah. And that's basically what this update is about. That's because right. It has been a a big goal in my forefront to give our patrons more absolutely right like as much as possible and well they we deserve are, the world no? they do yeah. no they really do yeah especially for just jumping on the bandwagon so early that's before right. we really even have exclusive content that's right and i know like most of uh patreon uh like sponsors that we have that i communicate with mm-hmm. they they love the shout out right and i'm all about it too right, right? it's a two-way street for both absolutely of us. but they need more right and bonus episodes are coming youtube videos are coming right absolutely at the very least, just for the patrons, that's all coming. But something I wanted to bring today is uh, Discord. Brother. Oh yes, yes, sir. And yes. we had been uh, we had mentioned this, I think, from like our second or third episode ever. Oh yeah, uh, where we talked about like, hey, like, is Discord something that um, like people want? And so I, I've spent the last like week or so really, really diving into mm. uh, Discord and all the things that you can do with it. It's so much more than I thought. Oh, yeah. It's basically like making your own Reddit community. Yeah, everything you showed me was much more than I even yes. expected. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, so it's really hype, you guys, and I want you all to check it out. In fact, uh, it's I'm going to be sending out. Uh, I know this episode doesn't go live till Friday, mm-hmm. um, but I'm hoping uh, by like today or even tomorrow, I'm going to send out um, a message to all the patrons with specific instructions of how to get this set up. Yeah. But if you are a Patreon subscriber, yes, you have a like unique uh, like link to your profile on Patreon where you click there, you click connect to Discord, and you literally log in or create your own Discord profile that is connected to your Patreon. Right. And your like Patreon membership is directly right. linked to your yeah. Discord profile. Yep. So what that basically means yep. is that we've set up a community now on the Discord. So you can specifically like basically like uh, there's all these like subcategories of topics. Right. In fact I'm just going to pull it up right here for, for a little reference. A little reference. Uh, but basically, like, okay, if you want a place to submit uh, questions or comments or ideas to the show, right. you can do that directly through Discord. That's there's right. a little, uh, there's basically, they're called channels, and each channel has like very specific things that can you can. Can I join uh, the channel right now? Yeah, absolutely, oh, yeah. bro. Yeah. Uh, do I have you as a friend on here? 
You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to say invite friend, and I'll just invite you directly. What's your Discord? Um, it is. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm here? just going to text you. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, then you can just click the link and you can set up that way because yeah. I have a uh, there's a specific uh, role which mm-hmm. like roles within the community is like. Um, it's basically like a status yes. and like you're allowed to do certain things with it. Mm-hmm. So you'll have the admin status when uh, when you join. I got you set up for that. And uh, basically anyone who joins, I'm going to have the public link for Discord. Let's because I, do, I don't want to make it so you have to pay or there's any paywall to join the community. Yes. I think it's counterproductive for making a community, agree, right? So agree. we're going to have the public link on our Patreon That's to right. encourage people to Check out our Patreon, first of all. That's right. Jump on there. Then you'll see the link, and it's open to everybody. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, your profile automatically gets access to the Patreon-exclusive role or the sponsor role, and you have a certain set of channels that only you can access. Yes. So, yeah. Exclusivity. Exclusivity, baby. Um, So, we have, like, there's, like, a general chat. There's general memes. There's uh, podcast submissions. There's message boards for video games, anime, TV series, movies. Uh, Looking for group, right? LFG, kind of like a generic term for, like, hey, you want to, like, link up if you want to, like, actually game with people. You want to play Mario Kart with people online? You can post on there and set up a lobby. Or you can uh, literally, like, if you just want to, like, Share your friend code and right. add people on your Switch. Add right. people on Steam. There's a whole uh, like dedicated page for that. That's so it's so really really cool. Sweet. Yeah, and also Discord uh, because I used it back when Discord like first came out, which mm. is like 2015 or 16 yeah, or something like that. It basically was just a very simple kind of like you like, could chat like Skype. and you could yeah you could it was yeah. the new Skype right yeah. gamer yeah. Skype. Gamer so Skype. you could have a voice chat. So mm-hmm. there are still the voice chat function in here, so you can join the lobby and just. It's called the loft on here, right? Little uh, voice icon. So you can jump into the loft and talk with anyone in the community if you want to. I love it. But for the Patreon subscribers, you have your own Patreon loft and you have a Patreon uh, submissions that have priority over the general public. That's right. Uh, Patreon chat and Patreon looking for group. And more is going to be added over time, but I wanted to basically set up just like a very basic layout for it to be ready to launch and everyone to jump into. That's so. what I love to yes, hear. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's really, super cool. Really hype. I think it's going to be super exciting, and everyone, uh, come check it out. Yeah, definitely come That's check it out. Awesome. Yeah. I would love to know what you guys think and uh, give us feedback. Um, see if it makes sense. When you, uh, the last thing I'm just going to really say is like, right when you're invited in, you jump in. There's going to be a welcome and rules thread. Just read through that carefully. That's got basically all the rules that we're wanting to enforce for the community because we want it to be, we want it to be vibrant mm-hmm. and we want it to be positive. Absolutely, you know? and, it's um, all positive. That, yeah, and that. That's not to say talking about things like open AI yeah, right? or like yeah. you know, have any conversations. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm not saying don't have debates or anything yeah. like that, yeah. but don't be rude. Don't yeah. like, no, not it's all about the content. way that we say some Absolutely. stuff or the way that we handle it. Uh, and you can tell when someone is being rude or, or if someone is, uh, Discussing. Yes. Discussion is yes. not a bad thing. No. No, no, no. Yeah. So, yeah, join the community, please. Join the community, my Love friends. It. Thank you so much, Josh. Thanks for working so hard on this. Yeah, bro. Absolutely. It, yeah, I'm really excited to see how that grows along with the podcast. Me too, yeah. man. Yeah, so uh, look forward to that direct message, my friends. But I haven't actually, even though uh, I haven't made the announcement yes. other than this announcement right here, right now. Right. Uh, it is live. So anyone is able to right now anyone look can up. Hop in. Uh, yeah. Hop I just in. hopped in. So, oh yeah, uh, baby. Well, I have Josh, any kind of like priority, in. by the way. Or? Yes, you do. Yeah, really? uh, because you have the admin role just like I do. Oh, okay. Um, actually, it's called 
it's called something cool in here. Got a cool name? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know how to use the mobile version as well as the, as the, the iPad yeah, version. Or, or technically, the, it's still mobile, no? Technically, you're right, bro. I'm not wrong. I don't even know how to view the members on here, so... Oh, no, that's, that's okay. my friends. All right, we'll look at that later. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I'm honestly, I'm still learning. So I'm with it. we're going to be learning it together. I'm okay? with it. And the last thing on here for, uh, yes. I mentioned uh, like Patreon exclusive content. Yes. So Spotify is something that I've been testing is I wanted to officially like kind of figure out how we're going to have the paid content for subscribers yes. on there, like the paid episodes. Yes. So right now how I have it set up, uh, and anybody can actually check this out. This is public right now, but if you go into our Spotify Flash Bros podcast page right. and you click more like this, which is right at the very top, it says like episodes about and more like this, you'll see a link to a different yes. version that has yes. like a yellow background. Yeah. Uh, and it says Flash Bros podcast Patreon exclusive. So if you click on that, it's really dope because this, like, this whole feed uh, is linked to your Patreon yes. in the same way that Discord is linked to your Patreon. So you will only have access to this feed if you are a Patreon subscriber. So cool. So dope. Yeah, so so cool. it shows subscriber right at the top. Otherwise, it. it'll say not subscribed. And on the episodes, it'll say paid next to it. And if you're not a subscriber, it'll have a lock and it literally will not let, let you, you access it. It'll, yeah. it'll have a link saying, hey, you want to... You want access? Yeah. Click here. Join the Patreon. Got to be a Patreon. It's right there. Love so it, love it. You can check it out, and you, it just says Spotify audio test, it. just to make sure it works. I love it. But that is what is in the works, my friends, and uh, I'm really excited. So I'm excited too. Thought I would just share updates. I'm on loving that it. Front. Yes, sir. And uh, Joshy, the other thing here is last week's poll. Yes. So we asked, what are your goals and ambitions for 2024 since uh, episode 20 was the first episode of season two and starting off uh, this year, 2024? That's right. Johnny got a response here for, he said, uh, spend more time with my hobbies, not working all the time. Yeah. Uh, live life, not slave away. That's the truth, That's man. facts, Johnny. That is so yeah, true, that's man. facts. I really appreciate that you said that because I think that's a goal for... Uh, that's a goal that I've been definitely like wanting to have. Cause yeah. I feel like as life goes on after, after you're not a child anymore, yeah. you, like you are every year kind of like slowly awakened more and more mm. to responsibilities and mm. things and, and work and goals. And it gets to a point where it's too much to handle. That's right. So if you don't set aside time mm -hmm. for yourself and hobbies and mm -hmm. games, which is what this channel is all that's about true. Right? and talking about our passion, that's here. true. But it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So you got to make that time. You That's know? the truth. And, and you have to decide, like, you know, I understand finding purpose in work. Right. I, I do. Right? right. That's kind of what this whole podcast is for me. Right. right? It's, it's the work. But you have to decide, like, what your purpose is. Yes. And if you are not finding purpose in your work and yep. you're, you're feeling burnt out, mm -hmm. hey, maybe it's not that you need a new job. Right. Maybe it's that you need to just give yourself a little bit of a mental break. Absolutely. Right? And, and allocate time. Which are, which are, I would say mental breaks are so funny because sometimes it doesn't feel as important as making actual, actual like work that you need yes. to get done. It doesn't feel like that. But I think it is. I think it's just as important. It is. Um, if not more important. I mean, to I be agree. completely honest, because what are you living for? Like Johnny said, you're not you're not a slave. You're yeah. not a slave in a way. You know, you're a free person. So do what you, in the name of Attack on Titan and freedom and everything Aaron Yeager stood for. Yes. 
You gotta be, you gotta be free, man. You gotta be free. You gotta be free. You are oh, not yeah. a slave, you know. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. That was yeah. beautiful. Thanks, thank you, brother. Joshy. Thanks, brother. Wouldn't uh, have been able to say it without Johnny. So thank the, you. Man. Yeah. Thank you so much, yeah, Johnny. Johnny and the last thing on here was the corrections, which was uh, Tayden. Yes. Right? Tayden. So, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Another that. shout out to good old Tayden. Tayden. The man, the myth, the thank legend. Thank you so much. Yeah. Two of the Sandoval Seven That's in the right. house That's here. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir, Joshy. Now I have the news, the official Pixel Press here. Pixel Press for you, and I do have quite a bit of bonus bites as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, with just t- a lot of info really just keeps dropping week by week. That's right. Um, and there, I really do want to kind of like preface here that mm-hmm. big piece of news right now mm-hmm. is on all over Gerard the Completionist. I don't know if you've seen anything on it. Mm-hmm. I think we touched on it when the news first was breaking that I'll, I'll run you back. Do you remember when uh, it was like probably like, Dude, it's been a minute now because we had that break too. Right. Was, I was gonna say real quick before yeah. we get into this, do you mind if I pee real oh, quick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Let's write it that. down because I literally just have to pee. And I meant to when we took that little break, but I forgot. No, bro. Chillin'. Ready. Let's get it going. All right. Let's get back into so it. So you said so, yeah, Gerard uh, yeah. the Completionist. Yes. Small recap. Uh-huh. Uh it was definitely before Christmas, right? So it's been probably like a month or so since we talked about this. Yeah, but yeah. a bunch of stories have been breaking. Uh basically about the charity fund that mm. is like like it's like a, it, it, I don't even like know the whole story or remember like it's like bits and pieces but from what I understand like Gerard the Completionist is a like his whole brand so it's mm. not just him mm-hmm. right like it's like mm-hmm. him and his family and like other partners they have yeah, yeah, yeah. they started a like some foundation which has a name and uh the foundation like has been like that's where all these donations right. for um, like certain diseases or to help people or like whatever. Yeah. Uh, all the things that they've claimed that the money should go for. Yes. He started getting allegations at the end of last year that that's not what's happening oh, and there's shady shit happening with oh, the money. Oh no. And kind of leading to what I'm saying right now. Oh. New stories are coming out by the day about this and it's Yikes. all over YouTube. We will cover this. I want kind of the stories to kind of like unfold a yeah, little bit more. Yeah, and break a little bit more. Yeah, because we're finding more and more info out. And it's, uh, you know, it's really sad because I am a huge Jar the Completionist fan. I was going to say, I, I I feel like I grew up on Oh, my Jar. God. And you just reminded me. Yes. I didn't talk with you about it. I talked with Caleb you about it. You didn't tell me about it. was on Caleb's yes. episode. I, I did yes. not hear about any of this. No, I, I, I you just reminded me literally yes. because... We both said the same thing. I said it sucks because yeah. I'm a huge Gerard the Completionist fan. Remember, even in Sea of Stars, I yes. said he was a character. I in just it. saw it was Gerard the Constructionist. Yeah, I just saw a um, uh, this this by Game Radar hit JRPG Sea of Stars removes uh, donation collecting NPC based on uh, YouTuber the Completionist. Yeah, we'll that's remove. so funny. You found it, they're, that because they're gonna remove his cameo. That's and that is the story that I covered with Caleb. Oh, shoot. Yeah, and it was it was wow. very disheartening, man. Because that's so disheartening. I, he was a uh, normal boots back in the day. Did you ever watch normal boots? No, I didn't. They were uh, it was a, a whole community of it was John Tron, PBG, uh, Did You Know Gaming? Oh, um, I know all those guys. Pro Jared, uh, freaking Gerard the Completionist, Eagle um, Raptor. No, he wasn't technically okay. on them. But uh, it was like a whole community of them. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but Game Grumps was good friends with them. Okay. Because uh, because obviously John Tron used to be on Game Grumps. Right. 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 Um, but it was like I swear those were the guys I like grew up on. They were like right. they were like my favorite dudes. Yeah. And uh, that's really so really unfortunate. It, it, it's really unfortunate because basically the news is kind of overwhelming mm-hmm. evidence that 
yeah. this is real. So yeah. we will cover it. I actually think I want to do a whole episode on it That's because so the news is so big. Yeah. And yeah. of course it is, uh, you know, not a super lighthearted uh, subject, but we got to yeah. talk about this stuff because this is, uh, it's really important. Integrity mm-hmm. is really important and, and branding and, you know, a representation of what this community is all Agree. about. You know Agree what I mean? Completely. And uh, that means being held accountable completely you know, agree. on all fronts. So completely I agree. wanted to preface that going into the news. Um, so that will come. And I think we're going to cover it next week. Um, but stay tuned, my friend. Stay tuned so. is right. With that being said, Joshy, yeah. shall we jump in? Yeah, let's hop right let's in. Let's hop right in, baby. Okay, sweet. It. I want to cover something that's crazy for the first piece. Let's okay? hit it. So news article number one yes. is titled Impossible Tetris NES. So the original Tetris that came out in the NES. Yes. I don't think it first came out in the NES, but uh, oh, maybe it fucking did. You know what? Let's fact check real quick. Tetris uh, first release. Is it on June the June 6, 1984. Was it? On an emulator called the Electronica 60. So I think it was an arcade game first. Oh, okay, okay. But the first like console release, it was either Atari or it was the NES, okay? So I it was like somewhere was like NES. right around I don't there. think it was Atari. I think you're right, think okay? Because notoriously... If it wasn't Game Boy, right? No, no, sure. dude, no, no. Because Game Boy came out after the NES. The original? You know game? what? Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. it does not. Yeah, yeah. Not. okay. But yeah, so I this, think the stories come by way yeah, of IGN. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. What were you yeah. gonna say? Sorry. Oh no, no, keep talking. Okay. I think uh, I know. I think I watched the video on this. Oh, just did, just now. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, this is huge news. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. you did. Also, right. let's turn on this little light. I feel like sure. the sun is setting. It's getting a little dark. Yeah, a little dark. All right, so the news is that this impossible Tetris on the NES has been beaten for the first time. Yes, I saw this video. By a 13-year-old phenom. Yeah. Okay, that literally crazy, bro. Yeah, so you saw this video, so you got something to say about it. Let's let's jump in. I'll give you uh, all the tidbit of news here. So the NES version of Tetris, Mm -hmm. believed to be impossible to complete even by the most dedicated fans, has finally been beaten after 37 years 37 years yeah what okay so 13 so year old willis gibson known as blue scooty reached level 157 before hitting the infamous final kill screen so experts usually only make it around level 38 for mm-hmm. reference mm-hmm. experts level 38 yeah this guy made 157, yeah. okay? Experts usually make a level 38 before it literally becomes impossible to keep up as the game lacks uh features that we have today like like basically like making sure like the uh like the ram can keep up and mm. like there's certain things within gaming and within yeah. the original yeah, yeah. nes and it, it couldn't keep up with the difficulty of right. what it's trying to have you accomplish right, right, right. and in this version this is before um you had storage yes. so you can't take a piece and store it like yeah. in like uh modern mm. strategies today, yeah right yeah, yeah absolutely uh, so uh, it becomes basically impossible about level 38 as the game lacks features such as store pieces. As the active community has progressed over the years, players have discovered corrupted colors they've nicknamed charcoal and dusk. So huh. once you reach a certain point, yeah. it, there starts being corrupted files right. that are inconsistent. You sometimes hit like, them and you yeah. sometimes can't. Yeah, because yeah, the game, the RAM and, yeah. and the storage on the physical cartridge can't keep up. Wow. Okay. That's so, insane. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. There's so much depth to this. It, yeah. It's so fascinating. Okay. That's so funny because it's giving so much context to the video I saw. Yeah. Because I watched it and I saw him uh, beat it. 
Okay. Watch yeah. Again. Yeah. You watch it. Yeah. Um, in fact, when you pull up the screen where he gets like uh, right to the end, I want to yes. see because I didn't watch a video. I just read all the info. Oh, on really? It. Yeah. Uh, so I'll continue. So investigation led players to realize the game could be crashed at level one fifty five, resulting in a new kill screen. Okay. Uh, and basically, kill screens in quote mm. here. Kill screen is because the game has so much overload yes. of RAM data, it literally crashes the game, and thus you reach an ending screen. Yeah, right? that's it. Because the game is designed to not end. That's, right. that's the premise that's the whole of Tetris. Point? Yeah, that's the whole point, that's even so in the original. Funny. So in December 2023, which is when this all went down, Blue Scooty battled Fractal. His name is Justin Yu, current classic Tetris world champion, wow. by the way. And did he win? They Blue Scooty beat him. Wow. Which is nuts. That's to so me. nutty. So, uh, the goal was a race to beat the new Dude, kill screen. This guy has to be the new best like world champion, right? Yes, of man. Tetris. He has to be. He's 13. That's insane to me, That's man. That's so crazy. So Blue Scooty came in first place, strangely missing the initial crash point, which yeah. further kind of shows that the game is just broken. Yeah. It was supposed to break at 155. Right. But he continues and achieves the kill screen after completing level 157. Wow. Apparently taking 37 years to accomplish, with 34 years being intentionally... Uh, with with an intentional goal by the community yeah. of reaching the screen. Right. Now, theoretically, the highest point would be level 255. Wow. Which th- they've been able to identify this, I guess, through yeah. like literally hacking into the game and looking wow. at game data. But when you reach level 255, the game has fully maxed out everything it possibly can Holy for shit. that RAM That's to the crazy. point where every single Tetris piece on screen is just a color red. That's so wild. Yes. So that's the new kind of uh, tentative goal after reaching this point. Beating that level also uh, would theoretically bring players back to level zero. Right. And it, and it wouldn't reach the kill screen. It would, it would It would literally complete the game and it would reset that way. That so is some of the higher. most wild things I've heard about Tetris. And at, you're a big Tetris fan in Dude, general. Dude, I was just so. playing it this morning. Um, that's so wild. I saw this clip. So I don't know how exactly uh, if you can translate this uh, clip well. But um, this is the screen. This is the final screen. Yeah, so um, it's a bunch of like pink. And those are, that's yes. got to be like the dusk pieces, right? Yeah. Like the, like, and then that's, uh, that's it happening, right? <sighs> yeah, it just that's crashes. Yeah. Like halfway through. That's the moment. Right? Yes. Because there's no more game. There's no more game. Right? There's nothing more the game can Yeah, and do. even the game keeps kind of resetting in levels, but mm-hmm. it's not resetting because it's still going up in difficulty. Mm-hmm. And his scores, it's all maxed out at yeah. 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9. Absolutely. Wow. Isn't that wild? That's, it's literally nuts. So it's nutty. nuts to me that this guy was on a live competition Absolutely. with uh, the, the actual world champion. Did wow. he make any money off this? I don't know if he did. But I not. hope he does. I hope he does too. Yeah, and he recognition because he yeah, deserves absolutely. it. That's crazy. What's his name? Man. Blue Bunny. His name is Blue Scooty. Blue Scooty. Blue Scooty. Love it. Blue yes, Scooty. sir. Good job, Legend. man. Yeah, dude, I love it. Legend. Um, those guys are demons. Have you seen their uh, technique? You know about rolling. Uh, uh, yes. And yeah. That, I, I left that out of the article oh because the article was so thick. Oh, yeah. It was talking but about all it, that. it was talking about how that was yeah. like a more recent technique yes, that had recent. been like recently discovered where mm-hmm. you basically you're like rolling the bottom of the controller, right? No. So what happens is you have the controller. So you have it up, up against your leg like okay. this. 
the controller is pressed against your hand, so the buttons are against your hand, and the way that you're able to move it with your fingers, because your fingers are not, your brain cannot move fingers quick enough for those um, pieces to be placed. So what you do is to move them, is that since it's up against your your, your hand or your, or your leg, the way you're holding it, um, you you flick the the back of the controller, right? And that would be to move over one or to move over or to rotate it, right? And so each different flick, it literally, you'll see Tetris players, it looks like they're doing this. They're doing this over and over and over, or they'll be like, it's some of the craziest ways I've My ever mind seen is anyone. Blown, like, bro. like, just look up rolling because it is like, it is the way that those like pro that kid he was rolling. You always wear a wristband on your hand. You can see it yeah. on it or like a sweatband because um, you have it like pressed up against your hand and you're uh, you're flicking like every that single is time. Isn't that is nutty. That is yeah. so nutty. So once bro. you get so far into that game, you literally like your the human brain and body can't keep up with how fast those pieces are coming down. Right? Yeah. So rolling is the only way that you can do it. Dude, this is nuts. Nuts stuff. That right? is so nuts. Yeah, all right, all nice. y'all's homework out there. Yeah. Look up rolling. Look up, Look up rolling, Tetris man. Tetris rolling. Yeah. A literal technique made for this Created it. 40 year old game. Yeah, it that's, did. That's so nuts. It was man. discovered and now it's. All right. Joshi, what do you got for. All right. One so for, for number one, um, I reported on this, but I also didn't get to mention because during the break. Uh, I got to see this, um, but do you remember the uh, the boy and the heron, the brand new yes. Studio Ghibli movie? Yes. Um, so just a quick little recap. I okay. saw it. Uh, it's incredible. It has. You saw it? Yeah, in theaters with me, me, Dory, oh, and Azzy. You told me this. Yeah. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, I okay. think you did. Like yeah, or yeah. that you were going to see. It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I'm, over when on the break when I was gone. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I went and saw it uh, with Azzy and and, and Dory. And uh, it's just incredible. Like like those Studio Ghibli movies are filled with a level of just like magic that no other like studio will ever be able to create. Yeah. Especially Hayao Miyazaki, he is um, he is the master of his craft. And it was kind of beautiful because it's his last movie, mm. and that's kind of what the movie's about. It's about oh, really? kind of coming to terms with this world that you are creating um because this entire time he's been wanting to his son to become uh, an animator and kind of take in his place oh yeah and he's been very disappointed in a lot of aspects and he feels like he is the only one who's able to do this um and so he feels alone in this in in this world uh in that sense because he is kind of the the master of this craft right and yeah. uh the movie's about that and it's very beautiful it's about letting go it's about like like moving on and, and finding uh uh kind of the pieces that you need even when you think that you're missing pieces yeah finding the pieces that you truly need not like the whole picture if that makes sense definitely um i know that sounds kind of confusing but it was beautiful no, I'm following yeah it, as 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 a review knowing the context going in and knowing what hayao miyazaki is kind of going through before seeing it I think was a uh, was really I think is really important. Uh, it was also just incredibly animated and really well done. But the Do you think uh, it looked better than like all the other. Oh shoot? yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, it looks you know very similar. You know, it's it's by the same vein. But there were some scenes the way they were filmed and shot that I could just tell were done in this very like like fluent yeah. style. Yeah, I uh, guess like a better really, question. Like, yeah. th- could you see kind of like an evolution of? The yeah. animation and 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 like the artwork. I would absolutely say so. Yeah. If you, especially if you follow Hayao Miyazaki's work, like everything he has done throughout the years, 
um, like starting with Nausicaa and then moving on to all all the other stories. Uh, yeah, it's very clear. You can yeah. see you can see it's modern and beautiful, but still looks like a painting in its own way. Uh, and it was fun and funny beautiful. and good, and it just had everything you would want. Um, but, yeah. but 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 makes me happy. Yeah, absolutely, me too. So uh, yeah, Studio Ghibli's Boy and the Heron wins uh, Golden Globe. For uh, the best animated picture of uh, in 2023. Let's go. Yeah, so it, it, it won uh, the Golden Globe. Way, is, way, 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 yeah. way. Didn't Across the Spider-Verse come out last year? It did. And it beat Across the it Spider-Verse? Did. Yeah. Do you the, agree with that? the Golden Globes. I'd say so. Uh, I think Across the Spider-Verse is incredible. Yeah. Um, but it's really not like, like Golden Globe or like Oscar worthy when it comes to like the the story itself when you look at the story it is telling a very very complex story but it's not finished and it's not uh it's not metaphorically like like profound you know what i mean i see what you're saying and so the idea of this story is it's a little bit more than because that movie to be honest i like that movie more than this movie yeah you know what i mean i like spider-verse more than this yeah but this is a little more powerful in a way that you only see uh, every once in a while, like 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 every once, uh, there are not a lot of movies like this that are very sure. personal, but yet so beautiful, and everyone can find something from it because of the fact that it is so personal, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, Spider Verse is personal to its own sense, but it's also a superhero movie with action and comedy and all these things, and it's just not as profound. And yeah. so, uh, you know, is it a tough choice? Absolutely, but I can absolutely see this being a, a very yeah. a very clear well, I winner for the, be the best most uh, qualified person to answer that to be honest absolutely so. <clears throat> because i know how much spider-man means to you yeah. as well as into the spider-verse itself yeah. i would say you know even into the spider-verse i had a better movie going experience I, I had a better like i enjoyed it more watching it uh the first time uh and i thought about it for so much after um, but this movie is just it's just a little too special mm. to like like yeah. really pass up on an award like that yeah. you know what I mean yeah, it's just absolutely. a little too a little too uh, incredible and um, and this animation too like these movies don't come a lot often you don't see a lot of animated movies nowadays Disney stopped no, doing uh, 2D animation and so this kind of beautiful fluent storytelling that feels almost fairy tale esque yes. is a rarity in its own sense and now that Hayao Miyazaki's out I mean I'm glad he's been able to find like this kind of uh, beauty in it right yes. and create this story in it but I'm gonna miss it I don't know when's the next time I'm gonna see a story with that much uh, just beauty put into it yeah so, uh yeah, wow, very good. Well, thank you, brother. Yeah, for real. Um, very good stuff. I loved it. I uh, I thought it was uh, incredible. Yeah, and I'm, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm super happy it won that award because I think it deserves yeah. it. And yeah. I think that it gives a lot of recognition towards uh, animated movies yes. and, and what they can really do and, and the stories they can tell. Uh, I don't think there should be a best animated picture. I think that all animated movies should be put into because it's ridiculous putting spider-verse up against that movie in yeah. the first place no, because sure. they have nothing to do with each other like they're basically saying like like animation is not a genre it's yeah. not even close to a genre animation can be any genre it's just a style in which you would make a movie no you're right and so you're and so right. the genre of of spider-verse as an action adventure comedy or whatever it is and uh the boy in the heron 
being, uh, you know, whatever it would be, a, 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 a an adventure melodrama, yeah. right? Um, those are two very different very. categories, and and I just think it's 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 the way that people don't understand true like what can be done in animation. Uh, and and trying to fit it into a box mm. and trying to say that you know you know this is where the kids stuff goes and it's not it's yeah. not the case at all if anything you're undermining the idea you could this movie the boy and the heron i believe has so much so much more effort put into every single shot wow than you're uh, than a movie that you could do in live action yeah you know what i mean yeah. so it's just it yeah i, I yeah, think it's that making you feel that way I mean, oh absolutely and so, and I've always felt that way about the Golden Globes and the Oscars. They have oh, sure. a category for animation, and it makes yeah, no, no sense. Yeah, no, that literally makes no but sense. But I am happy that uh, Boy in the Heron got it. Yeah. I am happy about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yes, okay, sir. sweet. Yes, sir. Thanks for covering that, Josh. Of course, man. Okay, number two from me on the right. video game side of things is... You already guessed. It's on Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. What can I say? More hype train coming. Mm. Yes, it's specifically talking about the ending scene. The scene that has been repeatedly brought up by, like, it's the biggest point of conversation and fan speculation right now Mm. in the series. But it's talking about the iconic Aerith Sephiroth scene Mm. that happens in the original Final Fantasy VII. So, as you know, it is Sephiroth showing up very out of the blue and stabbing Aerith right at a pinnacle right. point in the story. Right. Um, whether you've seen it or not, like I've seen the scene, right. but I didn't play the original game and experience right. that scene. Um, but it's pretty iconic. It's very iconic. Like yeah. at that point in time, um, it actually the director touches on it in this article when he's talking about it. But at that point in time, like the weight of that scene and mm. that happening, it hadn't really been done before mm. in even like movies. To right. some degree, but right. especially like a big epic, like plot based JRPG like yeah. this, it's uh it's huge, you know. So I'm gonna dive into the the nitty gritty here of what exactly was said at a recent interview, yeah. And uh, we'll just dive into it a little bit. But uh, story is called Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Creative director discusses the scene everyone can't wait to see mm. by IGN. Okay, yeah. so Tetsuya Nomura. Uh, the creative director of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth states he was, quote, able to do what I truly wanted to with this title. Oh, man, that gets me so That is pretty hype. hype I like the bro. way he says that, too. Yes, uh, because he did not talk that way. Uh, like, he, this guy doesn't say things he doesn't mean, basically. Right. So the fact that he is saying this in, like, right when the game is about to come out in about a month from right now, right. Um, that is that is so hype. And that, I think agree. that is... Uh, it is just big, and I think for everyone who's really on this hype train with us. Absolutely. Okay? Um, so, talking about one of the most iconic scenes in the history of gaming, the death of Aerith by Sephiroth. Bunch of quotes here. So, quote, beginning with the original Final Fantasy VII, when we started working on it, it was already decided from the get-go that life would be a central theme. Mm. I knew it had to depict life and death within this title. Prior to Final Fantasy VII, there have been other titles where characters were experienced tragedy, but many of them come back or have been revived in some ways. But I believe that loss is something that happens unexpectedly, and it's not something so dramatic or drawn out, but is something in which a person that you have just conversed with is suddenly gone and is never coming back. I believe that the person who dies should not return in this title, and that is just what we did in the original. For Rebirth, 
Nomura is very proud of what the team came up with, and he believes, quote, the way we have depicted it brings about a new emotion and a new feeling for both players who have played the original and newcomers. Wow. End quote. While we don't know yet if Aerith will make it to the credits of Rebirth, it has been confirmed that the game will end with the fateful encounter at the Forgotten Capital, which is where that scene takes place in the original. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Director Naoki Hamaguchi said, quote, players will see the characters interact and deepen their bonds with each other, wow. which is the focal point of this story, end quote. Wow. Yeah, so big hype, yeah. and it's not exactly, um, like, news, mm. because, to be honest, I really feel like from that second trailer mm-hmm. with them sh- literally showing the scene in question right. and having a couple added t- tidbits, which is, like, there's a little ghosty in the corner, and then there's a couple of Sephiroth feathers. It's mm. like, all right. They are definitely setting up, like even the camera angle and everything. Yeah. Like you can look back at the original cutscene, even though it looks kind of shoddy, it right. still is like it shows Aerith. It's a very close up to her, so you can't really see much else. And it shows like in the Forgotten Capital, it kind of shows like spirits and whatnot in the mm. background. It's just kind of iconic looking. Sure, sure. And so it's like a definite recreation wow. of that original scene, right? And that's, that's how wild. the trailer ends. That's wild. And because of everything they've done with kind of plot changing to kind of, that's what remake is all about, is right. that it's not a remake. Right. It is a, like, complete It's canon. a rebirth. It's a rebirth is what it is. That's a better... Uh, that's right. Right. Yeah, it's, and it, it's so interesting because Caleb and I, you know, we did our whole episode analyzing and hyping mm-hmm. and talking about theories right, on right, right. Rebirth. But I do think there is very intentional reason that they called the first game Remake when it mm. was not a remake. Right. And now with this one being called Rebirth and with the, another interview where he's saying like, hey, like the theme of this game is life. Right. Okay. So Rebirth. Right. Life. Right. Death. Right. This scene. What is going to happen? Yeah. Man? Who knows? Who I knows? could not say. I mean, I think that's really exciting though because... Uh, you know, I mean, the 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 lamest part about a remake, truthfully, is the fact that you know everything is 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 coming. I completely agree. Uh, and so, just turning that on its head is uh, exciting in its own right. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So I'm loving it. So prediction right now. Oh yeah. Do, and I know like you're um, like a little more limited on kind of like um, your scope of this, or even like if you're gonna play it. Right. Prediction right now. Mm. Do you think Aerith will die in that scene? I think this scene they're they're gonna um, I think they're gonna twist it some way. I don't yeah, think she's gonna die. You don't think she's gonna die? I think someone else will die. I think I someone's think so gonna too. hop in front of the sword, mm-hmm. and then Aerith is gonna live, and then that person's gonna die, and then they're gonna have to they're gonna do the same thing, but Aerith won't be dead. Um, kind of like an alternate like an alternate ending thing. Yeah, they're gonna do like a like a Scott Pilgrim takes off. Oh, you know? okay, okay. Have you seen that? No, I haven't, but. Yeah. I know you're huge, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? The last thing uh, I'll add on is that uh, Caleb and I were talking about this in the theory crafting. Mm-hmm. But one of the last lines that Sephiroth says to Cloud yes. at the very end, they like go into, they're almost teleported into like this space. I don't know if you've seen the scene, but it shows Sephiroth and Cloud, and uh, they're ta- they were just in a massive boss fight, yeah. trying to literally like save this thing called the Harbinger, a big, huge plot ghost right. from destroying everything it seemed right. like, okay? And then Cloud and Sephiroth are sucked out and they're just in this plane that shows, like, basically, look, it's called the edge of creation, yeah. okay? And it's just space 
and you're on what looks like the surface of like a moon or something, like oh. some like celestial plane. Right. And you look up and you'll see you see like a galaxy kind of look like it's forming. Right. You see like another kind of like what looks like a supernova, and then you see like the sun. And it's literally just Claude and Sephiroth. They go through a little cutscene where they're fighting, and uh, Sephiroth like laughs and doesn't actually like want to kill Cloud, but he says seven seconds till the end. What will you do with it? I wonder. And another like fan conspiracist on YouTube pointed right. out that when the cutscene starts in the original game with Sephiroth and Aerith, it is exactly seven seconds before Aerith gets stabbed by Sephiroth. Oh, that's really interesting. For, it's it's all like I feel like they're from the beginning have intentionally yeah. been building up this scene, that scene, and what is going to happen. Absolutely. Because also, what I'll tell you too with. Uh, like the like limited knowledge you have on plot. Yeah. Basically, like were you aware that Sephiroth summons a meteor? Right? Yeah, yeah. And that's of like his whole yeah. thing. I played Smash. Okay. Yeah. You know from yeah. that background. Yeah, I know. It. In the original game, the reason that Sephiroth is ultimately defeated and the Earth is saved from the meteor mm -hmm. is because Aerith died, implying. Mm. Aerith needs to die then. It's her destiny. Everything that has happened, like that does happen, all the sadness, like Zack dying, you know, right. that was all necessary parts to make the original plot happen. Right. And the reason that Aerith needs to be dead yeah. is because she summons the most powerful white magic spell in the game called Holy, mm. but she can only do it within the live stream, which is where your soul goes when your physical body dies. Oh, interesting. So... She summons in the live stream, saving everyone. Right. So then the theory is kind of brought What's up now. Happen like if she doesn't die. Right. She, the world I, she gets knows yeah. she needs to die. Right. What's gonna happen? She kills herself. Bum bum bum. So that's where we are, brother. Okay. Oh, that's good stuff. Let's move on. It's good stuff, bro. I love uh, it. It's just. Mm, I'm, I'm when you were talking about, about this, that, man. it made me want to play Xenoblade Three really bad. Really? Yeah, because oh. you were talking about the universes, and I was thinking about that one scene at the beginning where you see Noah as a kid. And yes. Everything freezes, and in his eye, you see the two universes start to. I don't know why I was thinking about that, dude. But I was like, dude, I need to play that. Yes, game. bro. That's such an iconic scene. It's too, so man. so cool, dude. <laughs> Um, All of it. Okay. Love what it. do you got for your last piece of news, my brother? Last oh, wait. Piece of news. This is number two, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, let's keep going. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did you start getting ahead time? of the game? I did start. Oh, okay. You normally start. Right? I normally do. That's that's, that's why literally we're, yeah. why. Yeah, I'm all fucked um, up. So check us out. We got a. We got a. Arcane. Season Arcane. Two. Uh, just dropped its uh, first teaser trailer. Oh, yeah, yes. So, let's go. Um, we don't see too much, but we do see uh, enough. To know that it's gonna be, it's gonna be just as I, I can tell. It's gonna be pretty dark. Yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty dark. Uh, but yeah. I'm really excited because, uh, yeah, uh, we got a release date of uh, November of this year. Okay, 2024. So uh, that's my deadline later this to, year. Uh, that's to when... catch up and watch it. Oh yeah, you yeah. haven't finished it. No, I only got like halfway through. Oh my god! And I think I, I want to restart it with Kendall because yeah. I think she'd be down. I don't know how there. It was a crazy cliffhanger. I don't know. Oh what really? The hell... Yeah, I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. It's really good. Um, I would say Arcane is probably one of the more impressive animated shows I've seen in the Definitely. last ten years. Uh, just because of the animation style, like uh. You know, I want to. You know, I want to say it's like, like, uh, kind of like ca cartoonish meets um, like that three D style, which yeah. I really like, and like a hand drawn, a hand drawn style. kind of style. Yeah. Uh, my favorite scene in the whole show, 
even if you haven't seen it. Actually, no, just watch the whole thing. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Jinx versus Echo? Have you seen that? No, part? because dude, I, it was so. It's I think so when I stopped, well Echo animated. was introduced. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dude, it is like I literally pulled Dorian into the room and I was like, "Bro, just watch this scene because it is so fucking." cool it's like it's, it's like so sick. oh my god one of my favorite scenes it literally gives me chills thinking about it so um very exciting yeah very exciting about super that. high yeah. bro wait yeah, i check out question does uh does echo what what like power does he have he rides around on a skateboard okay uh not like a skateboard but it's like a floating like uh, a little, hoverboard. Like hoverboard thing and then he has a uh, like a stopwatch okay and um uh I'm kind of forgetting now, but he was really cool. Okay, I yeah, I he was, was like wondering bombs. Be, I think. Okay, yeah, think yeah, bombs. like like time bombs. Yeah, time bombs. Yeah, I I was wondering because I haven't seen that part of our game, yeah, yeah. but I was like an active league player, league player when Echo yeah. came out, and right. I was pretty obsessed with Echo for yeah. a minute because his whole kit design was yeah. based around time. Yes, right. So it's like that he was scene. Like the chrono something. Yes, yeah. That scene has everything to do with like the stopwatch he holds oh, on to, dude. And it is so fucking That's so fucking cool. good. It's literally so so sick, dude. Um, um, I'll even like add. So like when you're playing the game, yes. it's in like a top down view, right? Yes. So you got like this is like your little echo, and you're running through. When yeah. you hit your ultimate, yes. Your ult. What your ultimate does is it go. It takes echo back. To his exact point, he was like three or four seconds into the past. I see. And he does a big mega boom what? when he does that. And he's completely like immune from damage and what? anything when it's happening. That's so, so once cool. you reach your ultimate, which is like yeah. level like six, I think, or level right. five, you have like a, there's like echo and you're doing your thing. And then a shadow of of echo is there that's not doing anything he you can just see him right but you can only see him as the player mm. the enemy can't see him that's so nice. there's just this shadow echo running around that's yeah. like where you were four seconds ago right. and so like you're initiating a fight or you're doing something it so much so clever tough. shit you know i love that i uh i absolutely think you should rewatch it because um even i kind of want to rewatch it now like when i think about it um but yeah Hell yeah. Good stuff. Oh yeah. Good stuff, baby. Good stuff, All right, Joshi. My last piece of news here yep, for yep, you. Yep. Number three is Steam Update adds new game genre category. What are we talking? Yeah. This uh, it was big enough to make headline news. So okay. what are we talking? Okay. That's a good question. Uh, Count this from by way of game rant here for the news. So uh, it's a new boomer shooter category for its lineup of games. Boomer shooter. Boomer shooter. What do you think that, that means? Mean? Uh, like an if you're old, make a guess. old style uh, shooter, like a Doom style shooter. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, the, and they give some like kind of uh, Boomer clarification. Boomer shooter is a fucking hilarious name. That's I know. So funny. Yeah. That's hilarious. Like looter shooter. Have you heard that term before too? Looter shooter? Looter shooter. No. Looter shooter. What is that? That's like, um, like uh, akin to like a uh, like Borderlands. Oh, where okay. It's like, yeah. Um, yeah. Like you kind of level up, and but it's it's about like you're getting loot, right? It's almost like an MMO or RPG meets a shooter. Right. That's like looter shooter. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Destiny is a little bit of a absolutely. Looter shooter, yeah. You know? uh, Destiny. Yeah. That's a good example. Yeah. I'm thinking like, uh, <clears throat> like a. The one you just said, Borderlands. Borderlands, yeah. That, I think that's where the term was like coined from as Borderlands. It was like an OG. I love it. Uh, so while the jokey title pokes fun at more traditional style shooters, the category is a legitimate addition that highlights a unique style. In 2023, 
Steam broke its own record for the most games released within a year on a platform. What? As it added over 14,000 last year. 14,000 games. That's wild. It broke its own record. That's insane. Insane. So, another category. Okay. Respectable. It definitely helps to kind of like differentiate the chaos here, right? right? right, right. So, Boomer Shooter includes games that resemble 1993's Doom's classic approach. These titles often include fast-paced and violent gameplay centered around a wide array of unique enemies while supplying the user with beefed-up weapons like the super shotgun and grenade launchers. The gameplay mechanics in these games often exclude a sprint feature, unlike most modern shooters, yet still allow for skillful movement through other actions such as jumping. Currently, there are 150 games in this category, with examples being Ultra Kill, Warhammer 40k Bolt Gun, Dusk, Turbo Overkill, and Black Mesa. Do you know of Black Mesa? Black Mesa. Really? Yeah. Which Holy uh, shit. you know about that, right? Because and you played it, right? Uh, Have I haven't downloaded, but I haven't. Played you haven't it. played it. I played the original Half Life, right? When I, when I was playing it through them originally, but it wasn't out by the time I was originally. Playing. Yeah, because that's they like just newer ish, right? Like two years ago, like two they or three. They just dropped it. Yeah, yeah. They just dropped Caleb it. Caleb played through. Yeah, uh, and he's a big Half Life. I am so excited to play it. I'm not kidding. You should play that. That's my plan. ASAP. My plan. I literally was like, because this morning I uh, I was dealing with all my stuff, and I was like, oh my god. I think I know what I'm going to do because the reason I haven't beaten Half-Life 2, Episode 2 yet, is because I don't want it to be over, right? But once I finish up Episode 2, I think I'm just going to start over Black Mesa and then just work my way down to just do it. play them all. Hell yeah. Because I just love that series. I like how you're having like, the, the grand strategy. You're like, you're well, like, here's where I'm at. Yeah. Here's where I want to be. Yeah. But I don't want to be because X, Y, Z. Right. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm <laughs> right? Yeah, Plan absolutely. of attack. That's the way we do it. I love it, bro. Um, is Cruelty Squad on there? I didn't see that on the news article for an example, oh, okay. but I, I was just I, curious because uh, you haven't heard of Cruelty Squad. Mm-mm. It's got, it's a absolute uh, cult following. It is um, really kind of taking a kind of taking names to be honest with you. Cruelty Squad. Cruelty Squad. Yeah, it's a very like. Here, I'll look that up while uh, you give your last uh, news yeah, piece here. Yeah, absolutely. Cruelty Squad. Cruelty Squad. Yeah, give I've it a never look. Heard of it? Okay. Um, alrighty. Well, uh, let's see. Um, kind of a kind of a weak weak last one, but uh, this, okay. this is what we got going on. Yeah. Have you heard of Doro Hidoro? I don't know if I have. It's an anime with a lot of uh, it's a it's kind of a uh, I keep saying cult classic. I don't want to just say that all the time, but it really is. Anyone who's just kind seen of a cult it, classic, kind of a cult classic. Anyone who's seen it absolutely adores it. Some okay. people I know, it's like their favorite anime of all time. It's called right? Dori E Dori. Uh, Doro Hidoro. So oh, it's okay. one word, Doro, like D-O-R-O, he, like he, and then Doro, like D-O-R-O, okay. all one word. Um, and people love this show, right? Uh, it is a very, very popular one. And uh, wow. last the last time anything was updated for it, um, the, the first season was released four years ago. And they just announced that there's going to be a season two no coming way. out. Yeah, and this is a uh, this is honestly some of my favorite things uh, to see because um, I am not always a fan of the idea of trying a show if it doesn't have all the fan appeal right off the gate 
or it's not just like it doesn't blow up. Just pick up another manga. Yeah, I don't really like that. I want I want a story to at least have uh, more than one season of a, of legs to stand on. Mm. You know what I mean? And this is a four year old show. Like they could have absolutely said like that first season is all they got. Um, but they absolutely. announced they're working on it. Yes, and, and I think okay. it's more of like a. Um, I think it's more of just a, a, a testament to what anime can be now. Yeah. Because uh, kind of during like the 2010s, it really felt like anime was, it, it comes out, it can get canceled, and it'll be done. Mm. Now, Bleach is fucking back. Naruto is getting new episodes. Like, like uh, There's all, like, like a resurgence anything that can, is huge. Anything can come back. Yeah. Genuinely. So it's like, doesn't matter how much time, it, it can come back if, like, uh, if, if, it, if it's... If someone wants to see it, it'll probably come back. Yeah, okay. And uh, it just makes me a little happy. So I like that article, but I've never seen Dorohidoro. I know you haven't either. So no. it's more of the idea. Of, okay, uh, yeah, like that. that's hype, bro. I'll Pretty take cool more stuff, idea. Right? Yeah, I, I looked up Cruelty Squad here. Yes. It looks very akin to that style. That's what just I was like thinking Doom. right when I like saw everything from it. Or when you were explaining yeah. the, uh, the thing, I was like, oh, it sounds like Cruelty Squad. No, this, this looks yeah. like... Yeah. Very akin to yep, a, yep, yep. Boomer shooter, a boomer shooter. A boomer shooter. Yeah, I don't know if I can, uh, if I'll remember that, but I gotta add that to my vocab now. Yeah, boomer, boomer shooter, shooter, brother. The, uh... All right, brother, I got the bonus bites here for you to wrap up our Let's news today. Uh, I got quite a bit, so hang tight. Uh, number one is AOT, the final season. Oh yeah, dub release. That's right, baby. On the seven. What is uh? Yeah, so three days ago. It's a 10th today, right? right? Yeah, three days ago, it released. It's currently just on Crunchyroll. Yeah. But it will be coming to Hulu. Is Um, it on Funimation, too? Maybe. Uh, I just know that Crunchyroll, like... They are the same company, so I'll I'll literally Yeah, like Funimation does the dub work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Crunchyroll's just like the the biggest host platform, even though Funimation has their own. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That's the way it goes. Yeah, I would. I would bet it would be on Funimation too. But yeah. it is currently just on a Japanese streaming platforms. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. Um, with it coming to uh, Hulu soon. It didn't really like have didn't a say release date or time. anything. But that is hype because I watched hype. the final two, and we'll get into it with the main topic. But the yeah. final two specials that were like the hour and a half long, which is like, yeah. uh, if I remember right, each yes. of those specials, right? There's two of them. Yes. They're like. Three episodes in one, um, or four episodes in one. What do you mean? Like it literally, as you're watching through it, it literally says like. Oh, it says like chapter. Or yeah, episode. I think it's three chapters. It's like three per. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, okay. So then the last you know how they six love, chapters, they love breaking it up so much. They love it, bro. They had to have chapters for the final. So that's a t- listen to this. It's okay. Attack on Titan, final season, part three, parts one and two. It is broken in. So there is, there is. If you wanted to reference something so specific, you'd say, "Oh, Attack on T- uh, Attack on Titan Final Season Part <laughs> Three, Part Two, Chapter Two. You could say that. Nuts. If you wanted to. Literally nutty, man. You really want to? Yeah, I, I really don't want to. But oh, the dub is coming out, and I'm really excited because I do want to. Um, I really like the sub, you know. Yeah. It, what everyone said, you know, like. Oh uh, yeah, they released it, on Funimation, by the way. Hell yeah! Okay, so it's sweet. on Crunchyroll or Funimation. Sweet, you guys can find that there. I'm definitely gonna be watching it because. Yep. Uh, I finished those last two specials, so the last like six episodes yeah. in sub in Japanese. Having experienced the entire series in dub up until that point, mm-hmm. I definitely see, like you know, like uh, like Reese and like some other people are saying, like, hey, like the way to experience AOT is sub. 
and I see a lot of that argument. We've talked a little bit yeah. off and on cast, and there's there's just a lot of like uh, gripe with Bryce and mm. his his role of like kind of future. Yeah, mm. and, and and I understand right a little bit. Like I understand like okay like who's got gripes. Reese has a big gripe. With Bryce Pappenbrook's yeah. performance as future Aaron? Yes. Yeah. I completely disagree with that. Yeah, like, I agree with it to a point. And I, I see the appeal of, like, I felt like his performance was so good yeah. up until final season, up right. until the time skip in future Aaron. Right. Um, because it is, like, kind of like a muddled version of his voice. It's kind of, like, tainted. But I feel like it's in. Intentional. But it's like very what, yeah. Also, that's the way that it, it's supposed to be. It has to be. And right? that's if you watch the sub, it's the same exact thing. Right. So his there's argument no, is no that difference. the sub voice actor yeah. is just does it way better. Uh, and I disagree. Yeah, I, think I don't know if that anything, I agree. If anything, I I would think either they are on the same level, or I think Bryce's performance extends beyond mm. uh, the original performance. Which is, you know, I'm 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 biased no, I appreciate because you saying I've that. I've watched it multiple times, but I just rewatched it. And when I first watched AOT part, uh, all the all the parts, when I was watching it in dub with my mother, mm. the only part that was out was part one. Okay. And so I watched all that dub. But I saw the scene where he is he like runs up and he and he's holding a mirror and he's like everything he says, he's you aren't you're no you're nobody's slave. Everything he says is so emotionally insane. Yes. It, there is no fucking way that you could convince me that that is not like one of the best performances in any anime. Yes. Though like for sure. like Aaron Yeager, Bryce, Bryce Pappenbrook has blown me the fuck away. Yes, man. And uh, I, I, I want to say the same thing too about yeah. uh Rhino's voice actor. Oh my god. Because his whole performance, like through and through, especially yeah. when you get into the nitty gritty of, yep. like you think Rhino's story is over and you right. dive into what happens in the right. final parts, like right. his performance was oh my God. also exceptional. incredible. Uh, the um, the performance of you know what is probably my favorite is Armin. Armin, I am not kidding. I and I've heard like uh, I've heard the voice clips from the final season where. Uh, that part where he's like screaming at himself yes. as he's like uh, kind of like fading away, right? I've seen uh, the clips of it and it is uh, incredible. Like literally Are just... you seen like the dub clips? Yeah, the dub clips. Yeah, just on like dude. TikTok. And it is genuinely oh, I- I- incredible. I hype! It's so Big good. Big hype. So um, look forward to that because that is now available. We've got a uh, second piece here is Spyro officially sent out a tweet that said, You gotta believe... At the uh, at the beginning of this year, hmm, cool. so uh, basically potential new new game hype for a uh, new Spyro release by Activision slash Xbox because Xbox owns Activision. That's right, now, right? new Xbox exclusive. Yes, sir. That so, would be so nice. uh, you know, potentially either some new thing for Spyro, like it, you know, like they did the trilogy. So now being like a brand new Spyro four, right. maybe just a reboot. Whatever's happening, right? right? That's hype. I love Spyro. Love it. We all love Next Spyro. Next on here is Cyberpunk 2077 getting an update soon. Um, apparently there's been uh, like, this is just, uh, it's not official, but yeah. what's been gathered from um, like basically like quotes directly from uh, the Cyberpunk team from CD Projekt right, Red right, right. On, on like X and stuff, basically saying they're looking into a lot of these things that fan of, fans have had outcry for right. since the, uh, the drop of like the newest big update. Right. Uh, I know Johnny... Uh, played it a little bit. I don't know if he, he's played it too much, but apparently there's some you know bugs and like whatnot. Sure. So apparently those will be addressed uh, in the next 
Tuesday or the Tuesday after, because that's notoriously when updates come out yes. on Steam is on yeah, Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and there's like a like some there's like a company who like looks up like patch notes or like coming patch notes for Steam games, and they said that um, there's a Cyberpunk one in there. Right. So, something it. to look forward to. Yeah, yes, I love sir. it. Caitlin Denver, Dever, my bad, Dever, has been cast for Abby in HBO's new oh, Last yes. of Us Part Two. Yeah. yeah, which is hype. Very good. Um, and a small quote I wanted to read: Our casting process for season two has been identical to season one. We look for world-class actors who embody the souls of the characters in the source material, coming from series co-creators uh, Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann. Um, said in a joint statement. They also Whoa. said, yeah. nothing matters more than talent and we're thrilled to have an acclaimed performer like Caitlin, Joe, Pedro, Bella, and the rest of our family. I was so, going to say, yeah, I, uh, uh, Abby's performance is probably one of my favorites in that In game. the game, right? If not, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. so it, it, that's hype. Yeah, because uh, it seems like she a was a good one. pick. I don't really yeah. know much about her other work. Yeah, but, I have not uh, seen it either. Like a bunch of uh, people are going crazy over it, other than the fact that she looks more like Ellie than Abby, and that's been a, a point yeah. of conversation. But whatever. That is absolutely <laughs> so fucking It's just funny. fitting the vibe of what we've been just talking about. Just what we've about. been saying. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, next Tend piece on here goes. is Pal World coming yes. January 19th to Xbox, PC, and Game Pass. It's going to be a Game Pass day one. Pal World? Uh, yes. I put this on here because I know you and I traditionally were not. Big Xbox gamers, you know, uh, but I like to point some things out that look interesting, and uh, this looks insane. Really? It is a anime-looking MMO-style third-person shooter game. That, like, it looks very colorful, fantasy huh. vibe. What's it called? It's called Pal World. P-A-L-W-O-R-L-D. It's one word. Uh, it's basically the description of it is it is Pokemon oh, it's the Pokemon shooter. As a shooter MMO. Oh my god, you're right. That's I don't know if MMO is the right word, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's done in like the style that of an MMO. That sounds so sick. It and looks the designs are really cool. sick, yeah, actually. World. With like abilities and you're sending yeah. out your monsters. Yeah. You're literally catching monsters in like a ball. Yeah. Right? And like, and they're kind of doing their thing very similar to Arceus. Yes. It looks hype. I am so down with this and I am excited as fuck. This looks cool. Yes, sir. This looks, looks sick. Really cool. Yeah. I love it. Uh, speaking of Pokemon, yes. number six is Pokemon TV app has now been removed from digital storefronts. No. And service will end permanently March twenty eighth. No. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I've never yeah. used that in my life. I know. Yeah. I don't know we, anyone. We who referenced it a little while ago. You said right. uh, you. I remember you brought it up. I was like, where can you even watch some of the Pokemon? You're like, well. You can watch everything, all yeah. the retro stuff on this yeah. Pokemon TV app. That's right. I thought it was ironic that it literally can't see uh, it. They're so. shutting it down. Shutting her down. Respectfully. Sakurai yes. had a quote uh, on X that he tweeted out. He said, I'm planning to wrap up Masahiro Sakurai on creating games. That's his YouTube channel. Mm. Uh, sometime this year. Until then, I hope you'll stay tuned. Dang. Why um, is he ending everything? Man? I know. But a lot of speculation here that that means he's working on a new game. Uh, huh. Allegedly, the hope is Smash. So, stay tuned for that. You know, yeah. I don't know if that's possible. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, but hey, anything. Are, are that... you like me, where you're just a little like nervous about the next Smash? Definitely. Like, like I don't. Know, I, don't know. I don't know if I want another Smash. I don't Smash even know if I want one because I, I'm okay. This with... is so perfect. perfect, as perfect as you could possibly get. Like it. Like I said, Ultimate Deluxe, I would take. You can add new characters. Yes. Give me like more spirit. Which, by the way, oh my god, they're adding new spirits. They are? For the first time in like a year and a half, 
They haven't added what? new spirits in a long time. What are the spirits? It's uh uh from the only ones I saw was it was Raru the uh, from Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. And then uh the some Pikmin four thing and then um some what? like a Splatoon three thing. I don't know why they're doing oh. it, but it's an event that's happening on the eleventh. That 11th, is crazy. I'm so excited. Literally so excited. I'm gonna. God, I gotta wait. I can't wow. do it at midnight. Yeah, that's that's getting my brain churning. I'm Isn't like, that funny? Are they still? Wow. I would love, but anyway, my point being, yeah. ultimate. Give me more spirits. Yeah. Do a. You could even just like make a new uh, story mode. You yeah. Could do a new like a uh, a world of light two, right? Right. That'd be hype. And you could do it with like more cinematics. You could do whatever you want. Mm. But give me more game. But keep those that roster the same. Yes, dude. That's what I don't want to lose because I know a new Smash would be losing characters. Yes. And I don't want that. Yeah. I also don't want on a deeper side. Like yeah. I don't want every Smash rendition mm-hmm. has been like they've tweaked the gameplay. Yes. And and you know like and sometimes it's not better because no. like there was a lot of complaints on Smash Four, a lot of complaints on Brawl. And like coming from the previous mm-hmm. games and the features, I think Ultimate has got it, it locked we in. Got man. it. Like really, we like absolutely I, got if it. If they changed anything, you know, yeah. like it would ultimately make you feel like a different experience. If yeah. you like, it, it would get to the point where yeah. after you played enough, you can't go back. No, absolutely. You know, because you would be so used to the new mechanics. So, so it's not that I would be saying like, oh, give me Ultimate Deluxe, but still let me go back to Ultimate. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But I would. Honestly, hate to go into a brand new Smash and feel like yeah. I need to almost relearn the mechanics. Here. Yeah. Because you have to do that. I completely agree. I was ready when Smash Ultimate was coming out. Right. Because of what it represented. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that was a whole new time. But I feel like everything we go to from this point is just going to be a downgrade. Yes. Yes, man. So, uh, and I'll, I'll even add on to that. Coming from Wii U Smash, mm. I didn't have the feeling of this is like perfect. Uh, like from the gameplay perspective, totally. right? But now being an ultimate, like yeah. I'm like, I don't think, and maybe it's just my limited scope, I don't mm. think this could be better on a gameplay side. I'm with you. So if you change it, I will be pissed. Right. You know, like I just don't, I'm not wanting that. I don't think anybody Absolutely. wants that. So I did hear an interesting thing though. Right? Oh, yeah. I know we got to move on, but. Um, uh, someone did say, I mean, one thing that I would be willing to see is uh, a new Smash Bros. where they rework every single uh, OG character. So one thing is like uh, a lot of people feel like the DLC characters get these really thought out, mm. very like deeply dived into their series, like uh, move sets that are very interesting. For sure. Uh, and Mario is not as much so. Or right. Link or Zelda or like even like all those characters, Donkey Kong. Uh, giving them a new move set and treating them all like a brand new character mm. would interest me. That would interest and, and me too. Cutting down the cast, truthfully, and being like, uh, but focusing on like, here's what I could see being good. Do that, and then focus on all like cut some people down if you have to, and then focus on new characters. Yeah, and have a, a like a do like a um, just like a like go crazy. Make one third of the new like of the care of it be new characters. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm do with some, that. Do I'm some, with that. Yeah, do yeah. some third parties too. Get Crash, Spyro. Get oh, get those so characters high. in there. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. That would be high. You know what I mean? Definitely. And then uh, you know I could see that being a new experience that I would want to get into. If they were like, we have redone every character, I'd be like, I'm interested. Yeah. Because then it would feel like you're learning something new. For but sure. I don't even need that that much. 
Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's best case scenario if you have case. to. Yeah. If you have to. Yeah, honestly, if they did, yeah. like, make a new Smash yeah. and Mario mm-hmm. didn't change, like, I'd be what a little disappointed. Point? Because he didn't even, like, the only change they gave him from going from, like, uh, you know, the Wii U one into Ultimate. Was they gave purple him coins. A, yeah, and a taunt that sh- in a yeah. costume that shows off his game but it doesn't yeah. actually have, any, it doesn't have anything for no no cappy ability yeah. like, nothing like that or even just how disappointing it is for breath of the wild link to have the exact same move set as everything else you're yes. telling me like he doesn't have Ravali Ravali's gale like he doesn't have uh Daruk's protection yes man you could have just made his shield look like Daruk's protection you didn't have literally to. it's so perfect they just it's like those little things where you're like you missed out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I could see there being something good. That yeah. No, but let's right. move on. Let's right. move on. All right. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Number eight is Minecraft yes. Legends. This is the last oh, yeah. big Minecraft the game we that came out. About. Right. Yeah. Uh, the one that... Because I was a big uh, Minecraft Dungeons fan. Huge yes. on Dungeons. I mm-hmm. loved it. I, I want them to still make a sequel. Right. But uh, Minecraft Legends came out, I think, like last March. Mm. And they've announced that they are ending development... Uh, less than a year after launch, which is uh, very unlike Mo- like Mojang yeah. and uh, Minecraft in oh, general. Mojang? Yeah, I always do. Dude. Mojang. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, you. Gotta, I just right. always like, my brain is like, oh, the J is silent. Right. For whatever That's reason. smart. I get that because it's like, uh, you know, it could be silent. It, it could be. And so everyone could be saying it wrong. The but English you know, language is very strange. Very strange. You know, sometimes you just got to guess. I agree. Okay? Yeah, no. so that's oh, been yeah. my guess all this time, even though it's wrong. Okay? Uh, it. I but it. I, I thought that was worth pointing out. And honestly, like, yeah. good riddance. So sure. It sure. didn't, like, it looked like whatever to me. Yeah, okay? and I never thought about it. Yeah, ever. no. The only never. times I've thought about it is when we've reported it. Yeah, same. On here, yeah, so. exactly. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, the new yes. hype game coming out that has reached a uh, gold Dorian status. is so excited for dude. it. It's crazy. Yeah, I want to... Because the character looks just like Reese. Yes, noticed? dude. Because he's wearing the... I got to keep uh, Dorian informed on that. Yeah, absolutely. So you can inform him that they've added a new accessibility feature to the Metroidvania genre... Um, which is, you know, notoriously in the genre is a lot of going back and a lot of backtracking and a lot of like getting secrets because you have new weapons and new abilities now that you, you didn't have when you were at this place earlier. Right, right, right. right. So they added this ability that is a point of conversation. It was okay. a whole news article, um, basically talking about this needs to be a staple, um, which is that you can screenshot on your system, um, any anything okay so you take a screenshot and then you can pull up that screenshot in your map and you can mark on that screenshot and your map and and for points of reference that's pretty darn cool pretty darn cool yeah especially for the metroidvania genre yeah yeah yeah. um it seems like there's a lot of hype behind just that one added i was gonna say that it sounds like uh i mean i don't know i did not expect it to be as uh hyped but it sounds like people are really getting down with it yeah man yeah oh it releases in four days Four days. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's Shit. a fucking countdown on, on Google. Let's go. No, wow. The 15th, yeah? 15th, yes, All sir. right. All right, brother. Uh, number 10 here, Last, uh, second to last one on here, is Hogwarts Legacy revealed its sales numbers, and it had sold over 22 million units last year. Okay. Which they're still tallying up um, the actual most game, like the NPD and like whoever does like the, um, like, you know, recording of right, like sales right, right. and whatnot. Yeah. They're still tallying and it looks like it's literally between Hogwarts Legacy and Modern Warfare 3 wow. for the top sold game oh, last year. Shit. Which is really hype yeah. for Hogwarts. I mean yeah. like 
honestly anything competing with Call of Duty because right, right, it's right. one that oh, like that I don't want to say award, but that feat every yeah, year, absolutely. right? Like that's hype for a brand new like IP from Harry Potter to completely come out of the agree. gate and do this. Man, that's yeah. just good for everybody. That is good like for everybody. About, I so. completely agree. Yeah. Um, I still haven't played it. But Me neither. I, yeah. I, well, just a little bit that I played at Marshalls. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And I really liked it. I thought it was really... It, it captured the feel. Yeah. I, I've avoided most gameplay because I want to kind of experience it yeah, for myself. I think you should. But I kind of have this feeling where I'm like, I kind of want to rewatch the movies and then play it. You know what I mean? Plan of action. Yeah. You should do it. Plan yeah. of action. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. And the Got last it. one here, Joshy, for our bonus bites is 2024 yes. Xbox Developer Direct. I love how it's called a direct, by the way. Is that what like, they call it? That's literally what they call it. They had uh, <sighs> one last year, too, and that was when they shadow dropped uh, no way. a Hi-Fi Rush, like oh, during yeah. the direct, right? But it's called a direct. So I'm so confused. How You could choose any other you could. terminology here, right? That's a Nintendo. Uh, anyways, okay. Yep. So that this is coming out January eighteenth at noon Pacific time, uh, followed up immediately by the Elder Scrolls Online twenty twenty four global reveal, uh, what? which is set to be revealed that same day at one p.m. Mm. So this will be a little showcase with some yeah. news. So we'll bring that into next week because right. that's happening on uh, the eighteenth, which is Monday. No, no, it's, it's uh, next Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday. We won't be covering it next week. We'll cover it the week after, okay? But uh, confirmed details on there is yes. going to be a new Indiana Jones uh, game that's being developed oh, by yeah. Machine Games. Mm. So that'll be unveiled. Obsidian Entertainment's Avowed is going to be shown off. Oxide Games' Aura His- History Untold. I don't know anything about that, but um, that has hit headlines a couple of times. There might be something to keep an eye out. And then Ninja Theory, Senua's Saga, Hellblade 2. Ooh! Which, uh, big hype. Yeah. Hellblade 2. Sounds Um, cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then there's a rumor that there will be a shadow drop by Double Fine Entertainment. Okay. And uh, Double Fine previously did Psychonauts and... uh, the that Headlander game that I told you about that yeah, was by yeah, yeah. Uh, Adult Swim. Yes, that was done by that studio. Wow. So the rumor is they're going to shadow drop a game during wow. that direct. So something to keep our eyes peeled. Yeah, so wish we could report on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we will. We will. Don't you even sweat, Joshy. That wraps up our Pixel Press beautiful for this episode, brother. Thanks for uh, bearing with me on oh, that. Oh, of course, man. And we have no game drops this week, <laughs> so we can move right along. To hit side quest, our off topic for the week before yes. we dive into our main topic and yes. completely exhaust ourselves. Yes, uh, Joshy, the question I have for you today for yes. side quest yes. is: I would like you to share with me and the audience yes. a embarrassing story oh, sparked by a major fear or phobia you vividly remember growing up. So, as a child, sparked by a phobia? Yeah, like what? What's like a story? That it comes to mind if I'm telling you like, hey, like what what's like a major fear of phobia like experience you had growing up? Oh my god, I see what comes to mind. I don't know. Um Or you could tell your uh your splinter story. Oh I can't. You can't. I literally can't. It's I'll facts. pass up. <laughs> Holy shit. Um embarrassing. I don't know. Did you get embarrassed much growing up? Not really. I mean, yeah, like uh, reasonably, but nothing like that sticks in my brain. Yeah? That hard. But like... Mm, yeah, I don't know if like em- embarrassing is the right word. Just like... Just because I was afraid of something? Yeah, just like some, um, some story out of like a fear. Maybe like an irrational fear. Irrational fear. I feel like this would be easy for me because of my wood fear. 
but like usually I always had like a, I always had this thing where I didn't want to like stand out. So I'd usually try to fight my fears. Okay. Socially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. I still kind of do that. Yeah. Right? Try I, to I feel like we all do. You no know? big deal. Yeah. Maybe um, like at home though or something like with just your family or mm, some close friends. I gotta think. Um. Okay. I'll share mine. Yeah, give me yours. And uh, yeah, see if anything sparks. Something comes in. Yeah, I um, I had an irrational fear of spiders. Oh, really? Yeah, up until like mm. probably middle school. Mm. I had this fear because when I was like eight or nine, yeah. I remember my dad, uh, and my dad traveled when I grew up. So um, like a thing that I like vividly remember really is that like I never felt like I didn't have like quality time with my dad. Yeah. It's just that it happened few and far between because of his travels. Right. So a lot of like the memories I have with him, I yeah. really remember, you know, like right. I remember watching Star Wars with him right, and like, right, right. and all these things. I remember, uh, Lord of the Rings and, yeah, what, and my yeah. dad would like, he just, he'd come home and he'd really make it count, you know? So Absolutely. I remember he came home from work and, uh, from or like a little work trip and he wanted to show, like watch a movie. And we, we watched a mm. lot of movies growing up, you mm. know? And, uh, and it was me and my two sisters, and we're like my sisters were young. Mm. I remember, uh, and so I like honestly, I was probably and Jack like eight or nine. Yet? Yeah, Jack, okay. Jack, uh, Jack's nine years younger than me. So yeah, yeah. He, he either was like just born or like just on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, I was probably eight or nine. Okay. And the movie my dad <laughs> brought home to show us, and usually my mom was home too, but this was a night where my mom wasn't there. She was out like doing something, which yeah. is unusual, right. which meant she had no say. Oh, yeah. Boy. And usually my mama, my mom's always been a good mediator. She, yeah, we, me and my mom are really close now. Yeah. And uh, she's like said, like, how many times she's mediated between my dad and her kids because mm. he would just sometimes do things. And my mom's like, Were you thinking? Right. And this is one of those <laughs> moments because the movie he brought what? home was Arachnophobia. That's what it's called. Yes. Have you heard of this movie? Never heard of it. Yeah. Let me let me run you through a little synopsis here, and then I'll give arachnophobia. you. A R A C H N I A. Oh wait, that's arachnia. Uh, scratch the last day. Do O P H. Arachnophobia. There you go. O B I A. Movie. Something like that. Okay, yeah. So this is like a '90s movie. Okay. It's a horror comedy. Yeah. I don't understand the comedy part. Other than funny? like, there's like a couple of like scenes with the spiders just doing shit that like kind of makes you laugh. You know, like right. there was like this guy that like got uh, there's a spider hiding in his like sock drawer and he puts on a right. sock and he like keels over and dies like right then and there and it was like a whole right. scene. I don't think the movie's very funny. I don't understand uh, the comedy part. Interesting. However, I only really remember watching had this movie as it? a kid, right. and my dad had seen it. Okay, which is probably a reason that. He was uh, on board for it, okay? Damn. And trying to th show his kids a little thriller movie or whatever. Right, right, okay? right. Not knowing the implications or I guess the consequences of what would happen to his son after watching this movie. Let me give wow. you a short synopsis, Joshi. What the is synopsis it? is that a group of archaeologists, if I remember right, go yeah. to like they're, they're exploring uncharted territory. Yes. And they're, they're somewhere in Africa mm. and they discover a massive, massive tree. Like akin yeah. to like old world tree yeah. that had been around for like predating humans. Right, okay? right, right. They find this tree and they're trying to like discover shit. And they, in their like discovery, they, they notice like a wrapped up kind of like curled up dead spider okay. that is at the base of the tree. And then they yeah. start to notice there's a lot of them. Okay. Okay. And as they're kind of 
checking it out, right. you see like a couple more like fall from the tree, right? Mm. Like slowly. And they're massive, bro. Like, we're talking like this is the right. size of these spiders. Big okay. Spiders. Big tarantula guy. Right. Okay. And one of as they're kind of checking it out and trying to like get DNA and stuff, yeah. one of the archaeologists gets bit by one of these spiders and he basically like goes into a coma. He's still alive, but like non-responsive. He's right. he's gonna die, okay? Right, right, right. So they immediately evacuate and take this archaeologist to like give him a proper burial and like an autopsy back at the right, camp. Right, right, right. The spider sneaks onto the carriage Yikes. trough of the guy Uh-oh. into like a wood crate thing that he's in. Yeah. Okay? So they sneak, they get his body back to camp. The spider like bandwagons. Then they decide they're going to ship back this guy back to the United States right. where his family's from because right. he's no longer with us, right? right. The spider bandwagons again onto the the body's box and makes its way to the United States. The spider then escapes and nobody knows and finds its way into like a small, small, like a farm town in the middle of nowhere in like Missouri or something. Okay. And it finds its way into a house that's in the middle of nowhere on this farm. Yeah. Where just a little family, just like like a normal family. Right. With a couple of kids and some parents, whatever. And the spider makes its way into the basement and mates with a house spider that Uh was living in the basement. Uh This leads to thousands of spiders in this and it's a new species because it's been mated with this big big spider. And so all of these spiders kill with one bite. Okay. And yeah. they can be as small as like little like like normal spiders. Right, right, right. And that's basically like the setup synopsis for the movie. How did your I even, dad think dude, you could watch that? I have no idea. That's I remember two things crazy. about the movie that were crazy. Yeah. One was like the when the the house starts getting like big infected and it leads to the end plot of them literally needing to like evacuate and like figure something out. So they're trying to get out of the house. And literally thousands of like these black spiders are like spawning from like the corner of the house and spreading, right? So they're freaking the fuck out. And there's another scene at the end of the movie where they literally treat this spider, the the original spider, like it's a final boss. I'm right. not kidding. Right. This spider is in the basement. The house is burning up. And the dad is in the basement. The family's safe. But the dad's like, no, I got to get this spider right here, right now. And he has a bat. And he's tried shooting the thing, and he literally, this spider is like in like a tube, is one of those like pop out moments where it lunges out of the darkness oh, at yeah. the guy's face, and he like gets it down, he's trying to beat it, and he like it's ends up killing boss. it. It's yeah. the final boss. He like beats it into the fire, and yeah. you, you hear the spider too, like, you know, high pitched right, squeal, right, right. and the house like explodes, right? So. I had That's a fucking crazy. very, very, like, like I said, like it was a, uh, what's the word I'm even looking for? Like, um, a very exaggerated fear of spiders. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's another word I'm looking for. Was right. that what started it? Yes. Huh. Yes, bro. Wow. 100%. Wow. So I remember when probably like a year or two later, okay, family moves to Oregon. And uh, <laughs> I remember that I was home and it was just me and my mom. Yeah. Oh, my dad was in the kitchen cooking because yeah. that'll lead to the story. Right. And uh Basically, I'm sitting at home in my room, and I had like a rough day for whatever reason, and I was like, like a nine or ten year old kid, right. and I'm being overly emotional. I remember, I don't remember what it was about. I just remember being in my room with my mom, and she's like embracing me, like she's like on her knees, and I'm like just like hugging her, and she's yeah. like, she's just consoling me, right? And in the corner of my eye, I see like this black blur that looked like tarantula size go like 
from my room door right into the closet, which is like room door, closet. It just like, I just see like this like blur. I freaked the fuck out. I suddenly oh, went from this state of like sadness and I'm being comforted to I'm on my bed, standing on it, screaming. And I'm like, what is that? My mom is literally trying to take everything out of the closet one at a time. And I didn't have a lot of stuff. Like I was like a Did you see it too? kid. She didn't see it. Because her back was to the wall. Right, right, right. So she is like slowly, she's like trying to calm me down. She's slowly taking like my dresser. She's like moving everything out of my closet, which was not very big. Probably like the width of this table we're on, okay? And she moves everything and I don't, we don't see anything. And then as she puts the dresser back, she goes to like reach for something else in there. And Mm -hmm. I just see like a black blur from like behind, or this is the dresser. And it's like, like out and back. And I, I'm like, dude, that's like a fucking like tarantula something. So like, did you tell her to move the dresser? Yes. And I'm like, I'm still freaking out. Right. Okay. And like, it's, I'm not okay. And then, right. oh, and then my dad like is trying to like come in like whatever. Right. And she's like, no, I'll handle it. And then my mom moves the dresser and it's a fucking mouse. <gasps> oh, I knew it. I could feel it. You could feel oh, it. Oh my God. Instantly. Yeah. Me and my mom switched roles instantly where she's like so calm trying to calm me down she's you know doing all the things i'm on the bed crying we switch my mom is standing on my bed get it out get it out i've never heard my mom like scream in the top of her lungs she's screaming at this thing and it runs into the kitchen so my mom is like freaking out and it led to like my dad and i like like getting behind the fridge so you weren't scared anymore no like a switch, suddenly wow. I'm I'm chilling. Now I'm gonna be the hero. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm like, oh, it's just a fucking mouse. Stumbling I'll get this, bro. Mouse. Easy. Yeah, I very much remember that story. Wow, that's uh, hilarious. Like growing up, yeah. I love that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thanks for sticking along for the wow, journey. Ah, no, I loved it. I was I was invested. Yeah, good. Uh, I could feel it. The um, word I was looking for was irrational. By the way, I need rational fear of spiders. Irrational. That I, I that I realized I had to get over. Irrational arachnophobia. Yes. Irrational. That's a perfect way to put it. Yes. Irrational. Irrational. Danny. Stories come to your mind? Um, I mean, not really anything that great. So, I mean, we we could just stick it with that. Cool. I mean, because I'm loving that yeah. story. That was great. We got uh, plenty yeah. more to cover here. That's so. what I want to say. Joshy, let's end with that then, and let's go Ready? on a small break before we dive into our candidate event, my friend. Let's do it. I'm ready. You taking a break? All right. We are back. Joshy, yes, we sir. are here for the main event today, the canon event of something we have been uh, hyped about since... Uh, Towards the end of last year, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Finishing up Attack on Titan. This is going to be the Attack on Titan spoiler cast. That's right. Part two. Last time we talked about uh, basically a summation of all the events that happened in season one with, I think we like extended on um, to, we either talked about all of season two or we talked about like key events that happened in season yes. two. And so this conversation is going to wrap up the entire series and it basically is now covering what has been season three, final season part one, final season part two, yep. special one, and special two, which That's right. we talked about earlier, which is like the last six episodes wrapped up into two like hour and a half long uh, specials that also I thought it was uh, kind of interesting, like no anime opening, like nothing. I was yeah. uh, I was almost expecting like... Like a new intro? Yeah. yeah. Like I was almost yeah, yeah. expecting like the first episode in the each special to kind yeah. of stop or to start and then like once they had the second one then it would be the opening or something yeah i was kind of surprised they didn't have it but right 
Yeah, brother, let's, uh, I'm kind of, uh, I told Joshi that, um, as with, like, most, uh, I feel like anime-related, um, like, main topics over here. Right. Kind of giving him the floor, giving him yeah. the creative freedom to take this whatever direction he wants, because, man, Attack on Titan is so much. Yeah, There's no, so much man. to unpack. It is, it, and like you have talked about, it's, it's one of those things where, um, whether you say anything, whether you watch it alone or not, yep. you... This is something where you you wrap up this experience, I would say, and you are like you're in like a deep thinking mode. That's There's right. a lot of just things that are implied. Um, you know, like we'd mentioned it time and time again, but what makes the ride of Attack on Titan so amazing yep. and so like unique almost is like is the storytelling and how specifically they walk you through and present to you all these questions that. You know, like, you feel may or may not be mm -hmm. answered, but truly I think it wraps up and answers every question, whether they explicitly... Oh, is there someone peeking over there? Yeah, is there someone peeking? Is that Gabe? Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, no, no, it's not, baby. No, I'm like, no, push no, me no, the window. It's not Sophie, is it, bro? You want to come in? Uh, it's locked. Oh, damn. We'll I'm be right it. there, bro. You get right to time now? Yeah. All right, we are back. We said, uh, let Gabe in. We're doing our That's little... Right. Uh, Guys, Smash Night, we like to do like once a week, and um, Gabe is here a little bit early. Pro mostly my fault for not giving him a definitive time. And That's okay. That guy notoriously is uh, just early to everything, and right, I love right, it. Right. Yeah, gotta love. God love Gabe for that. You know what I'm saying? I can't remember exactly what I was in the middle of saying uh, right before I hit pause, yes. but I, I want to say like, the, oh yeah, the, just something about like the storytelling yes. in Attack on Titan yes. and how... I really feel, and through having a lot of conversations with uh, every, pretty much everyone aside from Josh, so yeah. I'm really excited to hear his analysis and, and take uh, my brain in the direction he wants to go. <laughs> but I feel like it, it really does answer all the questions, even if it doesn't like it, the ending, especially. It's it almost has a lot of things that you would think leaves it open to interpretation. Right. right. But the more I've thought about it, the more I feel like it doesn't. Mm. And I feel like. It, it comes to like this this place of like you don't have to like or dislike what happened yes. you don't have to like or dislike how it ends sure you just have to, they just they don't care about that they just right. want you to understand and that yeah. all everything does get answered yes. yes so with that being said Josh I want to give you the floor I was gonna say I'm ready to take the floor so first off attack on Titan I think is only as epic as the um, the things that come after what is set up. And this is the ultimate version of that. Yes. Of the ultimate end to what is set up. Yes. Because tr the truth is, if the answer behind the walls, you know, mm. was not as compelling as it is, and as it sets up for the rest of season four, right? Yes. It would not be as good of a show. If the answers were not as compelling, they opened up new questions and uh, complex but contextualized yes. the entire world and the show... Mm. It would not be what it is today. Absolutely. So to get us started, what I really want to get into, first off, full spoilers. I full don't, spoilers. I don't want, yes, uh, I, I didn't don't, mention that. This is a spoiler honest, cast. Yeah, I was going to say spoiler cast, but to be honest, I am saying this because I think the show is worth putting all the time and the effort into not even it's not even that hard to watch i just rewatched no. the whole thing in like a week yeah right it really is not like and obviously you know i didn't have a lot going on so i was doing that but i wanted to there yeah. was there your brain keeps thinking about the show and you 
it, it yeah. masterfully does the thing where you can't not click the next episode. Dude. Every time yes. something happens, it's literally like, okay, you got to yeah. hit another, got to hit another. Going to bed is is difficult if you're watching It is, show. man. It's and I'll like, attest, I was yeah. watching it like my second time right. with my partner, right? right? And yeah. we don't grind through shows no, really no, 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 no. unless yeah. we both want to grind through, right? And we were Absolutely. both like, I'm like, oh my God, we can't end on that episode. Absolutely. She's saying the same thing. Suddenly we watched right. nine episodes tonight. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's definitely so bingeable and you, yeah. it will be hard to not binge it. Absolutely. So I, I'm saying that because not only is it a spoiler cast, if you haven't seen it, I truly think you should go and check it out. 100%. And, and so, um, and so I'll, I'll give you that moment now, and then we're going to get straight into it. Yes, absolutely. Because uh, this, is, this is your moment. And I'm promising you it is one of the best experiences you could ever have. Gosh. All right. Yes. We gave our that warning. Being said. Everyone else who's still here either knows about it or is messing up a great opportunity. Absolutely. I'll tell you the truth. Um but what I want to get through right off the gate before I even get into my thing, what do you, Sam, believe the ending was supposed to represent or mean? And what was the point? And I'm talking the ending, the final the final act of Aaron's sacrifice. Right. The act in which um, to talk to them all individually mm. in their heads, mm. to tell them the plan, make them forget until the moment he's killed, mm. right? Yes. What was the point of all this? The point of Ymir seeing Mikasa's kiss with Eren, that, that yes. progression of love. Yes. The, the point of Armin uh, retelling all of it. Historia kind of recontextualizing their military yeah. at the very end. The entire end credits, which are some of the most insane things that I've ever seen in any show. You see this tree just completely mature and grow with the entire civilization. Yes. And we're not just going towards modern times. This is the fucking... You see the future of this of this civilization yes. blossoming into massive like what 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 could possibly exist in that world we don't exactly get to see but i want to ask i want to yeah. ask what do you believe that point is because yeah it, it, one of the biggest things about having that story is you're you're right it is to some degree open ended but it also has purpose and point. Yes. But I think the best pieces of literature, and I'm not kidding, this is up there with some of the best pieces of literature, in my opinion, Absolutely. that humanity has ever produced. So the point is, what did it mean to you? What did you feel it meant? And so I want to I want to ask that number like, right now, and I want to give you yeah, the are you, like so like specifically, like my Please. brain is going to like right Please. now with like y- Ymir, okay, yes. and like and yes. what how that wraps up like. What exactly worked? Yes. Why was this able to break the two thousand right. year cycle that right. Ymir was stuck in? What did right. Aaron understand that nobody else before him, right. no attack time before him, Zeke, no one understood what right. Aaron understood? Is that are you? Is that what you're meaning? Are you meaning like the takeaway beyond the story? I'm talking now? takeaway beyond, but also like what you just said. Yeah. If you feel like that was an important takeaway that comes Definitely. back, or even just like. An, an, an immense aspect of the character man yeah. what do you think yeah i uh, i want to touch on it because i feel like it was i literally had a jaw drop moment yeah with mikasa and how when she is beheading Aaron yeah. in that final scene yeah. and like when Aaron literally is like been lifeless yeah the whole time other than his yeah. zombie form right, right. and he looks up he and smiles, eyes. right? Yeah. He opens his eyes. I like yeah. maybe I don't even know if he gives a big smile, but it's just like he doesn't really give a smile. In, but but it's he like smiles a with his eyes, yeah, because absolutely. he 
has been this is the moment mm-hmm. that he hasn't been able to see past, but mm-hmm. he has been he has set up and he knows yep. this is what needs to happen. What I took from that is interpretation, and I want to know, like, uh, because it really seems like you have a lot of these things figured out, and mm-hmm. I still have some questions that I feel sure. like do have answers, but I don't understand. And them. I also wanted to give this as a as a moment yeah. that you could ask those questions. Okay, to me. sweet. So that's perfect. Uh, it was for me a mm-hmm. very full circle kind of moment with mm. my jaw dropping mm. of like oh my god the it going to i can't even remember if we've talked on cast about this too much but a big theme that i've really noticed in yeah. a lot of mediums right now and i think back to interstellar yeah i was talking to kendall about this literally yeah. when the series ended i said kendall what is the theme yeah. of interstellar right it is that love mm. is the only thing mm. that transcends everything, everything in time universe. space yeah. everything right, right? And funny enough, uh, I read a, a article that said that the director, the, the mangaka mm-hmm. for Attack on Titan, Isiyama. he had so much influence from other stories yeah. and other animes. Right. He referenced Interstellar. Yeah. And why would he do that? Dude, it was so obvious to mm. me because the takeaway I had of in that moment, like the answer basically yeah. stemming of like what, why this all makes sense right. is... Ymir was bound by the chains of love and she Mm. couldn't break it. Mm. Even if on paper she knew logically she shouldn't be struggling with this. She shouldn't be chained by this king, right? right? But she was and she couldn't escape. And she was searching for thousands of years for some thing to get her out. And she needed two things. She needed an attack titan that was... That understood her vision and mm. understood how to execute it because even she didn't know how. Mm. But she needed an Ackerman. Mm. And she needed an Ackerman because that's the only bloodline stemming from the Eldians mm. that is not under the uh, tech or the founding titan's true mm-hmm, power, mm-hmm. right? At least in terms of controlling their to actions. To a degree, yeah. Exactly. To a degree. She could still put she him has, in the zone. Yes, she has that, yeah. And she does have slight influence. Yes. Because those headaches yes. that Mikasa's been getting throughout the whole series yes. are it's Ymir's in- pull yes. towards towards what's been going on. Yes, absolutely. And That uh, actually was one of my questions because yeah. I didn't fully understand the headaches. So I, I want to, by the way, beautifully said. Okay. That's a really, I think that's, that is... Uh, a, a lot of what the series is is saying. Yeah, there's a lot that's also to be said where Ymir I- idealizes uh, herself, or sorry, uh, uh, immortalizes herself as a child. The girl who became a Titan wasn't the adult who had the children, who fell in love with uh, 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 King Fritz, like, yeah. or, or that had that laid with King Fritz. That's not the Ymir that exists in the same way that Aaron showed up as the child. So there's a lot of shit that goes with that idea in the first place, which is, okay, why are Ymir and Aaron set up like, like this idea? Because at the end of the day, Ymir and Aaron are the same. To a degree. To a degree. To a degree. Because Ym- but what Ymir was stuck on was love, quote-unquote, but Mikasa says it at the end. Your love was broken and toxic, and it was a chain. It was a prison for you. It was not real love. 
Right. What Ymir was looking for was real love. Real and you, she love. pictures at the end, the way Ymir dies is she jumps in front of a spear that an assassin was going to kill King Fritz King with. Fritz. Right. She gets pierced in the heart. Or sorry, I think she gets hit in the neck. She the nape. Yeah. It's literally the nape. She can't come back. Yes. Right? And, and, and at the very end, when she sees uh, the kiss... And she sees the act of beheading the person that, that she Mikasa loves. was in love with. She sees the vision of her holding her daughters with the 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 spear piercing King Fritz. King Fritz dead on the chair with her and everything that truly should have mattered to her. That love yes. was not real. But what she was yearning for was Mikasa and Aaron and her ability to fight against that love, to save the betterment of not only herself, mm. but the rest of the world. Yes. And Ymir was just waiting yes. for that moment. And so, you know, it's 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 a lot that happens yeah. with, with with that idea of, okay, what is love really? Right. Right? Because because is love the ability to let someone go? Is love the ability to kill someone that you like truthfully in this example, is it to kill someone that you know needs to be killed yes. for this situation to yes. work. Is that what love is? Or is it idealizing someone who enslaved you, chopped your tongue out, and impregnated you with daughters yes. that you, you know, believed you wanted? That's an extreme example, but that is truly the way some children look at a child like mine can look at love. It's it's I am I am uh, belonging to this yes. person, or, or I am in some maybe way even the love, toxic. the only love that they've known. right that they've known yes. absolutely. Yes, and so she is the child in the past, and Aaron is the same way because what he has is an ultimate goal. His ultimate goal, since he was a kid, was to destroy the walls and to end all titans and to free his family. Yes, that is the ultimate truth, and so his ideals are just as childish. He is not an adult in the paths. He is the mindset of a kid who will do anything to fulfill. You had ideas when you were a child. Absolutely. I had ideas when I we was a child. But what happened? They've changed. They've morphed with who we've become as people. Yes. But Ymir and Aaron stay the same because of what they know. And Aaron even says it. He says, I, I, am, I am selfish. I don't want Mikasa to fall in love with anyone else. I yes. want her to be with me forever oh and I want her to That was an to, emotional dude, ass moment. The fact for that me, he even man. says that and Armin looks at him and says, "But that's pathetic. That's pathetic. You Aaron Yeager are not some god deity. You are a little boy who wants these things so bad and is willing to die for them just like Ymir. That's what Ymir sees mm. in Aaron. Is this child in a in an adult's body who see who's willing to die for those that they love, yes. right? That's what that's what they see in each other and that's why they can stand hand yes. in hand. Yes. And so uh, the to add on uh, yeah. like really like the the big takeaway I had like yeah. in the end in that moment right, right, right. what freed Amir right. ultimately yes. was reaching that point yes. with Migasa and Aaron and right. up until that point too Migasa had been heavily like influenced by everyone around mm. her you will have to kill Aaron yeah. you will have to kill Aaron right. and she cannot like she knows in her heart that it's true I, mm -hmm. I literally had a moment where like we paused it um, some some part of the first part yeah. when it, they're in the traveling and I'm like right. oh wow it's really gonna like wrap up the series at like at Aaron like that's right. where this is that's where the direction is going right. because 
I also thought it's kind of a t- like side note, but leading up to where it ends ultimately, mm-hmm. I didn't think they were going to draw it out as much mm. as they did. Mm. But there was so much intent and reason for that. Yes. Like it was, it, it had to happen Absolutely. exactly the way it happened because yeah. Mikasa fully embracing yeah. that she had, she was the only one that could kill yeah. Aaron. Absolutely. And realizing that and, and knowing it and, mm-hmm. and, and accepting it and hitting that point for yeah. her, that was what Aaron knew needed to happen yeah. and why he did everything he did to make that happen. Why right. he beat the shit out of Armin, preparing right. Armin and him for that fight, right. which you said, watch closely to that fight. Right. N- totally makes Absolutely. sense, right? And then also him saying everything, every harsh word he did mm-hmm. to the person he loved when mm-hmm. like... In the moment, you as the viewer, yeah. being in the mind of Mikasa, you're like, this fucking hurts. Yeah. How could he say these things? Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Literally even throw that red scarf away, yeah. right? Yeah. And Ymir needed, Aaron needed for this cycle to end, he needed Ymir to see yeah. what true love is what true, and yeah. that it only could work with Aaron and Mikasa yeah. being who they were and... and and Mikasa being the That's one to make the decision. What was to the furthest point he could see to? That was yes. And and that the truth moment. is the truth is it's that moment and um, some of the most interesting parts of that are really brought up which is Aaron did not know that this would set up perfectly because he can't see anything but he knew somehow deep inside that this would end Ymir's curse. A deep part of him because with his death comes the end to all of these uh, these deep aspects. The Titans. Yes. The, the, the curse that's been. And then also his family becoming the heroes of the world. Mm. These things are all set up. Setups that he can't. He doesn't know everything. Yeah. He just has to set up his family and his friends in the way that you would with any kind of like the people that you love if you have to leave this world that's how you would do it yes and Aaron the whole thing too is he is not just stoic he's not just the hero no he is selfish and he did these things a lot of them because he wanted to yes and because he wouldn't allow himself to grow beyond he even said to armin said to him one of my favorite parts is that conversation between armin and aaron throughout the in the past yes where they're talking yeah. and it almost seems like for years they're talking and they're just yeah and like going through like yeah all these, like, going moments. through all these places mm-hmm. that they wanted to see you know fire that flows like water you know the sea you know what i mean all tainted by this horrible thing and aaron even says he's like he's like there, there's this in- incredible moment where and i saw it when i was re-watching it yeah. but uh is it Bertolt, there oh okay Keep oh, oh but there's a couple different so yeah okay. uh bear would have been eaten if aaron did not interfere and make the smiling titan with the control that he had now if he didn't send that titan to his mother's house bertolt would have been eaten right and he couldn't have that happen no and so the true thing that sets up about this whole circle is that the villain that aaron wanted to fight the entire time was not only himself but a piece of himself. And all of this is all a part of his plan that he is working, 
right? And yes. so then you you look at it and and he says to himself, he's like, with all this access to everything, my brain has become a mess. I don't know I what's can't tell. what. I can't tell yes. what's what, and I don't know. And Armin brings him back. It, not completely, but he, he tells him to not worry about it. And he tells him, like, he comforts him in this way. And, and another one of the most incredible things was uh, him uh, finding the seashell. Yes. And, and holding that up. And Aaron looking at it being like, what is that? I don't know what that is. And he was like, it's the seashell. You never looked back. In season three, if you look back, Armin, bright-eyed, bushy tails at the sea. Yes. What he believed, and, and I was just talking about this with Trinity, the truth of the, of the matter is Aaron and Armin have been staring at that book completely different than, than they ever could have thought, but they believed it was their dream. Yes. Aaron, or sorry, Armin saw it as all the beauties and the wonders of the world that could exist with, and this is just the two people. Yes. Right? This is just two, the with way two people with a dream that best friends who believe they held the same dream. Looked at, Armin looked at these beautiful wonders, wanted to see the sea, and Aaron saw the walls as cages. Yes. And he said, that's my birthright. This is yes. my issue. The Titans are my issue. That's all he saw yes. in that moment since he was a child. And he never grew from that point right. on. And so when you get to season three and and Armin is looking at the seashell and he's saying, Aaron, he, yeah. he calls he, out Aaron. He's thinking, we made it. We made it. This is it. He says, Aaron. And Aaron's not even looking. He looks and he points above the horizon and he says, if I kill all my enemies, will we finally be free? He got to the freedom that they've been fighting for. Yes. And he couldn't even look at it. No. He didn't. He didn't look at the ocean. He looked at the horizon. Yes. He pointed beyond. Beyond. He looked at everything as if it was a, a wall or some kind of... And, and this is incredible character writing because it's not just... Aaron and Armin, the way that they are, it's people. Yes. It's the way that you see the world and the way that two people can view these things. Absolutely. And it's and it's it's incredible to me because when when Armin pulls it up in the paths and he is holding that thing, Aaron sees it. And something in him, he notices that he was missing something. And he finally sees what it was he was missing. And it was it was the the sea and it yes. was the the land and it was the the everything that existed beyond his goal and his everything but it didn't change anything he had to do nothing because the inevitability of Aaron's mission was more important than anything he could have done. Absolutely. But at least he got to spend that moment with Armin, and Armin got to know that his best friend saw those things. And so it's it's incredible. It's incredible. It's heartbreaking. It is truthfully, heartbreaking. and it's and yeah. it's it's a really hard ending to come to because this whole time Aaron has been on this path and they even said they were like they say in the plane they're like how did we not see this coming like how did we how did it felt like he was just the same guy but this entire time he was the suicidal maniac who's been building up this plan and has been doing all this to protect all the people around yes. him and so um I, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, and once we get into this uh, I can get into kind of the the, yeah. the topic that I'm. Can I talk um, about can I quick. interject too? Please, and just please, add please, on yeah. um, one of my interpretations yes. from that scene. Right, yes, yes. Is I felt like they really built it up yeah. and and spelled it out like 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 you said like there there's these two perspectives right. of the same dream. Right. But there was this massive difference, and it was the ideology. I mean, like 
really the ideologies and terminology in the show, it's right. so masterfully done because it's like humanity, humanity, humanity. Right. That resonates with us because we are humanity we are humans, absolutely. so much. What right? if, oh my God, you're so And, right. and yeah. the wall. What yeah. is the wall? Right. For a lot of people, they, they most people live their entire life and they never ever know what true freedom is. Sure. So you learn to define for yourself what right. freedom is, right? right. Absolutely. And for Armin, his freedom was what everyone on that squad mm-hmm. like they all thought they had the same goal which right. is breaching the wall right finding the outside no matter what it had no matter what mysteries were out there right getting beyond the wall was the mission for humanity whether they were right. alone or not right and aaron because he had that touch with historia right in that moment mm-hmm. that's when he's first connected with the paths Absolutely. that's when he sees what his destiny will he already knows he is going to be the one to right. commit the rumbling and eliminate 80 percent right. of yeah. humanity Absolutely. he knows it's going to happen he knows it's going to happen and and Absolutely. in that, he also knows, because it also says that he went through in that scene with Armin, he had gone through thousands and thousands of times. He could never change the key events that were going to happen. Right. Because in his heart, even knowing maybe what's the right thing or maybe like the thing that would make like survival, whatever right. it is, right. he knew that only like he himself and in his heart Aaron is not satisfied right. with going beyond the wall. No. Aaron from birth, which even shows that flashback right. showing Grisha pulling him out yeah. and saying, Aaron, you're free. First right. words he says to right. his son, right? right? And Aaron sees this and knows that, I, no, I've right. never been free. Never been How free. can you look at these walls yeah. and say that you're free? Right. Like, we are not free until we as humanity breach those walls, right. get rid of all threats, and yeah. war ends. Yeah. And so when he knows, when he realizes that there are humans right. and life existing right. outside the walls, right. that sends him into a such a deep pitted rage. Absolutely. Because he that's not okay. No. There needs to be nothing yeah. outside those walls yeah. for Aaron will not feel freedom until, unle- until all his enemies are killed. Are gone. Yeah. Because his, his killed. and all everyone yeah. out there is enemies to him. They're a threat yeah. to him and his friends. Y- yeah. You know, he you know knows one of the yeah, and one of the most powerful scenes I think for me uh on on the final season, one of the final parts was the fact that he recognizes all this and a and a glimpse of humanity shows in couple moments him saving that little kid from getting mugged yes and and bringing him all the way to a spot and then literally out of just like pure in um, desperation uh, in Marley yes yeah yeah out of pure desperation he just apologizes and he's like I'm so sorry like I'm gonna kill you <laughs> and he basically says like I kill yes. you and he sees this this boy as he like crushes his skull. Like, that's Aaron doing that. And yet, in that moment, he was crying. Just like, he was begging. In that moment, right there, standing in the, in the, um, in the, uh, alleyway. Yes. He was like, he was like, I've seen this before. I know how this ends up. I'm gonna do nothing because I, because there's no point in, uh, in, there's no point in changing anything that's going to happen. And then he saves the little boy. Right, because right. he knows he's gonna kill him. But why? And then he literally picks him up, and he and he's going away, and he's like, "The future never changes. I always do this, even though I kill this child. I make the decision to murder this boy. I'm the one 
who who makes the Zen the then conscious decision to save him in this moment. Right. And I think those moments are what makes Aaron Yeager one of the most complex and seriously tragic characters. I completely ever, agree. Ever completely. Written. And so and so you see those things and you see all those those moments and, and one of the most important moments that I wanna wanna mention was um, Aaron and Mikasa sharing the ice cream and then talking about what they are. Mm. So so that moment in Marley was so important because uh, there's almost this second life that that they mentally live. Uh, in the in cabin, that cabin, right? yes, yes, that, that is all through the paths, right? All mental, but it's this idea of if the timeline could change, which in AOT it can't. It can't. It's impossible. In that moment, the only thing Aaron wanted from that interaction was for if Mikasa said, "I'm in love with you." In that moment, where he says, "What are we? Mm. What are we?" And she says, "Family, right? We're family." He wanted her to say. I love you. Yes. I'm in love with you. I want to spend the rest of the time you have as this Titan together. Let's run away together. And he pictures that and he sees that moment. And that moment is so important for them because that cabin represents the longing La La Land that will never exist in the timeline because it's impossible for something to exist beyond that. And this, yes, this I want to lead into some of the things that I want to talk about. Okay. The, 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 the points that I need to talk about. So in... Um, Please. And I'm just going to jot down yeah. something I want to bring up later just Please. as you're talking. Please. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I want to show what ends at uh, chapter 138, which is the, um, the scene right after um, Mikasa um, decapitates... Aaron. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, they picture themselves. This is chapter 138. They picture themselves. This is just from the manga. Um, uh, back at that cabin. Yeah. Right? And but he's deteriorating. And look, his head is gone. And she says, see you later, Aaron. Right? And look what she's wearing. Uh, that's what she's wearing in this, in this timeline. Right? right? This vision that he has. This is the last moments that he holds. Right, because his eyes start to shut. This is the moment because he opens his eyes, sees her in that moment, and they're in this world together. And then she says, "See you later, Aaron." I want to show you chapter one. Actually, fuck it, I could show you right here. Oh my chapter gosh, she's one. holding the manga right here. Yeah, check yeah. this out. See you later, Aaron. It's the outfit. It's the the cabin. This is the beginning of the series. That is the final moment that Aaron sees, and he sends that memory. Oh, it, it all gets because of his death. It all gets flashed back to his one of the earliest moments, which was him sleeping underneath that tree. So right there, right there, chapter one. That's the first thing you see. See you later, Aaron. That's the first thing you see in the whole story. Is the death of Aaron. He dies right at the beginning. Wakes up as a child, and then he literally says to her, "Um, Mikasa, your hair has gotten longer, hasn't it?" Because the last time he saw her, she had the court, the short cut hair. And then in these flashbacks, she has the long hair. This what was chapter God. one, written oh. in 2013, man. So not only is this shit so incredible, I'm telling bro. you, this is everything that Isayama has been setting up. Aaron's, Aaron's moment. Aaron's moment at the end, that sacrifice, that moment of Mikasa literally holding his head and saying, I will see you later, is the last thing he ever sees until 
that moment, everything is flashed because he's killed. Everything is flashed into the mind of that child, Aaron. It's why he's crying at the beginning of the series. He sees all of that. And then he says, I don't remember what I was... What, okay, was, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Why, why are you crying? Why are you crying? And he's crying. Yeah. He's got tears coming out of his eyes. So um, just some incredible stuff. Seriously, oh some incredible stuff. Gosh. I needed to bring that up. Um, and uh, the, the foreshadowing is incredible in the show. Just a couple uh, other ones, which I really liked, was um, the shape of this right here. If you take a look, at, that's the amulet, and then that's... Uh, that's Astoria, right? Right. And then look at the shape of the uh, the founding titan. You see that? Oh, my gosh. Look at And it's even got the two strings. That's his hair. That's his elbows. Those are the joints that go up that connect to the bones at the top. You see that? Dude. It's, can you believe that? No. Can you fucking crazy. believe that? That's crazy. And, and those kind of things, it literally are like, they are... I live some for that the, shit. Those are some of the details where it's like, Aaron has been... It, it, this has been his story he's mm. been telling even before we knew. Even before we knew. This, what he got that flash of was the understanding that that, that Mikasa would be okay mm. and the rest of everyone would be okay. And as soon as he connects again with Historia, he remembers everything that was already in his brain when he was a child and all of it reconnects. Until that moment, that's the end of the moment. Right. He doesn't see anything beyond that. Right. But that's the end. And that's where wow. the series starts. Wow. Come on. Wow. Come bro. on. Are you Dude, kidding me? It's stupid. No, it, it, it has to be. Amazing. It has to be some of the most like wild shit I have ever seen. Um, and the, the next, I, I want you to ask your question though, real quick, and then yeah. I want to get on to my final yeah. uh, kind of topic. That sounds and then, great. And then we could wrap up uh, everything that we're yeah. talking um, about right now. Specifically, I yes. have a couple of things I want to bring up. Okay, bring a it question up. I have is the cabin. I, yes. Watching it, I was a bit confused. I thought yeah. it took place in the paths. I thought mm. it maybe was like an alternate, uh, like my takeaway in the moment was like, yeah. okay, is this like an alternate reality where like Aaron gets to like like a happier ending for him, yeah. but, he, but he's living it out in a like not real kind of way, right? right? Um, I was kind of just confused with the cabin scene and yeah. then how they were back, mm. but they were like flipped, right? right? Because also in that scene, before that flashback right. when they're at the cabin, right. it's the other way around where Mikasa's sitting there yeah. and Aaron's like, He's Aaron's, working, yeah. right? And like, this is and our life together. She wakes up and it's a dream. Everything right. that she had been. Um, yeah. So that is just an extension of the paths. Okay. And to be completely honest with you, I believe it's the extension of the, the theme of that love. This okay. idea that truthfully as a human, every decision you make is either the way you look at it is either destined to be made or... Or there's no changing, like, or destined to be made, and there's no changing it. Or you build up your own your own life, right? Yeah. And you make those decisions yourself. The decision that they did not run away that day is what caused that cabin to never exist. And so all it is is a branch of a timeline that doesn't exist. That I timeline see. doesn't. It's I their see. shared, almost like mental path that only they share together. Right. Okay. Yeah. So there's so there's this 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 idea, and to be honest, like I couldn't really tell you why they specifically. It's not because she's an Ackerman. It's not because I think it's because of their love. I, I think, think it's because of so what too. of what they represent towards each other, mm -hmm. and what they probably will regret forever. Forever. You know yeah. that idea of I didn't run away with her. I didn't do this stuff with her. Yeah. And it's 
No, I, it's okay. incredibly powerful and heartbreaking in it the is. same exact way. I uh, also, yeah. Okay. You had another question. My other thing here was uh, uh, I wrote down Aaron never confesses because the only mm-hmm. time you ever see a confession from him is to Armin in that one mm-hmm. moment, and he breaks down. So it shows that like mm-hmm. his emotions in that are very real, even yeah. if uh, even as he's saying that he has to massacre humanity. Yeah. And you know, he doesn't want to. You don't think he ever confessed? No. Well, he talked to everybody individually. But he didn't confess. I guess d- my point is directly to Mikasa. But he, he never confessed. He talked to everybody. To we just don't see it. We just don't see it. You remember okay. he, what he says is that um, he says, yeah, I'm going to talk to everyone. And then the minute he dies, all of their friends are like crying. And they're yeah. like, Aaron, why did you do this? Right. And Mikasa has this contentment while she holds his head. Yeah. Like she's like... It, she's holding this death, which also what you mentioned earlier about this 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 idea of death and life. Yeah, she's holding his head, content in his death, right? Because you know Armin sees it and he's crying because right when right when he dies, the second she slashes his head, not the second because yeah, the brain yeah. lives for a little bit longer, uh, and that's why he was able to keep his eyes open. And when he closed them in the cabin, that's why because the the uh, mind exists for uh, like seventeen or twenty seconds, okay. upwards to thirty seconds wow. after being decapitated until some all science in there, all bro. brain yeah. function. Now, well, that's just how uh, a decapitation right. works. Yeah, like if you are if you are perfectly like your head is cut off. Yeah, obviously your spinal cord is all, but your brain. Yeah, is I just still think, I think it's cool that they added like a yeah. real life like. Well, that's what happened. That. He opened his eyes. He gets his head chopped off, and then in the cabin, yeah. he closed his eyes okay. that's the moment he dies well and that moment that happens that's when all of his friends are able to see it and even levi gets it and right. peak makes a joke where she's like i didn't I w- yeah i, didn't I wish we fu- were friends yeah i wish yeah, yeah, i got a fucking whatever. like yeah um so he i believe he did you think he did i do i think he didn't because mm. i had my own theory that along with the idea of yes. love and the idea of love basically transcending everything right i think aaron knew that everything he needed to do right. and the way he needed to do it. Right. And if he confessed his love to Mikasa right. in any way before that final moment. Before. Before. Yes. Right? Even You're in the past. Right. Like I'm I'm seriously convinced that right. he, because even when they were in the like away together. Right. And he had the ability to reset her memories and, and do what he did, like, you know, right. have time with them. Sometimes a lot of time with them. Right. And then have the memories come back. Right. Maybe he maybe he did that with right. Mikasa. Right. But I don't think he ever confessed his love mm. to Mikasa. Right. Because if he did, Mikasa would have been unable to make that moment happen. To make the killing happen? Yes. But also think about this though. He erases the memories. So technically he didn't. I understand, right. but I'm saying love transcends. Right. So even if right. he erased the memory, right. I feel like it was set up in a way where if he ever confessed his love to her, right. he knew that that would break it would, something. And something also she's work. an Ackerman, so she right. can resist kind of the powers to a degree, right? So I would say so. I mean, yeah, I think that uh, – I mean, I, I completely see that point, absolutely. I guess I just – I find it hard – to think about a world where if he had that last moment with her, what would he say? Because what I feel like he did with all of his friends was have that final moment with all of his family. Yeah. And I don't see him passing up that moment in the same way that he confessed everything to Armin. Yeah, you know, he did. And he, yeah. he said all those things. 
I think that's a beautiful idea, though, because that idea of love is true. Like, yeah, that idea is definitely. just, like, like I think that is one of the most powerful things. Yeah. That, even that visual of Historia's baby and his yes. death, like, with, with that same, with life comes, uh, or with death comes life. Yes. And that continues. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, the yeah, last thing I want to please, say. Please, please, um, So I can let you wrap up is. Absolutely. Uh, in the same vein of, of all we're talking about, especially life, because yes. they make it a point. Yes. Um, I can't remember if it's at the beginning of the special or if it was like in the last episode of Final Season Part 2. Yeah. It talks about, you know, what what is this creature that made Ymir a titan, right? right? right, right, right. And it's life. Right. So it, that's the only identity that we were given is yeah. like this worm thingy in the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is life. And the purpose of life without mm. consciousness mm-hmm. is living. It's reproduction. It's creating more life, right? right? So that was like the intent and then basically conferring that, okay, so due to like the corruption of mankind, the corruption of love, whatever, that created the Titans in their form and everything that happened, right? Yeah. Uh, Because of Ymir's yearn to be powerful enough to to, to, to not Definitely. And with that power comes like, okay, like immortality, right? right? And like, oh, I've gained immortality. So like- I do not want to let it go. Yeah. Right. Even if it's torturous right. for eternity. Right. Absolutely. And I feel like a big theme takeaway I had from that, uh, going along with everything we just brought up with like life and death was that okay. it was another like part of the puzzle for breaking the curse. Right. And that Aaron with everything, he like with his desire that is bigger, bigger than the desire to, not kill yeah. uh, innocent human right. was the desire to flatten the earth, right? right? Was the desire to protect his friends. Right. And the biggest desire there at the end with like, hey, how do we permanently solve the Ymir Titan problem? Right. It and it my life yeah, it has, has to end. To end. Absolutely. And no other Titan before, no other like being before within the chain of events that happens in the plot. Right leads to that leads to something literally with unimaginable power and and immortality because who knows how many actual years aaron was alive right it never says so we can basically infer he's been alive for a very long time to the point where mentally he doesn't even know he doesn't even know know his brain isn't there at that point and he's not aging right yeah no um i felt like like a big like that was like a theme that they stuck in there very intentionally that that was that was another piece of the puzzle. Not just right. like the true love being the cause, yeah. And and, the, and it had to be Migasa killing yeah. Aaron, but also Aaron had to desire and want and like construct a way that he needed Absolutely. to die. And I think that I think that with what you said is is so accurate because then you after the finale you understand why. Aaron, Mikas, and Armin are the three main characters. It's not just because it's the trio that every shonen needs. No. Armin is the representation of what life truly means. Mm. When he's talking with Zeke and Zeke says, the only point we have is to reproduce, like, like, Die. Yes. And then and then why do you yearn to do this? Because you as a species are essentially a bacteria that wants to reproduce and continue your species. Mm. For what point? Right. Why do you find to that what purpose? End? To what end? And Armin... He, he picks up the leaf and Zeke sees the, oh the my baseball. God, the baseball. And he says, that moment where I raced Mikasa and Aaron up that hill, 
And and like, I remember Aaron, he like got a head start. Mikasa was obviously right behind him. And I was so close, far behind him. But I wanted, I I wanted nothing more than to be in that moment. And that was like the moment of my life. That was all, I remember the breeze. I remember all these things because truthfully, what the point of Attack on Titan is, is that your, your life is not, and the point of at least Armin, Arler and, and everything that he brings mm. to the story is that you are not the cage that holds you behind. You are not the yes, the, the, the the monsters that keep you yeah. uh, hidden. You are not any of those things. It's what you see beyond and what you build in that moment. Yeah. And those are ideas that humanity, I think, people should like like idealize forever Forever. those ideas are the human experience and so you see aaron as this this freedom bound time like like god who's working his way through things while still being a child yes while being a child armin is this man who has to grow up this this kid who has to grow up and and recognize that his life is meaningful from the little things, the little from those things, things that matter, yes. right? Mikasa is so important to be the 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 true lover of this story, the one who who this entire time has been madly in love with Aaron, but cannot admit it, will not admit it, will not stop like fighting for that love. And yet, in the moment that matters, she does what an, a, an abs what someone a lover would do, which is to let that person go, and to let that person, the person you're in love with, be. And she sees Ymir, and mm. she says, "Ymir, you are free from that curse. You don't have to be." And Beautiful. Ymir sees the, the 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 pole and her hugging her daughters. Yes. And and that is yes, the moment man. where Ymir oh. lost it. So you. So all that so important. I want to talk about the final point, which is the absolute ending. Okay. The the credits and the post credits and everything that happens. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there. Can because, I add on real quick? Please. Yeah. 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 Please. I just wanted to say that I feel like the putting it into like uh, my own words. I'm yeah. kind of like what I took away yes. from like Aaron and and uh, and Armin, right? Yeah. And like yeah. the differences between them. It almost as if you kind of just made me realize too, like. Aaron is like this representation of like being a creature, mm. like an instinctive yep. creature, right? Yep. Before he's a human, before I, he's human. He had to kill his mother and make those decisions. Yes. And that was the creature part of it. Yes. It was, and it even was like, even just not like a complete creature, but the intellectual side of a human of this is why this needs to happen. Yes. For the greater good, quote unquote, yes. or not even for the greater good, because I want it to happen. Yes, because you know what I mean. And like going like selfish, selfish like creature he, aspect. Yes, yeah. like putting it even simpler, mm-hmm. like freedom with right. Armin and Aaron. Right. Aaron, as an instinctive yeah. creature, being right. a human, right. He can't feel freedom no. unless he is truly free yeah. from all other life. Right. And Armin seeing that true freedom is not about that. No. It is about you feeling free. Yeah. You accepting your humanity. Love, humanity, yes. the moment. You don't like the yeah. moment that exists because Aaron, as a child, it looks like he was all and he says this, I was always looking up. Always. I was always looking up. I was looking and the first thing you see him say as like a kid beyond uh or the first thing you see when before he sees the book, before Aaron really becomes Aaron Yeager yeah. is he says, I'm so bored. 
And that means so much because this creature cannot look down and appreciate what he has in front of you. He looks up and says, God, I wish something would happen. I have nothing to yearn for. And guess what? The second Armin shows him that book, he's a fire is lit inside of yes. right? And right. We, for a different absolutely, reason. Absolutely. For a completely different reason. Because not only is that boredom squashed, but he has a purpose. As a child, he has this purpose. And we watch in these, or we read in these manga, or we watch in the show, the story of this lunatic lose his mind. And truthfully, I know that sounds like a, a crazy idea. No, but true. he's insane just going through this, this like, 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 like structure of of how can he kill everything so that he doesn't have to be bored mm. and armin is the is the 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 human that looks down and says i want to see the ocean i want to see these glaciers i want to see this i want to i have found happiness at the ocean armin yes. would have found complete happiness if it weren't for aaron at that ocean and so that part is so incredible <sighs> So okay. so yeah. I'm gonna extend. I have um I have one question. I actually want to say for the very end. I'm okay, done, I'm done talking. I'm gonna extend. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna extend to the to the very very end. Okay. Uh, Mikasa buries uh the rest of of his body. She leaves. Right, goes back to Parody before anyone could because Aaron is the villain of the fucking world. Right. Literally, they would not allow him to have a funeral. No question. So she leaves with his head. And um, buries him underneath that tree. That tree. So we see him wake up underneath at the beginning of the whole series, right? Right. So he, um, so there's a lot to be said about this whole thing, and it it's shown a lot better in the manga. Um, but I've seen some people debate because it's very up to debate for what Mikasa does after this point. Mm. There's the idea that um, she gets married. In the manga, we see her showing up with another man. It's a little far Which, away. I'll be the, honest. Yeah, it looks like John. It's absolutely John. It's I'll absolutely the, John. I'll show you bro. from the manga. Yeah. Um, okay. The. Uh, all right. Here, let me try and find. In the anime, they show this. It's like a she's got a little child. Yes. It's her, and then it's some guy, right? Same hair color as John, but hey, no big deal. No biggie. Um, I'll try to find uh, that. Um, the manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't mind. No, I don't uh, mind at all because I've only seen uh, the. I haven't seen like the the manga panel. Yeah. So I want to see, especially if it looks. It's even literally more Sean's like John's hair, bro. I swear to God, look at this. That's it. Dude, no question. And he's got the beard. Doesn't no question. He? Look. The only other person I mean, that could possibly be is uh, <laughs> for who it looks like is like uh, I can't remember his name uh, like uh. Ackerman, the guy who uh, like had the, the dual gun. Kenny? Kenny. But just because he's the same <laughs> so hair, funny. he's dead anyway. Yeah. Right? And so you see in this page right here, you see them all visiting, right? That's, you know, this idea. Oh, my God. People are trying to say it's Armin. It's absolutely not Armin. Um, so look, this is them visiting his grave. Mikasa's there. Yes. Armin, Connie, we see everyone right there, right? And, um, and then we see her coming back with a child and uh, visiting. And after all these years, um, I think that ending is one of the most profound because what you see is a, a static shot of what truly happens in this world mm. and life and everything that happens beyond this story, right? Yes. Because this is this this story is going to have an end. There's a last manga book. There's an, a last episode. There's a finale. Yes. But the truth is, in our world and the way these worlds are set up, 
There is no ending. There is no ending. There is no right. true ending. Even after the world is going to be exploded by the sun, you think that's the end of everything? Even if every human dies, is that the end of everything? No. And and so and so there's this profound idea where you see the rest of this. You see Mikasa move on. Truthfully, that's mm. what she would need to do. She has a child. She creates life. She has a family. You see her old. She gets buried next to Aaron. Oh, yeah. Right? You see three yes. stone heads actually, which I believe the third one is Armin. Right? They don't they don't I say do too. It, yeah, they yeah. don't say it specifically. Right. But that's what I believe is is and, and so you see her um, we see her dead, uh, like like as an old woman. She lives to grow, to be happy. She's surrounded by family. You see this big group of people. We couldn't point out who's who, because I bet they're new friends they've met, children they've had, right. grandchildren, all these things. The world keeps going in this moment, right? And uh, a beautiful little detail is the uh, the original Japanese voice actors are the one who sing that final song. Okay. And the second that um, Mikasa dies of old age and you see her yeah. her body, uh, it switches to that uh, voice actor for Aaron. And so if you listen, it's like right when it happens, it, it starts singing this duet, this beautiful duet where Aaron's the one singing it on that point on. Um, and even the idea of just like like this time starts passing in, in a ridiculous amount of time. Parody being behind the times starts becoming with the times, right? right. Beyond the times. We don't get a well, date. Parody becomes the, like, because of the events the, and because Marley is basically the, wiped out right, to nothing. Right. That becomes, like, the uh, civilization, like, like it's the more, most advanced that Probably there is. one of the most advanced civilizations. And with that is the idea that Historia brought up at the very end, which is she is creating a new military for any enemy that could possibly show up. And it's crazy because then you'd say, okay, well then, you know, what was what was truly the purpose if war is never going to end? What's the purpose of your life if war is never going to end? Truthfully, in this world that we live in, the idea of war, and Isayama has said this many, many times, war is not going to end anytime soon. And that's the dark path that humanity has set itself onto, mm. right? Mm. But It's with, human nature. It's human nature, but with every dark, terrible piece of life comes beauty beauty and life and things that spring and what we what we look at is the tree we don't look at the civilization because the important part isn't the way it advances it, it's this tree blooming and growing and being mm. large mm. and there's this there's this 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 idea where you see you see war continue very futuristic style war right there's right. missiles and all these yeah. things and it levels, yeah, yeah, levels. Who knows how long that war lasted for? But guess what continues? Even after the war, life. You see this this young boy walking around in the rubbled city of a parody that right. doesn't look anything like the parody we know, right? right? Walking around with his dog and 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 finding the original spot, that one tree. And walking towards it. Right. What that means for the future of the world, yeah. who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But it's this, it's the idea of everything that exi existed and everything that will exist. Mm. It's not just a story about this is the most important part of history. It's not. No. It truly is not. Yes, Aaron did what he wanted to do. He got rid of the Titans. He saved his family. Mikasa, Armin, all of the loved ones he ever had have 
long, beautiful lives, but that's not the ending that matters because that's not the story that Isayama is telling. Mm. It's not the story of humanity. That's not the way that the world goes. We see the true life, the tree that grows and blossoms, and we see the life that exists afterwards. Yeah. They even almost oh kind of... God. They kind of, like, almost, like, don't really show some of the action, you yeah, know? Yeah, no, that's sure. not That is not truthfully the yeah. point of that last part it is to show life persevering and it's to show that humanity and those and those moments are the important parts mm. and that mm. there is so much to the world and too much Absolutely. And, and, and and there's so many theories you could make yeah. about it yeah i have um, you know i have to add on i, I think you said all that yeah. so beautifully Thank by you, the bro. way bro because you're so right like yeah. on every aspect of what this show the story that the show and isayama is trying to tell yeah and i took i had like two big takeaways from the ending Hit me with um it. yeah like one of them really being like okay the the boy is approaching the tree yeah we see everything we do right and that this is the far future right maybe even a time where it's been forgotten it's a what re- has happened absolutely right if like, anything that's what i think it is yeah that's what i think because there is no there is no civilization right there and even you know go back though yeah we find out as the audience yeah. and as some of aaron's friends what the truth actually is right. but most of them are pretty left in the dark like right. no one really knows what we see that aaron finds out right. which is and and the backstory that we get right with ymir and how right. ymir started because Think to how the premise was even given to us mm. of what Ymir is, what is right. revealed in the book at the end of uh, season three, right. right? About like the truth, right? And we like humanity doesn't know, right. they don't really know. They painted Ymir to be an evil god right. that had a contract, and like, With no, devil, that's not yeah, no. what happened no, at no, all, right? And so. I feel like it was such big symbolism beyond the show about us and about humanity and everything being so intentional with its themes, with, like I said, the walls, with humanity, with freedom, with living, everything that you and I have like really touched on the last hour of conversation about this, right? right? Um, It's a beautiful story and it, like, if you really like hone in on humanity and what we are, it's like there's a big takeaway in... Like, number one, and this is a big theme, and, like, Xenoblade's got this theme. Like, it is that humanity, somehow, because we're a really intelligent species, we will, no matter what the odds are, we Mm -hmm. will always survive, Mm. okay? We will always carry on. Right. Even if we get this close to extinction, Mm -hmm. we won't be extinct, Mm -hmm. okay? And in carrying out whatever needs to be carried out, whoever gets control... Fucking, it, it's Zanza, right, like, taking over, right. making a new world. Right. It always leads back to a full circle. Mm-hmm. It's always that humanity is super uh, cyclical mm-hmm. in it, how it functions, okay? Right. It's that right. history will repeat itself, right. okay? So that was, like, this big theme I instantly thought of as it's showing the boy approaching the tree. Yeah. You don't know if he went in and if it spawned something new, if it if Titans get reborn again, you whatever. Know. You don't know. Right. But it's implying that something like that might happen Could. because that is yeah. the origin of Ymir oh, and of what happened, right? But, but that's the point where you look at it and you're like, okay, this distant memory that you know the the Eldians didn't yes. exactly have it right you know they they said that you know Ymir was this god who built roads for them and then the Marlians say she was some devil none of them had it right no and so that no idea really knew. of of 2000 years ago what that could have been 
I believe that boy shows up in 2,000 years. Mm. So all that time that passes is 2,000 years. It's it's a highly advanced society. Yeah, that is not. I think that's just, a great guess. That is not just. That's what it. That's what the whole the point of the first episode to you in a thousand years and from you in two thousand years. Two thousand oh. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. no, no, no I, I'm with um, you. Yeah, and so I see that as just another another level to that idea. Yes, and that and completely that, that idea being fully utilized, yeah. which is also uh, incredible. Yeah, it's it's it's. It takes a story, and I don't know how this story exists. It takes a story that makes you reflect on the existence of life mm. and time yes. and, and what it means to be a creature versus yes. a human to be one of the greatest stories of all time. This story is already, since it, since, it, since it finished, um, it showed up on Ames testing. There was an Ames testing in, in, in fucking uh, uh, America that was talking about the, 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 the themes and the, the ideas that was in Attack on Titan. I am telling you, this is one of the, and we just witnessed it, one of the greatest stories that humans have ever told in the history of humanity. Completely and agree. I And I am just so happy that it has had an adaptation, and I hope it is watched forever because Me the too. amount of things that you can get from this text, yes. the amount of things, even if you want to break it down as a writer, mm. you'll be like, how do you write this well? Yes. Right? Or you want to break it down as characters. How were Armin and Aaron set up so perfectly and Nikos? all these characters yes. set up so perfectly without it being shoved in your face yes. or do you want to study it as the sense of, of philosophy and this idea that you are more than just the species that you are yes. it helped me at a time where I was I was I was very much so not looking at myself the, when I read the manga with Zeke and uh, Armin I started to cry oh I cried yes, because dude. I was finding myself down this rabbit hole of, of, of what's the point of, of living mm. I remember I I even told Dorian, I was like, if I could give up my physical existence to like ascend and just know all the answers to the universe, I would do it. And I would be ruining my humanity by doing something like that because it's not about those things. It's not about the species or saying, oh, oh, humans are all screwed. It's about the leaf and the breeze and the moment of trying to beat your friend Beautiful. that you know is going to beat you up the hill. That's yeah. what it's about. Yes, bro. That's what yes. it's about. And so just to wrap it up. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Um, if you have something else you want to say too, yeah. I want you to say it now because uh, I also want after this, I want to um, give it a score. Yeah. I, think, I would um, love that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll hold the score for yeah. a second because yeah, the second like big thing that really stuck out in the ending to yes. me was that um, this idea of kind of like how the whole story perfectly yeah. kind of orchestrates yeah. who is the real enemy. Mm. Like, what is the real goal? Like, when you thinking about, like, kind of like, you know, beyond your existence, like, with war, with conflict, with, like, finding your place in life, you know? Right. It is set up in a way so that you are made to think things are very black and white. Right, right, and right. the more that the show goes on, mm. you realize, especially with what is kind of told as they reach the wall, right. as they open the book and find the truth, right. like it's never what you think it no, is. Okay. And that not. it's a direct translation to everything you're saying in, in our realized in humanity. Right. Like even if like we look at like any real world thing that's happening or Absolutely. It has happened, Absolutely. it could be so easy, so easy to look at like nine 11, the towers mm -hmm. falling, 
who did this, right. who's the enemy, yeah. blame them, right. start a war. Right. It's never ever that right. simple. Right. And we as humans, you and me sitting here as American citizens, yeah. we only know what we what we've been yeah. told. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. like and what are drawing our own conclusions from our limited space within Absolutely. our own walls, Absolutely. right? Every Absolutely. city you live in, like if you're like completely just wanting to like excavate yourself from the world and and, and like be a hermit and play video games, yeah. you are literally making your wall of reality right. tiny, okay? Right. And you can't see beyond the wall and learn the truth unless you go out and see it for Absolutely. yourself, you know? And Absolutely. and it never, from all aspects, because then it dives into season four and it kind of does a little reboot of kind of following a different set of characters right. and what they're experiencing right. and what they're being told about parody. And it's so different it's yeah. never black and white no it never right is. so the answer and then i think it, it really too. brings it to how you kind of interpret and how you are interpreting the ending actively as it's unfolding in Absolutely. front of you you even if like you can come up with some idea of like what will solve the problem it's never that simple no it never is ever yeah and I, I agree completely because that is the human experience that not a lot of people will realize. Right. And that's, that's I think, also, once again, a testament to a story. If you can bring in an idea that everyone can relate to and yet mm. maybe 95% of the people will never realize in their lives that that, that is the truth, that, that everything that Aaron and Rhina said to each other is true. Mm. The fact that they understood each other because of everything they had been through, and yet they still did what they had to do. Yes, those bro. those ideas are what uh, a a true like like next level story yes. would bring up, right? Yes, that idea is un unbelievably like advanced. You know what I'm saying? Yes, bro. And 100%. so, and I also like yeah. uh, I really like the theme too that. Um, just to touch on it for a sec is sure, like sure. when they're, you know, like it really like culminates to the last kind of like, uh, episode where mm -hmm. it's all of the nine, right. like besides Aaron battling, like, right. like all the Titans and all of Aaron's friends from parody. Right? right. So at many points in the story, these are like mortal to the death enemies mm -hmm. and they have united for a common cause mm -hmm. because, because Aaron made himself the yeah. final cause, but also is just this big beauty in that, Hey, even if you don't fully understand, right. even if you were being told black and white and you realize it's not, right. like we also as humans have the ability to forgive and let go. And understand, right? yeah, and, and come together for a common right. cause. Right. Right. And it like it was absolutely. so beautiful. Seriously. Beautifully well done, bro. Like uh, in its execution, all avenues. I want to touch on one last thing. Please. Which is kind of a question I very much had yeah. did a little bit of digging on kind of what other people thought and please, I have my please. own conclusion please. I want to see what you thought I, I'm it's, so down for yeah that. it's about kind of the time travel-esque um, mm. like nature of sure. how they explain things at the sure, end right? sure, sure. and kind of how it's explained and we've kind of touched on it is like yeah. Aaron goes back through the timelines goes back and sees he can go back and he can see he can go back I think as far as uh, can he go beyond like the past of his own like life can you go to previous attack titans yeah yeah absolutely. you can right yeah yeah because it's all the memories are, are yeah so yeah, it's yeah. like over like the yeah. 2000 years that's yeah. how he knows the truth and right. all that stuff right? Right, right uh and he can see into like um every attack titan can see in the future of the yes. next attack titan. especially once he um 
becomes the true founder. Yes. He merges with Zeke. Yes. He also has the ability to manipulate moments in time too. That's true. So okay. that's what that's what kind of uh, causes those really really insane moments. Right. Like, like uh, the whispering to yeah. um, like Kruger and like like yeah. like small like redirecting the mother. Yep. Yeah. So or redirecting in, his dang dad to get up in that literally, moment. Literally. So literally, man. Um. So my question was like uh, that I had when watching it, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've kind of got a theory now, which was like, okay, if he's gone back and he said like he'd gone back thousands of times right. and he could never change key events, it will always happen the way it did. I was like, I was wondering why. I was yeah. wondering why, and if that's true, then what would be the purpose of mm. Aaron going back and making these subtle little mm. influences to make sure it happened? Right. Why would he need to do that if it already was going right. to happen? Right. And the conclusion that I haven't really found anywhere else, and I've kind mm. of drawn my own, right. is that the reason Aaron went back and meticulously did all these things was because it was the only way, it was the best way hmm. that all the main events the canon events if you will would would happen with the like basically the least catastrophe so like yeah. like for example like the rumbling is going to happen but maybe he went maybe in like his og timeline experience that we don't mm-hmm. get to see we only see the story of yeah. how aaron manipulated it right. to be the story it is right. okay but before it happens he obviously went through it to a certain degree and still got to the point where he merged and became founded with Zeke. Right. And I'm thinking that he went and manipulated what he did because even though Hanji and uh, and he mentioned another character that died, um, like in like the last scene, he said mm. like it like when in that scene with Armin, he said like like it sucks like because we lost Hanji. Oh, and uh, uh, Sasha. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. mentions them by name because right. I think Aaron's goal with going through thousands of retries was trying to make it so every single one of his group made it. Right. Okay. To like be the heroes and right. have the life. Right. right but right. this was the only way it could happen. Right. And those two couldn't be saved. Right. But everyone else could be if he went about the events in this very specific way. Here's here's the way I kind of okay. predict it. Or I see it. Um, in Attack on Titan, one of the things that I like about it is that it is one timeline. There is no other existing timeline. Right. There's no access to any other timeline. Yeah, it's not a multiverse. Exactly. Everything happened because it happened. And so it's almost a more complex philosophical idea. If you look back in this time and you see, oh, I manipulated this Titan to not kill Bertolt. I did that already. This already happened. Mm. Then I have to do it. I am a... In the way... Aaron becomes a slave to the inevitable, which is because it already happened and everything he did before already happened because he did it. It's the reason why, why did Grisha beg Zeke to make a change? Zeke, you can change something, not me. Because guess what? I just saw my son literally staring me in the eye telling me to kill these people. You can do something, not me, because I already gave him the serum in the future. I did that, so I have to do that. I am a slave to this timeline in the same way that every change that Aaron did wasn't because he meticulously planned. It was because he saw it happen. The reason he freaked out the first time when he kissed his story his hand was because one of the memories he unlocked from his father was him seeing himself talking to his father, saying, get the fuck up murder those people, 
this is what we have to do in order for me to start the rumbling. He saw that memory and said, oh, I'm going to do that, and therefore I have to do that. Mm. I am no longer in any way free. I am a slave. I am, and so that theme, that idea. I think the you're truth right. Is, the truth is, right. no matter what, he would lose Hanji and Sanji. Uh, San, Sanji. <laughs> Hanji, Hanji and Sanji. Sanji and Sanji. Uh, San, Sasha. San, Fuck. San, Hanji. Sanji and Hasha. No matter what, yes. <laughs> Hashi and Sanji. Um, ha, Hanji and Sasha, no matter what, would be lost. And every decision that was made was because he already made that decision because you wouldn't exist in the world where Aaron existed if he never uh, manipulated that Titan to not touch Beartool. And so therefore, when he becomes a part of the founder, he sees, oh, I did that at this point in time. Then I have to do it right now. There's no changing the inevitable. There's no, so it's almost a paradox of why did it happen in the first place? Because Aaron knew it was going to happen. Because that's what time manipulation is. You're, the craziest I, I, part. I, I think you're explaining it way better than I could wrap I, my head around. I promise. Like, I, I see this whole, like, t- I understand it so well that it, I, I think I could teach a class on it. Because yeah. Attack Shit. on Titan is not like Marvel. There, Marvel is if something has changed, a new timeline is split. Yeah. And splitting timelines is the way that it kind of works. In this, it's if it happened... There is only one world where it ever happened, and it's because I did that, right? Yeah. There is no universe where Grisha didn't kill those people. There is no, and that's why that part at the end with the cabin is so tragic because it's not real and it never could happen, and it never will. You don't see other like timelines of of, of no. things happening. That is the dream that Aaron wishes he could do, but guess why it can't exist? Because it never did, because it never will. Because there is there is nothing, there's nothing he oh could do to create that that exists. Because when he saw all the future visions, he saw everything he was going to do. Yeah. And even in that moment when he was looking down the hallway, he was like, I know what I'm about to do. But there's no point because in the future, I'm going to kill him. But I still did it. I still did it. Why did I do it? Bruh. Right? So yes. that's why, that's the way I think Attack okay. on Titan is explaining I think, all those all those ideas. I th- and and I think it fits all the theology better it's, with it's that the, explanation. It's the true tragedy of Aaron Yeager mm. because yearning for freedom turned him into the ultimate slave. The ultimate where everything that happened, it, he has to do, he does because he has to yes. do it. And you know what's so tragic? The creator, Isayama, it's not even tragic, it's incredible. Isayama was explaining that since the beginning, he had this whole story planned out. And there were so many moments when he wanted, he wished he could make a change. He wished there was something he could change because you can open up the first, the first chapter. And look, it's right there right in your there. face. That's the ending of Attack on Titan. He had that plan from the beginning. He said, I felt like Aaron. There was, it was an inevitable fact that I was a slave to this story. I wish I could change something, but I can't because that's the inevitability. Everything that happened was because I made it happen. And everything that will happen, I have to make happen because I already made it happen in order for the beginning to exist. And so Isayama is relating to the main character in a way that no one else will ever understand. That's literally fucking crazy. And I'm telling you, it's some of the most incredible, like, like character writing with writing in general artistry that we will ever experience yes, in our lifetime oh my gosh you're so, so right josh thank you that's thank how you. it goes seriously okay. i uh yeah i have um i have one more um kind of like uh like tidbit of 
in my kind of like going ham okay. on, my, on some of like the, sure. you know, like, yeah. okay, what do people think on Reddit and blah, 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 blah. Right, um, right. I don't want to make it too long, honestly, because I want to get the review and wrap this yeah, up. Yeah. But I wanted to ask because there are a lot of people, as you said, mm-hmm. who do not like the ending. Absolutely. And a big, a lot of people are on different reasons for why, sure, but kind sure. of the consensus that I got for a lot of these arguments <sighs> is that it was very, like a lot of these people's opinions, and maybe mm-hmm. you saw this too, it's it's almost as if like um, they couldn't, like it's not like well received of who Aaron ends up being revealed mm. to be, mm. like being a mm-hmm. like masochist, right? And mm-hmm. just like psychotic, borderline mm-hmm. insane. Right. Um, re- you know, like uh, it was really pointed out like when he, when he's going through that scene with Armin and they reach the point where they're at like, um, the world's been flattened yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's the, the, the uh, blood, the blood, yeah, yeah, right. Everywhere. The blood of everyone. And guts and, and nails. Yes, and dude. Yes. And, and he, yeah. like the, yeah, the, I like the, the thematic shit of like reaching in and like, yeah. looking in the, uh, like everything that it could ever go wrong. And Aaron, yeah. like it's all him and he's not really that upset by it. Right. right? And kind right. of like then, um, I don't know, putting a label on it that right. like when he reveals that it was him that sent, uh, uh, Miss Smiley, right? Yeah. Uh, what was her name? Uh, Dana. Uh, Dina. Fritz. Dina. Yes. When he when he sends Dina, you. Oh, it's would, Dina. Okay. It is Dina. Dina. Thank you very much. Dina. Yeah. Fuck. Dina. Um, when he sends Dina to kill his own mother, mm-hmm. the first instinctive thought you have, in a heroic sense, like if you were thinking like Armin, right. it would be that oh, he did that. Yes, it was to save Bertolt, but. Right. He also did it because that was a motivator for him to kickstart everything that happened. But he basically reveals in the scene that that is not true. Mm-hmm. That it actually is way less exciting than you think. He right. just did it to save Bertolt. That right. was the only reason. Right. Kind of stemming like a part of him that like that not a lot of people want to see. Right. Like right. almost like the monster within. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And so you obviously don't agree with that. Well, I can understand it because I think that a lot of people want a story where uh, I think that it's it's almost like the the psyche of a person and how they want to view either the main character or a stoic silent character. It's 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 very important for certain people that those characters literally abide by a certain set of rules. Mm. But the truth was. They are experiencing everything that the main cast experienced, which is the fact that they said, how did we get to this point? Mm. I thought I knew him. I mm. thought we knew all these things. Where did we go wrong? Where did yeah, I'm he hearing go John wrong? right now. Like, Absolutely. That's yeah. what he said. That's what they say because this writing was written so that you... As the literal, like you would, you would not see it until you rewatch the series and you look for all those tiny details of, oh, he's just a child. He is just a an immature brat that has this yearn to create something that that he knows is so wrong, but that doesn't matter. Mm. He doesn't care that it's wrong. He doesn't care. He says it to Rina. He says, I'm the same as you, but I gotta do what I gotta do. And guess what? You know, to a degree, I'm probably gonna enjoy it. Right? Right. Because he is not a stoic, silent, like Sigma male character. He is a child, a little bitch, to be completely honest yeah. with you, who does not care about anything beyond solving his own boredom. 
And that's what it comes down to. And there are people like that in our society. There are disgusting people who don't grow beyond that. And the truth is, you don't want it to be that way. That's why it's written like this. You want to love Aaron. You want to see him as this hero to Marley. You want to see him, or so, I'm so sorry, hero to the Eldians. Yeah. You want to see him as this stoic hero, just like his friends did. Just like the people, the, the Jaegerists did. But the truth comes out that he's not. And people don't like that. Mm. Guess what? His friends didn't like that. The truth is, not a lot of people are going to like that. And the fact of the matter is, if you are not ready for a story that challenges your own humanity and your own idea of what anime or mm. storytelling could be, because guess what? There are some people, like we said with Yoel, you know, mm. some people don't want that challenge. No, no. Some people can't accept that challenge. No, no dog on them. But the truth is, that's not what this is. No. It's not right. meant to be an anime that will hit the, the top of the charts because the fights are so good or the, 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 the theme songs are so good. It is meant to tell you something. And that something is an uncomfortable part of humanity that nothing, no other story I've ever seen in my life is willing to tell the way that Isayama is willing to tell it. Beautiful. Aaron is an example of the most well-written character that you don't even know the motive the true motivation of until, until you step end. out and you look at all of it from the very end from that point on you say i see what he was doing i just rewatched the whole show he is a child the entire time he doesn't care about anything beyond murder and solving the boredom that was put on his own life he's staring into the sky he doesn't care about anything mm. the true main character of the story is armin the true main character is the, the, the triumph of the human spirit, the triumph of what it means to be human. And he's the one that reports this whole story, the story of Aaron Yeager and how the world, 80% of the world's life was destroyed. He's the one reporting it. And if you go back and watch all the series, he says it all started on that one day. That's him at the courtroom explaining what happened the entire series he's narrating yeah. because it's him at the end the, when they're sailing on that boat that's them going to report to historia and all these things for historical texts what happened yes. and what was the most important thing that happened the deaths all these important the the colossal titan breaking it because it created the murderer the insane man that that aaron yeager was and is and I understand. I, I understand completely when someone says, you know, even Kendall to a degree, when mm -hmm. she's like, I don't know if I like the ending. I'm like, that's a, that's all right. Yeah. You know what? That's Absolutely. okay. Because yeah. guess what? It's not made to be loved. It's not made to give you this feeling of complete contentment. It's made to be that thought provoking, like human experience. It's made to be an experience. And guess what? There were good parts. There are bad parts. There are scary parts. And sometimes humanity's fucking parts. ugly, bro. So ugly. And that's what you see in that ending. Oh, that's man. what you see in all of it. That's what you see in Aaron. But guess what? Sometimes it's beautiful. Armin is beautiful. And mm. Armin's love is beautiful for the world. Mm. And everything that you see set up. Truthfully, uh, Gabi and, um, and Falco learning this love for each other. And you see them at the end planting trees ready to rebuild. And you see Historia's people ready to go kill whoever the fuck they deem a threat. Those are two very different styles of humanity, but you saw exactly how every character got to that point. You saw how Historia came to be who she was. You saw how Falco and Gabby came to be who she were, who they were on two different sides of 
every character having that I- I- example. Yeah. And then guess what? It doesn't stop there. You see our characters sl- like quickly get old, age, die. And guess what? There's thousands of millions and, tri- and billions of other people out in that world. That's just parody we saw getting larger. The whole world's probably gonna be doing that right now. You know what I mean? Yes. And there's people in every single one of those buildings. You see someone fire a cannon. There's a reason he fired that cannon. And everything that you see in this story is made to incite a human experience. Mm. And that... Wow. That is Attack on Titan. And that That is the greatest story I have ever read in my life. And I probably will forever. And I'm saying that not as in I like it better than One Piece. No. Because I like One Piece more. But I can recognize that this is pure literature that that is beyond even natural comprehension. And to be honest with you, I like that some people don't like it. I like that some people yeah. do not understand the ending because if it was so simple that everyone had to love it, it would not be as deep and complex right. and philosophical as it is. If people are not liking it, I'm like, good. It's challenging people. Absolutely. It's challenging humanity. Yes. It's challenging humans. That's incredible. Attack on Titan. I want to give it a re- review Let's score. Do it. Let's, Let's do, do it, it right no, now. That was beautiful. I think it's very clear. I think this might be... A four? Probably a two. Okay, yeah. Just fucking kidding, dude. This gets a fucking solid five out of five, no question. No question. If I could give a Golden Masterpiece Award in some way, I would. I would give, if there was a golden plaque for the, just hands down, best written story ever, it would be this one. And I love other stories. There are some that I like more, but this is hands down the greatest hands down so anyway um and i completely match this are you with that yes 100 percent, bro and i and i recommend even now i know you're about to say something i'm sorry oh you gotta work on that uh rewatch yeah you will see so many things i still want to watch that video with you uh uh there's a video on youtube for anyone who's interested who finished the whole series it's called this video will change the way you see Aaron. It explains the timeline really well. It explains um, it's like okay. an hour, but it is if you are down, yeah. I am down to sit down and watch it. Yeah. You will see exactly what Isayama is trying okay. to do with Aaron as a yeah. character. Oh my gosh. Cuz it's just all the c- subcontext and all those things all put into uh, one. So, yeah. Hell yeah, especially yeah. like cuz I feel like oh man, like with everything that we just said too. Yeah. There's still so much we haven't touched. Oh, on, absolutely. You know? like, and I'm, so I plan much. to bring this conversation beyond just Me too. talking about that final season, but I think we need to, you know, I think we need to talk about that as the the, the Flash Bros take. Yeah. You know what I mean? I completely agree. On AOT. Yeah. I'm good to wrap it up um, right there. Let's wrap it up yeah. right now. Yeah. Perfect. What, uh, right. what else? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to uh, add on real quick, too. Uh, yeah. I thought about it would be a little fun to not just give it like a numbered mm. uh, score for games, oh, yeah. like with one through five, but also kind of like a. a Category name, if you will, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and some tentative ones I brought up was like, give it one, hot garbage, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah like let's that go. Just, that just fits, bro. Yep. And it probably won't be very common that we're seeing a lot of like ones and twos here because we're, we're usually not. Yeah, right? Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're probably like playing the game enough or going right. through enough and beating it and we're miserable and to enough to talk about it and give so it a it's one. Hot garbage. It's probably not going to happen, yeah. right? We're, we're mostly viewing games that we. Uh, we we know we're having a good experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're making it to the end, we're talking Absolutely. about it. Absolutely, but cool. we still need to put it there. It's yeah, important. It is hot garbage. Number two, I thought uh, it'd be fun if we said it was like a common. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, three be rare. Mm. Four legendary. Mm. Five mythical. mythical. What do you think? I'm with it. You with it? I yeah. think this is mythical. 
mythical, mythical is no fucked. Yeah, dude, it's yeah. it's a unicorn because uh, I think you you really really nailed it. Like final thought, no story will tell like this type of like deep level and you and me play a yeah. lot of like we experience oh, deep absolutely. level thinking shit absolutely. Xenoblade is a great example it's absolutely. a lot of deep thinking it's very a lot much of, and it doesn't it's it's just in its own it's category. in its own league I'm not kidding it is AOT is in its own league of just like I said I know it sounds so ridiculous but it is one of the best stories I think humanity has ever ever made and I it, I stand by that in 200 years, 2,000 years, 2000 you could bring years. this up as as some of the most incredible text that it, it explains through action and adventure, which is what a story contains yes. as humanity. You're going to want these things. Everything that it holds, it it is the story of humanity. God. And it's incredible. It is, bro. It's incredible. All right. Let's uh, move on. Let's yeah, wrap let's it wrap, up. Let's wrap up this episode, brother. All right. Let's, two uh, out of five. Let's jump to two, two out, out of five. five. Party chat. Okay. Party. I got one question here for you. Yes, from right. Johnny. He Johnny. asked, what was the best video game based on a TV show or movie? It was based on a TV show? Yeah. Uh, I my favorite was yeah. uh, Hey Ice King, why did you steal our or Adventure Time? Hey Ice King, why'd you steal our garbage? Yeah, it was done by it was way uh, way forward, which is the same people who did um, Shantae. Shantae, yeah, absolutely. bro, I didn't know that. Full pixel art. Um, it was a Metroidvania with different like you got uh, upgrades over time. I a hundred percented it. I'm not kidding, and I only had it because wow. my little brother had it on his 3ds, and so I took it from him, just plugged it in because I had nothing to play. Yeah, true. And I just fucking played the shit out of it to a point where that I played before Shantae and the Pirates Curse, and oh, I fell fuck. in love with Shantae and the Pirates yeah. Curse because it felt like that game. It just that makes so much sense. It was just so good. Yeah, it just was uh, seriously like. As a Metroidvania, like one of one of the most fun one ones I played because also it took the world of Adventure Time and you're yeah. exploring everywhere you saw on the show and there were different characters oh, that you so saw. Cool. It was just so good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. that was mine. No question. Okay. Okay. No Sweet. question. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if anything is like really coming to my mind. As yeah. Like a. Because I, I feel like growing up notoriously, it hasn't really been up until like this last decade really that if a game was coming out and it was based on a TV show or movie, that right. it was actually good. You know what I mean? Or Absolutely. Or better than watching the original source. It's rough. It yeah. usually is rough. Like it really is like a trope that's been turned around kind of recently. Like I feel like Batman was kind of like like the Arkham trilogy. Right. That was kind of like the start of like, okay, there's like some actual like really good quality like AAA games that are right. coming out, right? Right. I don't... Hmm. I'll be honest. Nothing's like really coming to my mind. Uh, Johnny added on though. He said for him it was Jackass, the video game. On oh PS2. yeah. PS2. He said you're pretty much reliving slash replaying the classic stunts they've done uh, for years in uh, their shows and movies. Spe- and speaking of multi-tap, it was like the only game I ever played that it worked for. LOL. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, it's awesome. Love yeah, it. I um. You can't think of anything? I, you know what? Just uh, in the same vein, I remember uh, remember that that game that uh, I talked about, SpongeBob SquarePants, Lights, Camera, Pants. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really fun. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that was really fun. For what it was fun. and being pretty simple, yeah. that was based on SpongeBob, it's obviously. And yeah, that was yeah, great. And PS2 stuff. also. So there you go. Hey. Joshy, let's uh, jump into some class trial, brother. Run it. You got some trivia for I me? I absolutely yeah. do. Hell Alrighty. Yeah. Let's do it, bro. It's going to be pretty simple stuff because we just went over a majority of it. And it's not too long, so it's cool. not going to be able to get you... 
too, but I, I might have some tough ones. You ready? I'm ready, baby. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. All I'm right, feeling buddy. real good. Yeah. We're getting it started with a, uh, a pretty simple one. Okay. What was the name of the character who piloted the flying boat all the way to Marley? Shit. Oh, Onyankopon. That's right. Yeah. yeah. First one, you got it. Let's go, baby. Why did Annie wake up at the time that she did? Because Aaron, when he got control of his founding power, mm-hmm. uh, dissipated all hardening. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect, perfect. What was the name of the owl that helped feed information to the LDN restorationists? Kruger. You know his first name? Is it Aaron? Yeah. Yeah, Aaron That's Kruger. right. Nice. Yes, sir. All right. What name did Was Aaron- that a coincidence, by the way? Or was that, like, intentional? No, he was the one that told uh, Grisha to have a family inside the walls. So he has a child with the, and then he literally he gets saved by Aaron Kruger, the attack titan that he gives the ability to, and then he uh, names his son Aaron. You're isn't that wild, right? Yeah, isn't that wild? Oh my gosh, you're so right, bro. Oh, okay, Aaron yeah. Kruger was the first Aaron. He's who's Aaron's named after. Yeah, shit. Isn't that wild, dude. Even with that, you just brought me back to that scene too, where yeah. he literally like uh, mentions he's Armin like, and Mikasa. He's like, you have to go, and... you have to save Armin and Mikasa, and he's like, who the hell who, are they? Who the hell are they? And he's like. I don't know. I have it's, no not idea. My, yeah, it's not from my. It's not from my memory. Weird moment. So insane, in it, bro. So oh insane. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep it going. Uh, what name did Aaron Yeager go by during his time he spent in Marley? Oh shit! That is a really good question. Remember, Falco called him that. Dude. And he said, "Oh, this is your friend Blank, um, from War Times, right, Rhino? Dude." I don't remember. You don't remember? No. What was it? It's Kruger. It's Kruger. Yeah, he went by Aaron Kruger. Well, shit. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. Um, who was present forgot that. during Aaron and Reiner's uh, fated reunion? Falco. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who tried to kill Gabi after finding out she was the one that murdered Sasha? What, accept, it wasn't. I'll accept two answers. You'll accept two answers. Yeah. Okay, I'll make a stab at one. I'll okay. say uh, Connie. No, I'll let you do another. One more guess. When can you tell me the scene in which they tried to make this happen? Was it on the plane? No. Like right when Sasha died? No, 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 no. They beat her up and then tied her up. So it wasn't attempted murder. They were going to trial her and then they threw her in prison. Then, later, remember, she sneaks off, goes to that farm, and yeah. then, later, things happen. I can't, I, if I yeah. say it, it'll spoil. Or it won't spoil, it'll uh, tell you the answer. And then, remember, they get invited out to go somewhere. They go somewhere, and someone finds out, and Dude, it was, tries to kill her. Oh, I know who it is. It was, um, it, it was that girl that Sasha saved. I will and accept that as one of them. You'll accept it? Yeah. Okay. What's your name? I forgot. It was definitely her, though, right? Yeah. Well, her and uh, Niccolo. Niccolo. Sasha's boyfriend who... Dude, uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. He was the one because they knew he was a Marleyan captured soldier, and she told him. I was like, yeah, I killed someone on that plane. Yes. And uh, and, uh, he tries to kill her. Yeah. And then holds the knife up to her. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. That was an emotional moment. An insane moment. Sweet. And... Once again, Sasha's dad being the fucking most wise character in that entire show. Dude. It's crazy. Yeah. Second to fucking Iroh, I swear to God. 
Uh, yeah, no cap, bro. Yeah. Yeah, what else you got for me? Um, How was Aaron first decapitated during his last moments before the rumbling started? He was before. decapitated by Gabi How? shooting him mm, in the head. In the neck. Because, as yeah. you said... Gabby don't miss. She don't miss she at don't all. Miss a Not once. All righty, just three left. All right, you ready? Yeah. yeah, let's do it. All right. What kind of animal was the face of the Titan that captured Armin during the Battle of Heaven and Earth? What type of animal was it? Because um, they kept calling it something, and then all the people yeah. who were inside the walls were like, "Oh, it's some kind of pig. It's like a pig thing, right?" Yeah. And then Annie's like, "That's not a pig. That's a blank. So it's not a pig." Because she's the only one that knows about outside world animals from different places. Because mm, she's mm, from true. outside of the walls. And yeah, they I have didn't no even idea. catch that detail. They have That's no crazy. idea. So you don't know? Um, it's a, No, it's, but, I, but I, I, I can see it. I'm yes. just like, what kind of fucking animal is that? Is it a... I learned what it was when I read the manga. Really? I, I never knew this was an animal, but I'll... Here. You never knew it was an animal? Uh, I'm fucked. So it's not like a basic animal? It's not like a... You didn't look it up? No. No, 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 no. Did not look it up. No, no, no. Just based on what I saw. Like, it almost looks like... Like a, like minotaur looking thing, but it's yeah, yeah. yeah. But it had the I head mean? of an animal, like like remember? a bull, mm, cow. It had a long long tongue. No, not bull, not cow. Like anteater? No. I will let you have this if you can guess what family it's a part of. Oh. It has a long tongue. It kind of had horns a little bit. Yeah. It had big ears and a long snout, but not that long. It's it's. Got to be from like the uh, like horse or bull family, right? Close, close. There's something else you're missing. Yeah, I guess. There's something else. I'm like thinking. And they're not technically from. They're not technically horses. Like an antelope. Mm, they're distantly related to antelopes, but they're not technically. All right, what's the right answer? You want to know? Yeah. It's an okapi, okapi. which is a type of giraffe. It's Whoa. a short. It's a short necked giraffe. Okay, I was and the say, reason uh, that they have really they have extremely long tongues because instead of you know growing really long necks, which giraffes also have extremely right. long tongues, they their tongues are just ridiculously long. And so what what it did was it captured in its in its mouth and it uh it captured Armin with its tongue. Wow. Dude. Yeah, I just learned that detail wow. back when I was reading it, and I was just so. I'm sorry. One more time. It's an okapi. Okabi. Okapi. O k a p i. For anyone who Okabi. doesn't know, it is essentially a short neck giraffe. It looks just like a giraffe with a couple different colors, yeah. and it is uh, and it's uh, got no long neck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty crazy, Shit. right? Thanks, Joshy. Oh, of course, buddy. All righty. What was the surname of the royal family that still lived on the island of Parody? Price. Uh, no, 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 not Price. Uh. Oh fuck! Now that I said price, now that's all that's in my head. I'm like so visual. Like usually, yeah. I like read the names and yeah, I like yeah. I'll remember that way. Right, right. Uh, give me a sec. I got this. Take your time. Yeah, it's uh, the Rice family. That's right. Yeah. Nice job. Not the price. Final family. question. Yes. Uh, what was Ymir sentenced to death by King Fritz for? When she was sentenced to a firing squad that chased her through the forest. Mm. Is, Is it treason? When she was a little girl? Yeah. Treason? How would she treat pull treason to the king? Because you don't you, remember what I the detail is? I don't remember. It's important to know. Okay. Because it's very, very minuscule. And all her friends, all the other slaves snitched on her. Um, she let a pig go. She, she let, let a pig, pig go. go from the... She opened the d- gate, which is in 
incredibly metaphorical for what she is as a character because yeah. she saw, she had no reason. She just saw these pigs in this pen, open the gate, and that's all she did. And a pig got out, and then she was sentenced to death for it for wow. letting a pig get free. Crazy, right? Wow. Yeah, bro. Um, well, yeah, you did great. You did really good, that. though. Yeah, thank you, no, you bro. Did really good. Yeah, hell yeah. I'll take seven. You only out got of 10. yeah. You got seven out of ten. Fuck really yeah, good. baby. All right, Joshi, I got okay. a shonen sentiment here for you Let's before run I send you and everyone else. Yes. Uh, on their way to the on weekend this way. week. Yes, sir. Um, I think you'll like this one. I hope it is. Uh, well, see if you can. Uh, I'll try to identify. Yeah, yeah. You might struggle. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's a little lengthy, so buckle in. There is no such thing as a painless lesson. Oh, I already know. Do you already know? I fucking knew it, bro. They just don't exist. It is impossible to gain something without losing something first. But if you can endure that pain and walk away from it, you will find you now have a heart heart strong enough to overcome any obstacle. Yeah. A heart made of full metal. metal. Okay, uh, it's Edward fucking Elric. Yeah, you already know, baby. Beautiful. Literally Beautifully one of my well favorite made. quotes of all time. By yeah. The way, because it's just true. It's just uh, so a, true. Everything you go through has a an effect on who you are. Mm. And even if you feel like you've gone backwards, every hardship that you have endured has genuinely changed your heart to, to be stronger. And uh, that's it's one of the biggest pinnacle ideas of, of life of being yes alive. bro uh by the way another amazing story that oh, talks yeah. about humanity full metal Alchemist brotherhood oh my uh, gosh, it's a very yeah. human story and it has a lot of like the ideas of of of, of father and, and of greed and all these like like ideas mm. are really philosophical and absolutely um, yeah and i love like really like well that and like seven deadly sins too yeah. like you touching on like like what what are emotions, yeah, right? And absolutely. like, and, and the seven deadly sins right. are like, you know, they they literally make those ideologies into physical manifestations, right? right? And and what how it handles it, and how different like a show like Seven Deadly Sins and Full Metal, and how they take that. I mean, right. I look at like something like Seven, seven Deadly Sins, and it's it's amazing for its own kind of like um, like fantasy fantasy mm. aspect mm-hmm. that a little less theological it's definitely theological yeah. right and and like philosophical sure, kind of like sure. what we're talking about with aot but yeah like full metal is yeah. like too it's packed to the brim with just philosophical deep absolutely. thinking concepts absolutely yeah like so uh, especially uh like pride pride is like one of my mm. favorite characters uh from the show probably You're thinking of pride the little boy um oh i'm not I'm thinking, thinking of pride. greed. Greed is uh, greed's the one who, who becomes Ling, or Ling becomes greed. Yeah, uh, yeah, the one that's um, like the eyes and like the darkness. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's pride. That's yeah, pride. Yeah, 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 yeah. just yeah, everything just involved mm. with pride, yeah. right? And and how powerful they seem. But, First homunculus, yeah. Yes, dude. Yeah, yeah and just even homunculus. Yeah, that's, that's got so connotations crazy. there. But Joshi, so let's crazy. wrap up the episode, brother. Thank love you love so it. much. To all of you who have stuck through, and uh, hopefully, you know, if you guys, uh, honestly, hopefully you guys listened to the uh, main topic after watching Attack on Titan, reading Attack on Titan, experiencing it for yourself. If you haven't, you skipped it, and now here you are. That's right. Definitely, definitely go and watch that, and listen to this episode, because I think it'll really open your eyes up to, uh, much like what Joshua was saying about that hour-long kind of explanation of Aaron Yeager. Yeah. Um, You know, like, really, like, the more you really, like, ponder and and take this as, like, a personal level for yourself. Absolutely. Philosophically, like, that is what opens up AOT to go beyond 
kind of what I think like Kendall thinks of it as an mm-hmm. example of like a, a beautifully written story. Right. It's it's so much more than that. I agree so completely. Thank you all so much Seriously, for sticking you. around. Yeah. yeah, for real. Love and, the discussion. Uh, and if you didn't listen, come back. Come and on, listen, Matt. man. For real. Just pull up that main topic, and we'd love to know all of your thoughts. But. We'll wrap this up this week, Joshi. Thank you so much, my friends, for uh, for joining us for episode Absolutely. 21, season Absolutely. two of the Flash Bros Podcast, baby. Yes, sir. Uh, don't forget to write in, uh, like send any write-ins through Patreon or our Discord or a direct Please, message to yeah. Joshi and I. Would love to add Ooh, it into next it. week's episode. Love uh, it. And don't forget to check out that Spotify Q&A. Yes, yeah, sir. Please do. that at the end. Yes, uh, we invite you again to get plugged in. Check out our Patreon page which is patreon.com slash flashbrospodcast, or send us an email, uh, flashbrospodcast at gmail.com. That's right. And uh, we will see you all we'll next see you week. next week, baby. Grateful as always for you, brother. Of course Thank we you are. for sticking hey, with me, Hey, and stay, uh, stay, stay human. Enjoy those moments. Stay human. Please yeah. do. Hell yeah. Enjoy those little moments. We love you guys. You all be safe and have a wonderful weekend. Yes, we love you so much.